Can you just sack it off? I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 100. Hey! Episode 100 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. We hope this episode finds you well, as always. But it's very different today. I am Dexterity Box. Join to the right of me, as always, as usual now, because it's probably not even going to be as always, because things have changed in the last 20 episodes. I've been replaced. Yeah, I've got uh, Punk Chef 41. How are you doing, Punk, my friend? I'm not too bad, thank you. I'm okay. Been a weird settling this up, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, we got there, though, and again. We're doing one in person again at last because it's two years of the podcast and hundred episodes. Two years, yeah, yeah. two so years exactly. Pretty he's much. not, no, can't say that. He's not got <laughs> rid of me yet, but he's trying to with a certain Jack. Yeah, um, and speaking of, the man is here, here with us today, Jack, in person. In person, welcome. It's it's really weird to not have the like the the, the whole delay on Discord or OBS or whatever else is. To be honest, I keep quivering a little bit and I get a little bit of like anxiety every time you look me in the eye and I don't know why I don't know what it is it's the it's the, it's the thing of like you're not a screen anymore no I'm not you're actual an actual right person and yeah. yeah we're first time we've actually met yes yeah it is so it is there's that um but yeah welcome thank you Jack is more of a permanent fixture on the podcast nowadays yep. um and also on microphone but not on camera we have got for episode 100 special. Simple we said it happened. It was simple so. Simple so. <laughs> Whoever did say that, shout out to you because that was It was hilarious. a typo. It was, that it was became a, typo. a thing. And you, it you was a hilarious welcome. typo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Soph. Welcome. Hello. You're Hello. on the podcast. I am. You finally got a microphone. I have yeah. got a microphone. You twisted his arm at last. Yeah. Well, this is all I get. So, um. Soph probably won't like... Um, probably won't like talk too much on the football stuff, but she'll probably interject with a sass line to just put us all back down to earth as we, we, we get the, the highs in this podcast at certain yeah. point. Yeah. She'll probably uh, remind us of something to, to make us all just, I do remember when we did the 52, when we did that, there were bits where we would look at her and you started giggling. Cause we knew she was about to say something. She couldn't. Well, that was the thing we had the, we had so running the audio on the podcast last time, but we kept talking to her. And yeah. you couldn't hear what she was saying because we'd not mic'd we'd not mic'd you we'd up. Not basically. Mic'd up have we? yeah. So now for this one we didn't want to make that same mistake twice. So now you've got a microphone in case you say anything remotely funny. Well thank you. You'll notice at the start of this podcast there wasn't an intro. That's because there is a brand new intro for the Talking Wednesday podcast. And we're gonna roll it right now. Wow. But yes, I've just shown you the, the new intro for the first time as well. It's not like all bells and whistles, but it's just something with a little bit more identity for the podcast going forward. As you can see, we have remade the owl. The owl that Sophie had for 52 episodes that she first designed for us is now going to be our retro owl. So if we ever do retro theme things, that is going to be the retro owl. So it will live on. This new owl has been done for us by Goose Creative. Now, Lee over there has um we're going to give him many shout outs over yes. the next few months for this work because he's basically created us a great looking owl for the talking wednesday podcast using our brief going forward so um we will be shouting him out he's got over 20 years of graphic design experience so if you ever need a project lee 
like we've got here, Lee is the man for it. I would definitely say because yeah, uh, he's he's, he's well. yeah he's given Don't. us he's given us all the assets to be able for me to be able to drag that into animation, use it across pretty much everything Talking Wednesday, and then that one owl I've been able to turn into absolutely all sorts. So yeah. he's been able to give us a a great. Um, a great platform there. And he's really easy to work with. If you tell him what you want and how you want it, he'll give you lots of designs and he'll input back to you and if there's something you don't want, you've not got that kind of thing where you get somewhere like, this is what I've got and that's it. He really wants to make it pop. And the even nicer thing, he's a listener. Yeah. So he's listened for a long time. Well, there we go, Lee. Uh... Uh, Lee reached out a little while ago and then I saw what he did for your work. Yeah. We already had the owl and we were kind of going on with it. We weren't due a rebrand, but then... I sort of like I got to the year and I, you, you know we're two years now. I thought let's let's change it up a little bit for episode 100. So we um, I reached out to him and um, yeah, he's got experience with large businesses, small businesses, different industries, that sort of yeah. thing. You can definitely um, utilize him if you think you've got a project for him. So if you do need a designer, his socials are at Goose Creative at Goose underscore Creative. Apologies on Twitter. Goose Creative underscore design on Instagram, or you can reach him by email at goosecreativedesign at outlook.com. Or he's even got a website, goosecreativedesign.com. Yep. So you need a design, go to Lee. And a big thank you, Lee, because I'm sure you'll be watching episode 100. Thank you for um, setting us up for episode 100 and beyond with and all of our channels. On what part of the world is he? He's currently traveling. <laughs> he is, he <laughs> yes. is traveling. But he actually went all the way to. New Zealand just to go to Sheffield and Robert. I think that, I think the fantastic thing about that is he's uh, he's living the life and he? he's yeah. traveling and still being able to yeah. do do he's work and things like that. Thing. He's doing the nomad creators life, which I love, but it's so hard to get right. Leave us a review on podcast services as Owls Neils did twenty six days ago. Sorry we missed it, but hey, you get it read out in um, <laughs> episode one hundred. He says the following, leaves us five star over on Podchaser and says, my weekly Wednesday fix of news and opinions. Great bands are from the lads and keep up the great work. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? That we are, Neil. Thank you very much. And look, we might have been negligent on reading it out, but we have brought it back for episode 100. So we there have. we go. Thank you very much, Neil. Cheers, mate. One thing that is going to be a thing for this episode, this week, I'm basically going to, I've got a couple of de- um, thumbnail designs for the podcast going forward because we had the standardized podcast thumbnail for so long. I'm now going to put it to a vote basically so it'll go out on the it'll go out on the uh twitter it'll go out on the youtube of what there'll be about three options i've got two so far i think me and Sophie are going to have a look at being able to collate yes. um a third and then we would let the audience basically decide which they like the most for the podcast going forward so there's there's a couple of options jack if you want to try and creep over here again i will show you okay. a couple of them so like we've got um We've got this. These are the ones I've come up with so far. So we've got this one. This is my probably front runner yes. right now. I like that. It's uh, just reminds me of Sons of Anarchy for some reason. Yeah, so it does that actually. Sort yeah. of, uh, you know, that sort of vibe. Um, and then we've got the more traditional sort of, you know, you've got the the, the, yes. the owl in full flight there. But um, The other one would look really good on the back of a hoodie. Yeah, well, that's um, that might be something that happens at some point. We will, we will see. But yes, um, Thank you, Jack. Sorry, we yes. won't make you sit down much, uh, stand up and sit down much more. However, Jack will have a big part to play in one little thing that we have started doing. So the first venture into Talking Wednesday merch, I said I didn't want to do it unless I could do it properly. So we're starting small. I don't want it to be cheap. I don't want it to be something that you get and you're like, oh, I don't want to spend money on this, mm. you know. So we're starting with something that you're not really going to have to spend money on, and that is stickers. 
Okay. So if we could just um, bring that to the camera. So if Jake, if you could just bring that right up to the lens. That is our first design of Tor. Oh, this focus is amazing. Block me out. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the first design of Talking Wednesday sticker here. We've got this one. But also because I'm a massive nerd, right? Limited edition stickers. Limited edition. Limited edition, limited runs. So we are going to do these seasonal, and these are going to be available for members of the channel. We have got our winter edition sticker that will be going out. So members of the channel and also people on giveaways on Twitter and things like that and little competitions will be able to get like a nice little sticker pack of a couple of stickers just to uh, stick around. So I'll have that back. Jake, thank you very much. So, yeah, we we will be doing our winter sticker giveaway very shortly and let's um i will possibly just for a thank you for 100 episodes if members of this channel would like to get in touch with me with your address hi i'm a member yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) Um, do do you 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 need to get his address no um i will basically provide you all if you've been a member so far you can all have one of the um the limited edition stickers going forward we've done a run of i believe 50 of these, so 50 stickers, and that's the lot of the winter ones. And also, if you do put them at, like, ground, please just send a post a picture on Twitter. Yeah, tweet at TalkingWed. Speaking of which, if you're not a follower of our Twitter account, which we're definitely trying to grow exponentially from this point, go go and follow us over there, because yours truly tweets a lot from it, as does... The, the owner of the podcast, Mr. Dexterity Box. I'm yeah, not allowed on the Twitter because I can't yes. <laughs> he's, got, he's got access to the yeah. Twitter. He, he sadly, just... he's listexic. So yeah. Like. <laughs> um, it's, have you refocused all of that? Are yeah, we all back in focus? Yes, yeah. it is. Yes. We're looking pretty. Well, miracles <laughs> don't always happen, do they? But um, yeah, I... Well, you are Jesus, oh, so you can make it work. There's so many... <laughs> <laughs> I learned how probably offensive that is to people, though, because there is some people who take religion quite seriously. Not one of those people, but I'm respectful to other people. There's also going to be a community calling. We've got a couple of um, people that are in the Discord that that are going to join in later into this podcast. We're going to start the majority of the podcast pretty much um, as a normal podcast because people will tune in and just want the news. So we don't want that to be completely... Different from before, we'll talk about something topical, but we also want this podcast to be one that people can come back to and go, oh, that was episode 100. So after that, you'd be able to skip over the the, the current news and you've got a podcast that is timeless, so to speak, yeah. because it's a little bit more general later into the podcast. So let's get the... Um... Also, let's just make a really big point here. Jack Latan was a call-in. Yeah. I was now a he's a permanent member of the team. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you, you could, you could, if you dream big, you can make it. I guess, with all the <laughs> sappy slogan stuff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, oh, we will, so we will try not to have a... This is probably not going to happen today, but we'll try not to have a big heartfelt moment on of every course. single yes. podcast. Of course. <laughs> 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 Where we all go, oh, no, I'm really sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, keep man. it keep it light. Um, <laughs> for some reason, Jack has moved completely, but that's fine. I'll fix that in the edit. There we go. Pull the microphone up. There we go. Fantastic. Much better. Right. Let's get into this week's news at the time of recording well, this. Oh, let's do tradition. How's your week been? Busy. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who would have guessed? Yep. Um, <laughs> well, it's been busy, you know. It's uh, what 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 day? Are we he on? says he's been busy, and then he can't actually think about what he's been yeah. busy with. You know, you get to a point where life just blends into one. Yeah. yeah. One task of many I don't think tasks. that's January though, because we're all just waiting till the end of January when we've all got money again. Because mm. you're just waiting for the like, like everyone's skin in January. I don't know a single person who got cash at the minute because they're overspent. And I had someone the other day when I was walking up uh, with my little and to the walkabout. He said, "You got a fiver? I could lend." I was like, "No, who got a fiver? You can lend." No, it's. Uh... It's always quite. I didn't spend as much on Christmas that I usually do. It was. Um, it was but it's. I'm, I'm, see, I'm doing the. I'm doing, doing the, the mother and I'm moving yeah, yeah. podcast, Mike. Um, I don't. I didn't spend this much this year because I just. But like everything's gone up. Well, yeah. Well, we. It's like trying to move everything up with Soph. We spent a lot on getting set up. Mm. Um, so this next year or so, we're gonna have to be sort of like between places. So we just needed to make sure we were set up in both places. Nice nicely so a lot of that kind of went into there and there was no need for spending ridiculously yeah. um also they'd not brought out uh, like children's cardboard that i really wanted for christmas <laughs> so i didn't end up spending my yeah. entire um bank balance on it but yeah there was there was not it was just the traditional you've got to buy for these people but when that mm. once that was done it wasn't too bad this year i mean last year i went a bit stupid and like i was like so do you want an xbox so sure um Basically, because also it's nice because then she can play the Xbox and I can play my Xbox and then... We don't have to speak to each other. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's always nice when you do that. I remember one of the first places we got, we had two tellies, the big CRT tellies, and we had two PlayStation cells, but we just didn't talk to each other. Mm. It was lovely. Now she wants to talk to me. It's Mm. annoying. It's unfortunate. unfortunate. See, it took one Christmas to get Sophie an Xbox, but it's taken 100 episodes of this podcast to get get her on here. Yeah. So it's priorities you know somebody's I... threatened <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it that's it well there would be uh you'd just take over the you you don't <laughs> she's, she's like she doesn't even really like football no. but she's been so ingrained in this she yeah, could yeah. probably tell you more than most i do li- i do like when you say stories so- you never win when you're on guy do you <laughs> <laughs> no right so so learned a lot about football um when Wednesday played West Brom and I was at her house and it was that match where Pelopassi should have just cut oh, his Oh, yeah, off. yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, it was out 83 minutes and we were 2 nil up and she was like, well, I think you've won now. And I was like, why have you said that? Say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then West Brom went on to score two. Didn't and then they? we went and did a Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Was that the same game where Tom Lees was backing up that much? You might yeah. as well have ended up at the tram stop at yeah. the top of Hillsborough Park. Well, it was that one where Pelopessi yeah. had a challenge where you just need to just take the man oh, out yeah. to stop him scoring, and he, he didn't. He missed it. Yeah. Pelopessi, what a throwback. I know. I know. Do a job. Right, let's go into the news, because then we can talk uh, random rubbish for the rest of the podcast. So, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday this week played Wickham. 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 See, this is my weeks of blending into, into one <laughs> yeah. here. You boys were very, very active on the Twitter, which is what I like to like to see. Unfortunately, I was working during this one, which is a which is a, which was unfortunate. But um, I'm going to keep you busy, which is why, which is which is the good thing though, because usually I ha- usually today is the day that I do the catch up, so I watch all the matches back mm. and I I do the an- analysis yeah, yeah. and things like that, ready for the podcast. I can't do that because we're doing the podcast today. So you two take it away, and then I will use my bare knowledge of what I've managed to clip up in this yeah. morning to to. 
to go for it, but you two have been on it. So Jack, do you want to start us off today? I would say the the housery. I can't say the first part of that statement because it would get demonetization Indeed. occurring on this channel. But the housery that this team showed was hilarious. We out houseried the team known in this league for their housery. Yep. And Stockdale wasn't even in the squad. Which did which annoy was... me, to be fair. Because I still wanted him to come on at half time. Can you imagine the ban- the ba- it would have been such a banter move to have Stockdale come on at half time just to then, you know, go down and waste however long when he'd collected the ball. He was there. He was there. Oh, He was there. Yeah. He did travel with the squad. I think the nice thing about this game is, though, we didn't... First seven minutes, they had a lot of pressure and they were mm-hmm. getting at us. But we were defensively solid now. Even without Mark McGuinness being gone, Iortha properly stepped up. The only issue you've got with Iortha is he's still made out of glass. He worries you every time he goes down, mm. like Hulk used to. Yeah. Whenever Hulk went down, you're like, oh, how long is he going to be out for? But the way we controlled it and just got it, and let's be honest, Will Vokes' goal was a Oh, stunner. my word. That it, was... I have seen it, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, for Will Vokes, if you think about what we picked him up for, we picked up for nothing. He was disheartened with football, and he now seems like he's back in love with it. I always forget he's a scouser, though, when he talks. I forget he's well, a scouser. Ta- I mean, officially, he's Welsh. He's, he's officially Welsh, yeah. but he's got that scouser. There's a lot there. of overlap there, though. Mm. Mm. Like, I lived in Liverpool for a few years, and there's, there's so much overlap between Wales and, like... General Merseyside area. So, yeah, there's, there's that side of it. Um, Controversial statement that I'll throw out, by the way. God. He's effectively the sort of player that Alman Abdi should have been when he signed back in the day. Yeah. He's fulfilling that role that. to me. Yeah, because to be honest, you know, when we signed him, I thought there's not going to be too many goals mm. in there sort of thing. Yeah. He's going to just sort of like be more of a solid sort of... Yeah. Maybe we're trying to fill that Pelopesi gap, but he's not, he's not really been that sort of player for us, has he? No. He's, no. He has turned to more of what you're saying. Yeah. So. But let Talk about the two big things on this game because mm-hmm. there were two big things. Bayer went down injured. Yeah. Uh, originally, people were really like, might have broke his foot or something like that. He's only cut his foot, so it's probably not going to be that long mm-hmm. out. But whenever he does something where it's his foot, with what he's had issue with in the past, you worry. Like, yeah. How long is he going to be out with? Because I've said it on the podcast before, we can have a team with no Bannon and have a Bayer's, and we can have a, no, a team with no. Uh, by a but abandoned. We can't have a team with neither one of them in because we miss something. We miss as soon as he went off at our time, the second half, we missed that person pressing forward. And Josh Windash tried to play that role, but he was more the winger. And then the other one right near the end with James going down. Mm. Now James has looked like it was a knee, but I think I've heard it's an ankle issue. Now if it's an ankle issue, you hope it's not ligament, because if it's ligament, Oof. he's done. Oh, yeah. We were saying, who was I talking? Was it you I was talking to last week on the podcast about full? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was wing, yeah. like wingbacks and fullbacks being a position <laughs> that we need to really make sure that we bring yeah. in this window because it was what it's who we linked with mainly wingbacks, and then one of them going down, yeah. the one that we were talking about signing. It's yeah. And Jack Cunt played this game and he had a good game actually. I think the thing with this game was last season the one thing we were really bad at, at not seeing games out. We crumble the moment they got pressure. I don't know what Darren Moore's done, but there's something about this team at the minute that is just like, if we not get knocked down and so he scores against us, we're just going to go two or three against you. There's something about this team that's a lot better. And Patterson, again, had a really good game. And this shows you how vital Patterson is. Patterson is this season's new you. If we lose <laughs> him... <laughs> but if yeah. we lose well, him, yeah. we're going to mm. miss that person who like runs at people and... Exactly. 
the thing after the game of well because Joff Windath did an Instagram live. Oh yeah, all right, was, okay. that was right, good. with Liam Palmer. Yeah, and uh, Pato was like show banner, show bars, uh, show buyers, yeah, show, show buyers Wilkes and, and stuff. All these, and then all these they people. said show Patterson and Patterson had said grown men on Instagram live. Wow, yeah, yeah it, was, <laughs> it was that um, grown men doing an Instagram live. Grow up. <laughs> Yeah. I was in it. Yeah, you were yeah. in it. I was in it. Um, I, was, I was typing things. The um, yeah. ah, I've lost my train of thought. I was going to say Patterson. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> I was driving back from work, and there was when I do have to work on a Saturday. It's it's, it's the good thing is I usually finish in the time to hear like praise and grumble on the way back. And when I was hearing everybody like praising Patterson, I was like, what? What weird dimension are yeah. <laughs> This fan base is like being like, oh, we don't need him. This uh, there's been a lot of people in the comments, and we've been talking about it, like, oh, we need to have ambitions above him. But I think a lot of our fan base still don't look in the now, mm-hmm. no. right? And it's 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 it is a, the older generation of our fan yeah. base who have seen it. I think I think we take this from a slightly younger younger perspective podcast and an old man next to me. <laughs> um, but like, we've got the we've got the knowledge that the heights of Wednesday for us have been recent 2000s, mm-hmm. yeah. mid-2010s Wednesday, you yeah. know, when we nearly got back into the Premier League. So our ambitions, we, we can see the realistic side of the fact that, no, we are in League One and a player like Patterson with his versatility, when we're talking about needing a replacement for him, that is one of the biggest things needing to keep hold of your players that are versatile. Yeah. When you've seen in windows where we've tried to like bridge the gaps of players and get and make those decisions wrong. It's, we did that I, I, I saw season. I saw some people saying, "Oh, you can bring anyone in to replace Patterson." That's not true, though, no, is it? No. Because the thing is, you don't know how they're going to perform at Wednesday. Theoretically, yes, you can bring somebody in who you might think could do a job or even improve the side. But Patterson, while he's on in form, he's he's probably invaluable to us at the minute when we're talking about how many injuries we're going down with. Because you know what's really funny? Because his versatility, you could probably play him centre back, centre back, or wing back. Yeah. The thing is. What people are not realising is, yeah, we're not giving players contracts at the minute, and I think that's because we want to know what league we're in before we offer someone a contract and stuff. But for somebody like Patterson and Gregory, they, they've already all said they want to stay. Yeah. Like, Patter, we're building a house in Sheffield. You don't build a house if you're not going to put roots down. And the thing is, Patterson also wants to stay, like fishing in the Don. Mm. He just gets his fishing gear out of his stuff and goes to the Don. It's really funny. <laughs> did he do that seriously, though? Did he like, oh, is he just doing it for a laugh? No, no, he seriously put his fishing gear to the training ground and went for do a spot of fishing. Just he n- loves his fishing. Didn't, and the thing is... Wasn't, didn't one of the players go with him? Yeah. Was it Stocko? Or was it was it? something like Stockdale, yeah. 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 But the thing is, what people always remember, I always love it when people talk about Patterson. They go, oh, he's like 35. No, he's like 28. He's 28. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's got- He's he in his won, prime. He's, he's, a, yeah, he's literally, literally in his prime years now. Blokes who got great. Yeah. He, he's Quickly. worth more than the 400k report oh, yeah. that yeah. like, Hearts want to pay for him. So, 100%. Me personally, like, you bring give him up, you year. just give him a year. Or yeah. Give, yeah. He'd probably want a bit more. He'd probably want to commit, but like, even years, to give yeah. it a 28-year-old a two-year deal. Yeah. As long as it's not ridiculous, because he's not on ridiculous wages. Because this is something he's that you brought. He's not Jordan Oh, seeing it. Sorry. Seeing it all over Twitter. It's, well, because I obviously man the Twitter account and stuff. I do, you just see it all the time where they're on, oh, they're on championship wages. Where are you getting this information from? Yeah. Nobody's reporting it. The pe- when you actually look at the the sort of like the books, the financial reports that have to come out legally once a year, th- this isn't, this isn't, 
Sorry, I'm, I'm just so, no, carry on. I'm I'm so carry frustrated on. that carry I keep on. No, cutting out my... Because I, like... I used to do this all the time, but then I got to a point where I was so busy that I started, yeah. when you start, yeah. I started getting like the social media battering for going on yeah. rants. I was like, oh, I'm just going to talk it, for a while yeah. and not do it. You toned it but down and now I toned it down, in. but now you've brought it back. People are like, yeah. where's this been for yeah. a while? So I'm just like, we might as well do it. It's, just, it's just so infuriating seeing all these people spread such misinformation that... They just, they probably say it because they know that it'll get likes yeah. and it'll get whatever the hell else. And you it's actually so look untrue. At... There's so many players that have come out. Barry Bannon yeah. came out on a pod, on another like news podcast and yeah. a, in an well, interview. He came, out on Twitter. he came out on the TV show that um, Alan Nixon, not Alan Nixon, Alan, Alan Biggs, uh, Biggs, Sheffield TV or something. Yeah. Sheffield Live. He, yeah. yeah, Sheffield Live. And, and he came out on there and he was like, I wish I was on that amount. And they all took pay cuts. Uh, Matt Brown, football typer on yeah. Twitter, replied to the thread of the if idea, saying they all the had players. the pay cuts when they got relegated. It isn't a chat. Where are people saying this? The thing oh. is, the fan base, our fan base, are very, very good at being like they're on this much money. Call yes. with Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. Call, and you get the usual thing from other teams in League One going, "Oh, they must be on this, this, and this." When they're not, hmm. like you actually. Uh, there. Classic example is Palmer. Palmer's got like four different businesses. Mm -hmm. mm. And he's a businessman. Stockdale have got lots of businesses yep. and stuff. The thing is, there's a generation of our footballers now who are not doing the usual let's just spend or I'll live off what I make because they know it doesn't last. Mm -hmm. They've seen so many players go through that whole thing. And the thing is, when you actually look at what our wave thing is, it'll be interesting to see what it is this year. Because I think this year will be the thirteenth. Yeah, one, so the, the books, the books that get published in, this year, yeah, are the year was our relegation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's why it was so high because it was the it was the big COVID bill, yeah, as well as the relegation team's wages. And you had like Adam Reach in there, you had Jordan Rhodes in there, all of these players on massive contracts, um, and they all got released. And it, then it obviously this year's. Um, yeah, they don't want him. They don't want him. There's the thing is with the when we when we always talk about the accounts every single year. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, there's a bit of drama around that. The last time we've done the video, it's been a big drama topic. So you could <laughs> say that obviously we're sometimes fueling the flames of that. Yeah. But we are talking about the past. Yeah. And the one thing we said in our last video when we talked about the accounts when we were on that podcast is we were stressing the fact that this is going to get better. Yeah. Yes. Because you can see where there's the gradual. Bit where it's getting better. Like you brought it up uh, recently when we were speaking offline. We're using the heat lamps on the pit because the LED lights are saving yeah. money. Like loads of people had a go at me for being so pro environmental, right? Yeah, As a geography that. graduate. Are you yeah. a geography graduate? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yes. Are you a musician? <laughs> but yeah, loads of people were having a go at me for being all like, yes, mm. this is a good thing, being environmentally friendly with the LED floodlights. Well, they're saving us that much money that we've been able to have the UV lamps all over the yeah. pitch again, that when we didn't have all of those in place, we couldn't afford to keep running them. And we've got, we're getting- Wow, that's the level. You know, yeah. like all these little behind the scenes changes are all adding up to have a much more financially sustainable thing, which the chairman wants the club to be, a Brentford model sustainability thing. So how people can't then understand all Actually, of these different just layers. Me a tweet. Right. There was a tweet okay. that came out during the game when uh, James and 
Bayer went down. And said, this is the training ground fault. It's yes. all the training ground fault. <laughs> the training ground is 200 miles oh, yes. away. <laughs> They're in High Wycombe. The training ground is 200 miles north of that. You need How to. It- I think what you need to re- what a lot of people need to realise is when we've talked about these contracts and we've talked about money is we've mentioned the fact that we've not really had it since our 40 grand a week earners have gone. <laughs> I'm so interested to see what happens when these accounts mm. come out and yeah. we see what the drop well, you'll see what the drops were. Mm-hmm. This'll be a this'll be a accurate representation, these next accounts, yeah. of where Sheffield Wednesday are, and you'll see the likes yeah. of yeah. Bannon's pay cut. You'll see the likes of the, the players that have dropped to a certain point. Players will have signed relegation clauses. That's oh, yeah. what uh, oh, Matt yeah. Matt was saying. You know, mm. he was saying that there is there is There'll relegation clauses redu- in those contracts. Of a percentage, yeah. And we've not what we've done what I really like is you think about Luongo, you think about Mendes Lang, you think about these players that wanted more. You could tell, like Mendes Lang specifically, mm. well, a lot he, yes. he, he came on the six months and he was like, well, I've shown what I can do now. I want more. And in my opinion, you, you, show, you show nothing, mate. You didn't, tra- you didn't <laughs> yeah. track back for a goal yeah. that cost us promotion. But um, it's, you don't, and he, he obviously was quite vocal, vocal, vocal. Yeah. vocal about, about that. that. <laughs> I actually yeah. see that as a thing of our club learning even more and it's even like with the Luong- Luongo thing with all turning around and saying you're elite and he's like am I like we're giving you a deadline you've not done it and the thing is I'm so happy that the club isn't like holding players like to say we'll wait on you we're going to go on our terms not yours because we've been a club that have been on other players terms and waiting for them and we've missed out on stuff and yeah. I don't think Darren Moore take full lightly it's like if you want to be here be here if you don't want to be here i'll move on to other targets yeah exactly um let's do the league one review really quickly mk dons nil lincoln city nil exeter city one forest green one bolton three portsmouth nil kieran lee got loads of praise for that game <laughs> he, by the he way. did but he did. you Bless and me him, with but... that predictions oh, episode oh, with portsmouth oh boy oh dear oh dear they're in big trouble <laughs> They started so well they and on paper. And then, like I was yeah, like, oh yeah, we we've got this right. Well, it was three three at the start of the yeah. season. Well, it was it was a kid. when we did the predictions. I was like, they are dark horses and yeah. they should be. And we had every right to think that. Yeah. And then they've done a plinth. And then they've yeah. Um, Cambridge United Mock has been postponed. Burton nil, Shrewsbury four. <laughs> Ipswich oh, yeah. one, they Plymouth one. Game for us. This was massive. So Ipswich one, Plymouth one. When I actually saw that Ipswich were winning, I was kind of going. Yeah, that's great because it obviously it brings Plymouth down. And if we're going for the yeah. title, that's mm-hmm. brilliant. But the best result for us would be a late yeah. equaliser from Plymouth, like they did. Wait, what is that? What they do this season, though, as well. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, they have so many late goals. And the thing is, a lot of people are still talking about the Ipswich Plymouth thing. Say, look, the signing players. I'm not that bothered because I know the recruitment style. Was I'm home. slightly more concerned than you are, I think, on that, because I'm sort of, I understand we've got that recruitment strategy and bringing in the right players, but with our players dropping like flies, mm-hmm. I want to get in there while targets are still but readily when available. But early on targets in January? Yes, but we also need to get promoted yeah. this season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When we're talking about mistakes of the past, we've started to fix it in summer. This summer was fantastic. How early we were starting making signings. We like the Michaels. We were bringing people in at the end of their contracts, getting ready to go. We were football manager in this. Yes, right. <laughs> but this Not Chelsea style, though. No, I I know you don't really want to upset the you know upset the dynamic a little bit. But we start need to we need to start looking if um like Fizz and that are going to mm. leave. Do we bring in another central midfielder, maybe a young one to bring up through the through the ranks and have that? Because obviously Alex Hunt's gone and that we don't have like mm. we don't have that there, so to speak. 
striker's priority for me, that sort of thing. We'll talk about all that later, yeah. but um, we'll carry on with the League One review. So Accrington Stanley 2, Bristol Rovers nil. Fleetwood 1. Ah, the document's reversed. Amazing, I'm on aeroplane controls. <laughs> Fleetwood 1, Oxford United 2. Late winner for Oxford. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Look at him. Statman. Statman. Oh, yeah. um, Sheffield Wednesday 1, Wickham 0. That's a really good result for us. Yeah. I, I really like what Gary saying. I wouldn't talk about this. Gary Sainz was interviewed after the... Yeah, didn't he say we were he like... He flat out said, we've, we've played against the champions yeah. of the league yeah. this and year. He, but he didn't moan. Do you know, he didn't do the yeah. thing with managers going, oh, I think we we deserve better than that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, they, yeah, they but got lucky. Gary does that, He doesn't. He's not quite honest. I think he came out and he was just he was just honest about what it was. It was a case of they... He actually went, I hope they respect us for the way they play. We, we played and we tried mm. to... Because to be honest, because we got the goal and we sat on it for once. Yeah. They did, it was they weird to, to outdo Wickham. Yeah. It was really all watching that game and then going, we've outdone Wickham. How have we done this? Yeah. <laughs> Charlton 2, Barnsley nil. Oh dear. <laughs> that um, is three on the bounce that I think Barnsley's now lost. Oh dear. Which is good. It's a dark day to be a dingle, eh? <laughs> 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 Cheltenham 2, Derby 3. You will learn when you get your first online barrage <laughs> at you, Jack. <laughs> Which is why we probably do need to put you in the Twitter bio that you're yeah. managing the Twitter account most of the time yeah. so people don't clip us out thinking it was you. Yeah. <laughs> thinking it was oh. us. Right, so where does that leave the League One table? Plymouth, Argyle are still at the top with 58 points, but 27 played. Sheffield Wednesday, second on 55 points with a game in hand. Oh. Yeah. Win that game in hand, we could technically be top of the table. Yeah. yeah. Ipswich Town have also got 26 play, but they're on 51 points. So there's a four-point gap between us and Ipswich. Right. Just got to keep putting points on the board. Goal difference. Yes, the goal difference is important because Sheffield Wednesday have eight above Plymouth and six above Ipswich. We've got 28. 28. 28 goal difference. The best in the league. Well, there, well, there was a big discussion the, as well, yeah. though, that we're not being clinical enough. Yeah. I'd and yet that. we've suddenly... <laughs> there's, also, we're suddenly... there's also another stat, like, I think... It was something like with, with how we're playing. It's like when we've had that Plymouth game, which we lost, we got into a different mode of going, right, we're not concentrating on anyone else. We're concentrating on... And that's what we did badly last season. Yes. We're always looking over our shoulders. Yep. And I think Darren Moore gone, stop that. Focus I've on had game. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Let's get into the news. Let's get right into the news. Sorry. Uh, oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm going to send you home in a minute. Um, people have said that I look like the guy who does that a yeah. few times, all right? So that's just... Oh. Yeah, I nearly thought about, for episode 100, giving you guys introductions, but then we probably would have started the podcast off in bits because yeah. I was just going <laughs> to be cruel to you both. Um, and yours would have involved the paper round. Um, in fact, with... I, I had an idea of like, doing, like, you know, the whole guy thought of like, bringing him onto the green. green oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh... <laughs> But if anyone did the Sam Allardyce, I'll have a number two. Oh, yeah, the fish yeah, and chip yeah. shop thing. <sighs> I just, no, it's just because what I was going to say, I was like, you could cancel me for what I was going to do originally. Oh, dear. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation for off air, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> we're linked with Matty Pollock. Yes. And this is not a load of Pollocks. This is actual truth. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. High up the algorithm doesn't mishear that yeah um it's from the football league world this yeah yes. football league world 
with all the stuff that's going on with McGuinness, we'll talk about that later, uh, and, Mark. Pat- <laughs> and, and Patterson, the, there's an opinion piece that Sheffield Wednesday loans, which could prove fantastic move for the Watford player. Apparently, we are interested. Mm. Watford have said he really needs to gain some English Football League experience and is we looking to send him out he came from, I think he came from, like, from Grimsby. Yeah, it's just an easy way of saying I need this player out, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a 21-year-old. He is a position that we would need as a centre-back, you know, and play. Uh, we, need, we, we definitely need a centre-back. Yeah. 21 is at that age where you're looking to bring someone through. Same age as McGuinness. Yeah. Yeah. I think the could, it be, McGinnis, could it be like for like? Could it be? Yeah. Mm. I think the McGuinness loan actually helps us because we've shown what we can do to a player who needs football. And Wednesday's always been well known to be in the club. You send them to Wednesday, you get them improved. Granted, we'll talk about it later about what's been said by the Nottingham Forest manager. But the thing is, I think this is a smart move for us because if we can bring in another 21-year-old for like the last rest of the season, I think it makes sense. But you look at how well we played yesterday. You, it's very difficult at the minute for you to justify bringing a player in to Darren Moore at times because of how well we're playing. But we also know it's Sheffield Wednesday fans. We know what the injury situation has. Well, I just I don't get I don't see the the problem in we need a couple of centre backs now. Right? Yeah, we do. Because as you were saying earlier, Iofa can sometimes be made of glass. I will say it's lovely to see Iofa getting back to the levels that we, he we, looks we know. Really, he can really do. intimidated by the Sheffield Wednesday fans singing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. He looked he looked like he was begging he for that like train to turn on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, think, I don't know how to deal with this. I think it's Tom I think it's Tom who's got that. I've uh, I've met Tom a couple of times. I've definitely met him once <laughs> I was in the park. Um, <laughs> and I when I saw that, I, I was like it's it's got a very viral tweet now. It's got over like a thousand mm. likes, but Dom just looks so uncomfortable. Volks looks a bit uncomfortable, but to the point where he's like, "Yeah, I'll join in with him." Come yeah. on, then. We'll, we'll, and he, he bounced as well. To if you don't effing bounce, yeah, he, did, he did do that. He was bouncing yeah, away. I it. was just like, "Oh, mate." I, did I just feel felt sorry like, for Dom. He just looked. Yeah, but looked, like I said too, I look like they've gone down the wrong way from the team yeah. and gone. Oh. Oh ah. no! Oh, ah. when the fans are gone, players, yeah, <laughs> we're drunk. <laughs> yeah, no, because um, I obviously I followed Tom. I saw him replying to some people, which I don't think really got lost in the. The yeah. reason, I, reason I mentioned that thing about Tom is because I saw his tweet <laughs> after that that you wouldn't see when you see the viral yeah. tweet, and he did say stuff like, "I offer actually." Like originally, he felt really you could tell, but then he started getting into it and mm. sort of thing after that. So he, 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 he comes across he, quite a quiet player, though. Yeah, the it's just that original clip, he just looks really, yeah, really uncomfortable. I might bring up a point though, as well. He was obviously in the squad that got relegated, and maybe he was used to getting a lot of torrents of negativity from when he encountered really fans, and though. so, mm, yeah, and so maybe he then thought. I don't if you know. actually there might be at, might have been a lot of anxiety that that was still going to happen. If you look at the way squad in and the whole, so it was a shock to then get mm. all this positivity and singing along with them and But if you yeah. actually look at the Wednesday squad as a whole, mm. there's not many oh, yeah. on social media. Mm. They're all actually most of them on Instagram. A lot of them stay off Twitter because it's Twitter. Other than of course the queen of Twitter. No, he's off. He's, he's off. He's off. He's not on Twitter anymore. You don't know Windass came off Twitter and you're Windass on Twitter, you're on main Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what can I say? I yeah, I, I tweet and then he came I off let Twitter, it do but thing, now but... he seems to be doing a lot of Instagram. Because I think Instagram mm. you can be a lot more expressive. No, you can be more choosy who sees what. Oh yeah, mm. and I think it's a bit easier for him. 
But yeah, I think bringing in another centre back will be super. What are you thinking, James? What's that little grin appearing on your face? What's what are you thinking? He's got an all right FIFA card for a twenty one year old, which means he wouldn't be bad in a career mode. He's got um he's a sixty five rated oh. silver centre back. Oh his pace is shocking. That's the case for a lot of centre backs on that game. Four pace. Mm. 23 shooting, 42 passing, 45 dribbling, 64 defending, and 77 fill. Yeah. But George Byers is still a 66, and look how well he's doing. So it's true that FIFA don't really pay attention I to I didn't it. mention it, actually. The Windass card. Mm. A lot of people are using it I'll in leave, competitive play. Yeah. Because of what's on that. Oh. <laughs> 96 pace. Jake says Windass doesn't have pace. Uh, I think, can, was like, I think that was like the first episode yeah. we ever did in this podcast. It is. No. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to contradict you on your first sort of like, you're really trying to get into but doing you a podcast. You'd never done a podcast sort of thing. <laughs> properly. Yeah. And like you, I was bringing you on and you were like, oh yeah, I'm really going to go for Windows. Has gone. And I was just sat there like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> didn't, Jake? Didn't, didn't that episode come out right as there was that QPR away game when yeah. it was still like, no no crowds in and everything yeah. and he was just blistering past the <laughs> QPR defenders you know and he what? scored I two. I absolutely loved the season with no fans because we could hit everything. Oh, yeah. And I loved the QPR game when Barry Bannon's oh, having Lord. a go at Joe Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> and you just hear the Gothman go, I've had enough, I'm going home. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, Matty Pollock. Uh, enough, I'm going home. <laughs> Matty Pollock. <laughs> I'd have him just uh, yes. Wednesday just to And I don't think it would be a cool thing. It would be yeah, he'd, like he, would be, he would be challenging the start. Yeah. He would be challenging the start. Right, um, yes, a little bit more about Callum Patterson. We don't need to talk about it too much. They've... Finally spoken. Yeah, they've basically... Ooh. They've come up with the offers. And they put, I think they put... Three offers in so far. It's not worth it. And it's not mm. worth it. I think it. The, what we're getting, the idea we're getting from Darren Moore is that it's not, it's not what we want. So it's probably not going to happen. I'm starting to think that was starting to thinking about giving players contracts as well. Yeah. Because it's starting, I think he, if every time there's an interview, he's getting asked about contracts, he must be in the back of that. I need to start getting these. You've got yeah. this fine balance though now. We are pushing for the top mm. of the league, right? Yeah. You do tend to, not with every player, and I don't think this would be the same for Patterson, right? By the way. But you give a player a contract and they drop off and there's that drop off. There is that initial drop off before they find some sort of motivation again. It probably is a good idea to keep people in on the limbo side. Um, You know why I want to give Patterson a contract and we go up? The photographs when he was at Cardiff of him being absolutely smashed. Hammered, yeah. (laughs) Stuff in his hand. I just want a Wednesday version of yeah. that. Like the Lee Bulland, <laughs> the iconic oh, Lee Bulland yeah. picture. Yeah. I know this sounds really like probably bad and I talk about entitlement in the fan base and stuff, but like the getting promoted out of League One again isn't gonna make me feel like it used to. I want the I don't, title. I don't think, I don't think I, it the yeah. title would be different. Yeah. Yes. Right? Because yeah. I've never seen Wednesday win a nope. title. So that's why, like, getting promoted, yeah, wicked. We're back to where we should be. It wouldn't hit the same as 2012. No, I don't you know, think this, if we go up second, it, it won't no, thing, be the, the same. That was that, different because the that, way yes. Yes. it happened. The way it happened yes. and who it was, we beat to it. Yes. Yeah. And I think the thing is, though, that will have that influx of fans on the pitch again. And again, we've just seen I awful look really worried when he's mm. got a lot of, a little, little fan base. What's it going to be like when there's a pit full of us? When there's a, a tsunami of people running onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah. it's... And, mm. The thing is... Please stay, remain in your seats. Yeah. 
This is an we, announcement to the crowd. We in, ask that people remain in their seats so that players can do a victory lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can all fans please return to the seat? It's just genuinely like, and he just keeps saying it. Keeps yeah. saying it. It's, like, it's not happening, It's not happening. <laughs> oh. I think for yeah, me, sorry, it's, it's that whole situation where he got to, in, in my brain, he got to go up top because he said that's what we're aiming that's, for. Yeah. And the problem is, Darren Moore has done a little bit of a chance here and put a time scale on it. Mm-hmm. And I think you want that time scale, but you don't. Because if you put a time scale on something, it doesn't happen. You're at risk of going yep. ah. Mm-hmm. And that's my- we all know what the aim is. It's promotion. Yes. You speak to most clubs in that league who are the big clubs, so your Derby's, your Portsmouth's, um, Barnsley. You, you, probably, you probably got to say Ipswich just it's to, switch, yeah. to not get pelters. Yeah. But you look at those kind of clubs, the if clubs who have been up there in the championship in the past. <laughs> look, the amount of grief they always give us whenever they beat us, like they've literally Jack will a, reply they, to you on Twitter. Yeah, so I will. <laughs> they've literally got a commemoration thing up for drawing with Sheffield Wednesday for stealing the ball from Bailey Peacock Farrell. <laughs> They're commemorating it permanently on the side of their stadium and it was a 1-1 draw. <laughs> we like, don't need so I say well anymore. For two years. Need I say anymore. Oh, you know when you say you want more people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's just we tried to keep it sort of like, I don't care anymore, to be honest. Let's, yeah, let's, I, let's do it. Let's just... We have tried to keep it so we don't... We don't, people up the basically, wrong way. Yes. we we want the, the level of controversy to a point where like there's a d- debate in opinion. A it's Jack's just really good at doing the stuff that's going to bait very specific yes. parts of fan bases. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some sadness, shall we? Yeah, it's not Jack's love life this time. It's <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh. He's been working on that since we've been uh, sat oh, in the I can car. Tell. I can tell that's been brewing for quite some time. When are you signing up for him? For well, you've al- you've already said the uh, you've already call- you were calling me an old man all last night because good, he yes, Instagram live. So I had to get you back at. And yeah. to be fair, you called up both old men on a on your solo episode. I did. I Bear did. in mind, technically, like you're like only four. We're four years apart. Yeah, and we're five years apart. Yeah. You're old. So some sadness about Mark McGuinness going back. This is the sack the manager. Yes. The man who wanted him back. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't play and he's not registered because nope. there's something about... Red- the- Basically, FIFA haven't... So the EFL have lifted, lifted it. it. FIFA, on the other hand, haven't. Because FIFA, so- this is the first time this sort of thing has happened and FIFA themselves will want to make an example of this. Yeah. They will not want to let clubs know if this situation ever happens again, that they can off, get off lightly with not fulfilling their so, agreement. So now what's happening so, is the, the worry that I was worried about last season, right? Part of me now is if he's not coming back anyway, he's just going to train with him. Yeah. I also find that weird because technically, yeah. do we, are we still paying his wages? That's a good question, actually. Technically, we are because he's technically been reported. If he's not yeah. been re-registered with... Cardiff. The, yeah. With Cardiff because FIFA aren't allowing it, are we technically still paying his wages because he should be back at Wednesday right now? Yep. If that's the case, Chantiri, lawyers, please. Yeah, yeah. It's also a case of, I actually, I think the bloke speaks really well. Yeah. 
I kind of, I kind of, I think he's got a great personality for for, for footballers because it's not always. It's you, you, you've seen a few footballers on podcasts or, or interviews, like yeah, but like he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. He seems like a, he seems like a, a, a great potential, and I kind of want him to go and play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because if you think about it from an. Uh, I was going to say an England perspective. Didn't he represent he's, I, Ireland. He's, he's Irish. Yeah. But isn't he? He's, he's from London. Isn't he I'm pretty sure he's from both. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. He speaks with a Southern accent. If, I, so. if any player for a centre back that could develop at that age, that could get, if Harry Maguire right, right, <laughs> got into the England squad. Let's just remember what we've done here though. Mark, don't make your walk. decision yet. Hang on, is he making opinions? Carry on. Again, with a centre back on loan. This is the thing. We do this all the time. Why can't we just get the centre-back position sorted and bite someone? To be honest as well, I, w- I was going to even say, when we go up, ha ha ha, not to shoot ourselves in the foot if we don't, but yeah, when we go up, as again, this is another thing that's been annoying me, is that people have got out of thin air that Chancery doesn't have any money and we Who? can't spend any money. But Chancery. 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 The Chancery doesn't have any money. And wow, we... you're in the room with me for one day and you already start talking like me. Well done. The, oh, it's because my dad always used to say Chancery, so I... Oh, but because Chancery... <laughs> so it was just ingrained on me from him, all right? So Chance, Chancery, um, there's this thing that everybody keeps saying, just like with the championship wages, that he's got no money to spend and that we're skints, that we're more skint than we were under Mr. Mandarich. And where is this coming from? We he's he's loaded. The man is like got he, he got went at the wrong got, point. Yes, yes. If he got went the, the time QPR got and they went on their massive yes. spending spree. It'd be a different story. But again, we can afford to buy Mark McGuinness in the summer. Should we go up? We can and we can't in League One. No, because you know budgeting EFL. But reasons, we can and but, we can't though because mm-hmm. we've already shown how good he is. Yes. This is the problem. Ah. We've made a player so good so they could go, hey, you've made him really good. You know how we want a 1.5 million? Well, we, we want, want 3.5 or 3.5 or whatever, yeah. This is the problem now because when we get players, we have a, the ability to make players look good, which is great for the parent clubs. Mm-hmm. But then when we want to buy them, we then shoot ourselves in foot because chance we won't overspend anymore. No. He's not going to do stupid things because even if we go up to the championship, we, well, when, hopefully, we still need to do a massive rebuild because no one's saying that this squad right now is a championship squad. Last season, we kept some players that could have been a championship squad. This season, not. He's in the last year of his contract next season. Mm. It oh, runs uh, out at 2024 um, summer. Oh, so what's the age that you have to pay a mandatory fee? Is that he's fine? No, he's, 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 oh, he's, he's 23 because just... he's 22 now. Oh. So this time next year, because he was born on the 5th of January, mm. looking at this. He will be 23, which is yeah. the age where you don't have to pay any compo. contracts and all that. So jazz. if his contract runs out, it, it, basically Cardiff will need to sell him next, next summer. Mm-hmm. And the, they, they in the summer, ideally. Cash wrapped yes. Well. If they don't sell him this summer, they'll get a year out of him, which might be ideal because if they drop, which mm. is they, likely, yeah. that he'd be good for him. So he'll probably stick around, but the safe thing to do for them for, for money is cash out on him yeah. in his last year in his contract. Yeah. And you probably... I'd say if that happens, on, if it gets to summer, throw two million at him. And it all depends on who they get in the manager. If we go Neil up. Warnock come back into management to them. He won't yeah, sell it. There are rumours, isn't there? Yeah. That he's, he's coming out of retirement to go back to Cardiff. That's you know the every time he comes around. out of retirement, do you know why it is? No. His wife is annoyed at him being at home. <laughs> 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 what? 
I just, oh, I know it's controversial to say, but I actually do quite like oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Like, it's really weird. And it's... I don't like the fact that I like him. But, yeah. I, but then his whole, fa- apparently his whole family are Wednesday fans. Yeah. And because of that, he chose to support United. Yeah, that's just level. And, and, and I do like his, I do like his thing uh, that he doesn't want a round of applause. He wants to be booed. Yeah. But the thing is, that I he doesn't want Wednesday fans to pl- clap him ever. Can you imagine doing that in spite? But then part of the reason why United actually had a really good run of success was because, because of, of him. Because of him, yes. That's just... <laughs> yeah, well, makes them with the same. Mm. It's just mental when you think about it that way. Mm. And they're looking like they're going to Premier League again. Annoyingly, they're well, doing it all right. If they fine. go up, if they go up again and become one of those teams, we had our few years in the spotlight. Another, yeah. City Derby. I don't really care because if we go up, I think we, I think we'd give them a game now. Oh, yeah. But you never know with a reset, and I don't want the memes again. No. <laughs> right, just for a while the, until the, I the know. Boxing Day massacre. Oh. Uh, just been a bit sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But for the record, yeah. Mark McGuinness, back on topic, mm-hmm. he is, he has not made any senior appearances no. for, Ireland. he's played from the under 19 and under 21 level. He's yet to make an appearance and he was born in Slough. So, oh. um, and he the was, ma- he was born in Hutchinson. Slough, but he was made at Sheffield Wednesday. The, the, the right. thing is, a lot of people. <laughs> so if we got that reference, <laughs> one person, fantastic. Did he was born in Blaze, but it was made in the Royal Navy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Today is the podcast of completely off impressions yeah, yes. <laughs> featuring worker. A lot of people didn't understand the whole having to re-register. And this is the thing that confused me because a lot of people didn't get why he had to re-register at Cardiff. And it, it blew my mind that people don't understand that part of football. Mm. It's like, for me, it's common knowledge. You sign for one club, you end that loan, and you have to go sign for your, your parent club mm-hmm. and re-register. And I had so many people going, but he, he, he doesn't have to re-register. He's a Cardiff City player. No. No, because he's not no, in the squad. In squad the squad registration. The reason you send players out on loan is so you yeah. don't have to register him in your squad. Exactly. Your, yeah. squad, your squad could be too big. Yeah. Has anyone ever played football manager before? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Get out of my team. You're moaning. You want football. Yeah. <laughs> you want, but I can't put you in my squad because the squad's too big. Go. Anyway, please come back, Mark. Yes, yeah. please, Mark. They will never treat please. you like we treated you. They will never love you like we loved you. This sounds this this sounds like a toxic relationship splitting up right now, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can never love you like I can. <laughs> Go see exactly what's out there, and I know you'll be coming back to me. <laughs> Isn't that what we do every time we get a player we like? Yeah. I, I, to be honest, there's not been <laughs> since Jacob Murphy. There's probably not been a lone player I've really been that fussed yeah. about that, keeping. That was bef- the well, that, same but, season, that, same, same season. season. Yeah. But yeah. No, but he- Murphy was the season after. Well, season after yeah, after. was he? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, of course he was. Yeah. No, hang on, no. Hector was in no. when Steve Bruce came in. Was he? Yeah. Was he Steve Hector Bruce? Was, Hector was. No, he wasn't because Hector was no. Joss. Hector was yeah, Joss. Yeah, but but as in it was that year when no, Steve Bruce was hired. Right, and then, in January. Yes. Where we yes. gave. I'm really oh, confident no, it was that it's, season that he. But he. It's the season where we gave him a month off to go what cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jacob Murphy was the season where he sodded off to Newcastle in the summer. That worked well for you, didn't yes. it? Yes. That was it's, yeah. It's, it, there was, was always the, uh, there was a player in there. The thing is, what's annoying is the the players that want to sign. You can tell that they want to sign for Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then they just can't. And then the, the moment passes. Hector missed his window of signing for well, Wednesday you know when as well. We were talking about Gregory. Mm. I didn't realize they got an, we've got an option on him for a year. Mm. Yeah. 
I didn't realise that until recently. So that's so okay. we can just activate it. We can just say, activate it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Job done. Same with Windass. Right. Um, apparently, we were re- we were linked with Connor Ronan, but apparently, are we, we now pursuing him? Or is this no, not? It's, it's nothing. We're not uh, pursuing the him. The same journalist. I wondered if it was a Jake typo on this the, story. The, the same journalist turned around and said that Will Volk was going to Derby, who can't spend any money. Okay, so we're taking yeah. this. From, we're taking <laughs> well, this from the seventy-two. They've been citing uh, yeah. exa- uh, Yorkshire Live, and yeah, yeah, that's that's all I can see in this. But the, as Jake mentioned, there might be another journalist involved on the other side, but that's not what we're specifically referencing. So, yeah, Ronan possibly would have been a good shout because he was a sixty-seven rated centre midfielder on FIFA. Four. There was another player. Seventy-two who, base. There was also. Terrible. I don't know if I put it in the document. There was another player called Owen Dale who's on loan at Pompey <clears throat> at the minute. And he's from Blackpool, who's a winger. Uh, but he can play wing back. And there was talk about us re- them recalling and that, him and very, us yeah. getting him on a permanent. And that's a very uh, credible yeah. source as well. Yeah. That, uh, that That's what we're trying but to do. with everything that's happened at Portsmouth, you don't know who they want to keep, yeah. who they want to stay. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a mess. Yeah. It's... I don't. I just think we need to up the up the intensity on the signings now. We need to. Mm-hmm. We need. I to, think this week will be. Busy. It'll be. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be doing a dexterity. The, box. the thing they'll, is, they'll be doing a James. Week, they'll be busy this week. I. <laughs> well been, done. I've been real, told. Real proud of yourself. Yeah. yeah. I've been told there's a centre back and a winger possibly coming. Have you? Yes. Oh, Jake's infamous Jake's, sources. Jake's, yeah. The 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 unnamed sources. They're just the voices he is. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing when I'm having a seizure? Well. <laughs> communing with the transfer gods. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave it for, there for the news section of the podcast because I think that's a good place to wrap it up. We have yeah. got community calls coming up, but we have also got community topics that were brought uh, wrote in for the 100th episode and we're going to just chat randomly. So yeah. that is your weekly news section of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Now let's get into the... The fun bits, even though the it's fun. all fun. We are now at the community call-in section of the Talking Wednesday podcast, episode 100. The first person we are going to let into the call this week is uh, Ryan. And I'm going to unmute ourselves now so we can welcome Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast, episode 100. You are here with me, Dex, obviously. Jack. And Soph, you've got a little sneak preview there. There's four of us on this podcast. How are you, my friend? Four of us. I am fantastic, thank you, boys. How are you lot doing? We're doing well. We're, We're doing, doing well. Doing it's well. a very cold day. We've been moving a lot of equipment in and out of places to try and make sure we can all be in the same room for this episode 100. But um, thank oh, you for... A joint? You're all together? Yeah. yeah. We're, We're all this... sat around a table. It's great. That. We're in the same space because we can't make it work a lot. But yeah, we're on it. Well, we've not given Jack the table. He started the corner. Um, (laughs) He's in the corner just playing on Twitter. Yes, but um, (laughs) but we have uh, we have got to set up because we um, we would like to do these sort of setups more. But the uh, and we probably could at some point. But it's just a case of being able to. Someone's very busy. Oh, for God's sake! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, always, mate, always. Have you, have you called into us before, mate? Uh, yeah, I was on the last one. The, I thought you were. Yeah. The episode, was it? I can't remember was. Were you, were you on the one where we were in person or were you on the one where we were on StreamYard, uh, we were on StreamYard and we had everybody in on video, the first one we did? 
video the first one yeah yeah wow. so, so that was ages ago now then ages. so i've been i've been listening to day one yeah Damn. nice one man nice one so um basically we're going to just generally chat we can we can keep the conversation flowing it's like you're sort of like a fifth chair for us today um in this section but anything you specifically want us to start talking about we can have a chat about okay um i think the only thing i want to talk about is how much i love darren moore honestly <laughs> like he is honestly i've obviously i'm quite young so i'm 23 so i've not seen a lot hey, of so mate, just me mate yes oh <laughs> but um from watching darren moore it's been the most entertaining football i've ever watched as a wednesday fan i'm enjoying it more than i'm enjoying carlos obviously different qualities we're in league one now and we're playing Cambridge and Forest Green, but it's the most entertaining football I've watched in my lifetime supporting Wednesday. Yeah, it's, um, we definitely, I think what our podcast is, was probably a little bit earlier than some of the other um, sort of Wednesday opinions in the space is we didn't go for Darren Moore's neck straight away, you know, when things sort of turned a little bit because we have... We've got a variety of ages on this podcast, but we are in the same sort of boat as you generally, as in we are most of our Wednesday life, pretty much all of our Wednesday life has been a level of expectation and um, yeah. actually seeing it how it is. And the reason I think what's, what's advantageous about being sort of my age, I start, I think my first match was in 2003, that sort of oh, 2003, God, 2004. Nice. So I joined Wednesday in league one. Mm. Right. My first match was a three nil loss to Colchester. So (laughs) it was only sort of up from there. Do you know what I mean? And then um, same sort of when would, when was your first match, Ryan? So, um, so like my dad's a massive Wednesday fan. So he's been through all the, he's been to cup games when we've won um, in 93, I think it were when we won two one, he's been there when we've lost finals and semifinals and stuff. So he was obsessed with getting me straight into Wednesday. So like my second item of clothing were a Wednesday kit mm. and uh, all my baby pictures of me and Wednesday kit. So I think I went in like 2003, but obviously it didn't count because I have no idea. But the first recommend, uh, like remembrance is I always sit on the cop, always been a cop boy, always. But my first ever game, we went to Wednesday versus Cardiff in like 2007 or eight or something. Uh, and we drew nil nil. And that is the first time I've ever sat in the South and will be the only time I've sitting in the South. <laughs> to be um, fair, there is a level of what the older you get, the more you move away from the cop. I've noticed really? that. Yeah, the level of the older you get, the more you go away from the cop. And I think it's just that you graduate to the other stand. <laughs> to the other stand. I know all my friends sit T1 North, so like giving it large to away fans. Mm. I, yeah, um, when I used to sit on the cop, because I, you've, if you've been following the podcast, you probably know that <laughs> yeah. I went from sitting on the cop. I was T2. Um, yeah. And then, I shouldn't have said that now. I've given away where I used to always <laughs> sit. But it's a case of now I moved, I move around the ground. I sit in a different stand every game if I can and try and sit in yeah. a different block that I haven't. Yeah, because it's, when you when you give up the season ticket because you're not sure if you'll be working every Saturday and you're sort of like yeah it's it's not like I've got loads of mates who <laughs> I'm not like I've got loads of mates in general <laughs> it's not like I've got loads of mates who just be able to jump on a Wednesday match if I just gave a season ticket out so it's one of those oh, where yeah. it's one of those that's a bit of a waste of money in it yeah so it's hopefully I'll be in a position next year where I can go fully back to you know season season ticket and making sure I'm there every single Saturday not just like every couple but it's yeah it's um. 
the fun thing about doing this is moving around the ground and seeing the different mm. yeah, different aspects. Because like I say, like I've only from when I've actually remember games, it's been cop and I've moved about the cop. So like when I first went with my dad, we used to sit in like the lower section where everyone sits down and stuff. And we did a couple of games, but obviously since I've grown up, I've got my job and I work in hospitality. So I'm working every Saturday basically. Yeah, yeah I get so you. Uh, any any game, like any day I'm off, like Tuesday night games, or if I manage to somehow get a Saturday night off, it's uh, straight buying the ticket straight away, printing it off at home, going. But I stand right at the top of the very cop, like right at the back, uh, mm. next at band. Because um, I don't get to do away days because I don't have a season ticket anymore. And I hate sitting down at football. So uh, I get away and standing up all game. So um, No, that's not bad. You right see, I'm I'm probably, I'm, the, I'm showing me old man. I like a sit down. I got to the stage where I was like, Get down, you know, when you're in front of me, and I'm just like, stop making me stand up now. <laughs> so, you went I, proper old yeah. man in football, didn't you? Yeah. I've so, had enough of you whippersnappers it for to be able to watch the game. Well, no, I quite, I, I always, I quite, that's why I, I quite like sitting lower to the front mm. and and, yeah, and sit course, down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's, that's I think why. it's, it depends on the vibe. If I go to like a big game, so Wembley again or something, you'd want to sort yeah. of stand up and yeah. right, right, go for it. But let's, yeah, let's pivot course, back yeah. to the original topics. I think Jack's probably got a lot to say on this yes. one as well, where you were talking about the Darren Moore. So what is it specifically about Darren Moore and his style that you've seen at the minute that you're I enjoying? Just, I love how fluid it is. So I went to Cambridge game, uh, that last game I went to when we absolutely annihilated him. And I was sat there speaking because obviously they all, there's like a lot of season ticket holders around me. So like if you go every so often, you sometimes like remember the face. And um, I was speaking to one of the blokes that sits next to me and um, I, we, we couldn't figure out what formation we were playing because it's just how fluid we move and how like left backs call a centre-backs or you're right of your centre-back or like Will Volks will drop into the back. So you back three, you two centre-backs and Will Volks and stuff like that. And it's just how attacking it is. Because, like, I proper, proper got into watching Wednesday, like, with Carlos. Yeah. Um, like, wouldn't miss a game, watching him, like, on my phone when I'm at work and stuff. And then, obviously, I've seen Gary Monkball, the worst football I've ever seen Wednesday play. I'm sorry <laughs> if everyone loves him, but I used to hate Even that worse football. worse than Neos. The only football and- that Gary Monk did that was nice was that 3-0 Nottingham Forest away. I think we started yeah. really well that COVID season before it all broke off. Yeah. Where you know when Windass just did a blistering run and started like scored yeah, yeah. really so early. That. <laughs> <laughs> but so going from Gary Monk and then, if I dare say it, Yoss uh, to defensive playing seven defenders and all this and just not enjoying watching the game to watching Darren Moore just attack and whip it down the wing and seeing the players have the confidence to take a man on and not look silly mm. is like my favourite thing about the way Darren Moore and I think the man management as well he gets players to play for him and the club and not for themselves what's that the most important thing especially for a team like Sheffield Wednesday where the fans are so vocal to see a player love the club it means it means so much more yeah I think I think I think I think Jack's the perfect person to sort of like chat to you a little bit about this because you've been on the Darren Moore train uh, quite vocally in the last couple of episodes. Do you not agree, by the way, mate? That like some of the obviously like occasionally it hasn't worked, but no, to me sometimes it's almost seemed like the tactics are potentially a bit too good for the quality of players that we've got right now, and sometimes Mm. it seems like it would work better with you know should we go up it it seems to work better off in the championship when we'll have that 
borderline even Premier League standard player in the in the team again. Like, for example, had Darren Moore right now been managing the side in 2015, 2016, potentially he could have even got more out of those players. And and I just, I, I don't know what you think. I mean, I'm just trying to like bounce ideas off you really, but yeah. I fully, I fully agree with you there to be fair, because like, I mean, I'm the biggest Barry Baden fanboy you'll ever meet, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> just to give you a heads up, but um, you see when Baz is in that, in that team, Baz and Byers, right, they're probably the most, Volks is very good, but those two are the best, the best players. They could play yeah. high in championship without a doubt. And I feel like with them two in the team, it works wonders. But do you know when Baz had that injury and he went out of the team and we drew, was it nil-nil against Oxford when Dawson yeah. made that save? Um, there were nothing there because they were the play. They weren't the quality of players to smash ball across or make make something out of nothing. Like Byers, um, the first goal against Newcastle, Byers. Yeah, all that turn. Like they went, they were going for Byers. Like that, it was out of nothing. It, it, it was if it was a normal play, it would have gone back to centre back, blah blah blah, and played it out and whatever. But Byers did that turn, brought it forward, played it, and thingy. So I think you are correct. I feel like if um, if Daz, I reckon if Daz went to a Premier League team and had a good like amount of time with him and he kept him up first season I, he could be working wonders I think he's honestly probably one of the he's a very 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 talented coach I think the thing very with Darren Moore is when you get those team sheets out and you go people go what's the formation what I like about Darren Moore that he can make it a back five quite quickly and then to a back three so it keeps the yeah. opposition guessing what we're doing and I think exactly. minute, and the players yeah, <laughs> and the players yeah. <laughs> And I think at the moment we're at a situation where it's actually, it does sound really weird, but it's actually good to have Barry Bannon injured because we're learning how to play without him, which is something we've been needing to do for a while because if we don't learn to play without him now, we need to start getting those players understanding and stepping up. And I think there's some players who are just going, right, captain's out, I'm going to step up now in the midfield yeah. because I think that's where Volks are doing well. I think that's where Fizz on his day can do it, but Fizz is a completely different dog. We don't know where he's heads at. But I'm at the position where Darren Moore is, I think we're lucky to have him considering because when we got him from Donny, a lot of people weren't happy that we got him because they didn't see him as a big name. You look at what yeah. he did with Doncaster and nearly got them up. And now look where Doncaster are now. I think there's a yeah, level, yeah. there, there's a level of understanding what he's worth is and he knows he's worth. And the nice thing about Darren Moore, he doesn't, overcomplicate things in terms of talking to the media. He'll go, I don't talk about transfers, or he'll go, well, I've got a load of tactics that I use. And I think we're starting to see a plan B, which is something we didn't yeah. see beforehand. Yeah. I it's... feel like he's not too scared to go to that back four <laughs> no. and put it to attack. He didn't and use I, it enough I, last I season, I don't think. I don't think we had to play for what, it. Sorry? I don't think he used it enough last season. Like we, we were crying oh, out yeah. for a four a little bit more because it seemed like... I know mean, Marvin Johnson was getting a lot of stick as well. Um, yeah. and, and this season, he does seem to have cracked that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I feel like the main reason he didn't want to go to a back four last season is because we didn't have that left back, I feel mm. like, personally. I feel like you could not put Marv at left back and him have a solid display. He's mm. a very good left wing back and he can do it. And if you watch, like when you watch the games, you see when Marvin Johnson is like defending. You always see a player just nipping behind him just in case he does get done mm. on the attack. Um, but I feel like with Reese James coming in, absolute baller, by the way. I really, really, really hope we do sign him because he's probably been one of the best left backs since Poodle that I've seen play for us. And um, I just feel like. Not Morgan now, Fox? I no? hated him. Didn't, didn't he get an assist? I absolutely hated him. 
so much. <laughs> what were you on the? Which camp were you in with Morgan Fox? Was it like you hated him because of the way he left, or you hated him when he played for us? Because there was a lot of Wednesday fans that were either one of those. So um, I disliked him when he played for us, but I I hate getting on at players. Like so, I just tried to get over it. Like with Cameron Dawson, I hated like that season we got relegated. Dawson and Wildsmith were not great, but I never mm. wanted to get on at him and moan about him constantly, like a typical Wednesday fan. But the way he left. <laughs> Despised him. Absolutely. Like, despised him. He couldn't that, like, just in case, until we finished the season, like, knew who did. And some yeah. players like that, Fox was like, nah, sit a bit. And yeah, it didn't sit well for me. I'll, I, I won't lie, that video banged. So we actually yeah, did yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> doing, pro- doing all right for that with all that because we had a lot of drama at Wednesday. At that we time. did. That season yeah, was lot, interesting yeah. when we, we would, we would message each other, me and Declan go, right. We got to talk about this, and we look about it, and we start to get the doc- get things ready to talk about, and then as we go live, like this is broken, we have to change everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was one of those things where I used to do the breakouts, and I would do the breakouts, and they'd be scheduled just so where I could have like a video every few every two days or a video every day, and the news yeah. was breaking and changing so fast mm. that all the work I'd put in just completely changed day on day. So I was getting really annoyed because <laughs> I'd made all these clips yeah. and stuff. And by the time they were scheduled to go out, it had changed because it was that. There was so much inconsistency and so much change going on there. But yeah. I do kind of miss those days a little bit. Oh, I do for, yeah, I do for engagement as well. There's some great conversations. You you guys might miss uh, miss those days, but I don't because it was so uncertain with the whole club. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's, I I think, I think we, yeah, it was, it was a time where, there was a lot to talk about, but the fact that this year there's been less to talk about because it's been more a case of when you're moaning, you're moaning that we've done, we've had a one-all draw, mm, yeah, and you're not. Hundred no, percent. It's not like we're worried about where the, the club could be. Do you think? Uh, I remember Jack made a very bold statement, probably the first ever podcast we brought him on, and he said that Darren Moore is the man to take us to the Premier League. I do remember my that, yes. pinned tweet on Twitter, right? And I will never unpin this tweet. Is um, he's. First ever interview with the club, and it, I'm pretty sure it was his first. It was one of his first interviews with the club, and it says, "This is the man to take us to the Premier League." And I am 100% backing it. I've got money on it with my friends. It will 100% happen. I think Darren Moore, with the backing and the correct players, and how sensible he is in the transfer market, he will take us to that Premier League. I yeah. still don't think he should have been sat by West Brom. 100%. Because oh, he yeah. was doing a really good job then. And weren't they fourth? They were fourth. Yeah, it was. It was fourth when he got sacked by West Brom, and I think at one point it was third when he left on it. He he got people keep talking of him as the the nearly man. He's always been near there, but I don't think he's been given time to put things in place. And I think with Chancery now, and the thing I love about listening to Darren Moore talk about Chancery and their relationship, you don't hear it that much. They speak every day, even when he was ill and he wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Chance is like, can you just rest and stop calling me, please? And we got this. Yeah. Do you think, no, yeah. do you, so you've obviously been a lot this season then, Ryan. Do you, Yeah. what do you think this season's going to end up with? Because obviously at the time of recording this, this weekend's been quite big for Wednesday because technically with our game in hand, if we win it, we're top of the league. What do you think this season's going to end up with? Do you think we'll do it? Do you think, where do you think we'll end up? Uh, I'm positive we'll go up. 100% positive we'll go up. I've got so I've, I've never had this much faith in a Wednesday team ever. Like just the leaders, the dressing room seems so together. There's been a lot of times when we've been chancing going up, but there's been like you could just tell there were groups like 
16 when like Westwood and you Wallace and you had your season pros that were like there. And then you could just tell they were, it was just, there was like an animosity. But then like the content we're bringing out and stuff, like you can see there's a togetherness in the team. And I personally feel like we'll find out what's going to happen in the next three weeks, I think. Whenever, when we play Plymouth and Ipswich, if we get results against those, we'll win league. Yeah, it'll yeah. Be the first time I've seen Wednesday lift a trophy. Who do you think will drop but, off out of Plymouth and Ipswich? Uh, Plymouth. 100% Plymouth. It's amazing yeah. how many people say Plymouth. It I, is though, but if you look at their last five games, it's still four wins and a draw. Yeah. No, I know this, but that um, is a centre attacking mid from Birmingham. He's gone. Oh, um, I, uh, so, what's his name? Oh, I know what you mean. I know they took yeah. off Whitaker to. Whitaker gone back to Swansea. He was a massive blow yeah, to them. He was very good. And that Cam went. Oh, yeah. Whitaker? It might have been Whitaker. I don't know. I might be. I might be waffling. I'll have a look. Carry on talking. But, to be fair, the, the issue you've I got with Plymouth is it's a very hard sell to get a player to play to Plymouth because exactly. there was an article this week saying how the manager was thanking the board for letting them have money to fly on a plane to do the game versus it switch instead of doing the travel. And you don't think of it like that. You don't think of that. We, no. Because of where we are in the country, like, right, there's a train everywhere. For them, it's yeah. actually... That's a huge chunk out of their transfer budget just gone. Wow, well, Plymouth site don't know. Like Plymouth. <laughs> 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 hey, what's the re- go on, what's the reason behind that? We'll try not laugh over it. Go on. <laughs> so, I always liked Plymouth in League 2. No idea why. He's always in FIFA career mode with him. They came up, we've come down. And I don't know why, but in the back of my head, they lack our rivals. And they're nowhere near our rivals at all because they're in like Devon and we're up here. <laughs> but I just, I just hate them. And like they've battered us. And like the fans are just so like smug about it. And, uh, like, yeah, I can say terrific. There is a smugness about their fans. There's like an arrogance that's seeped yeah. in over the last sort of year or yeah. two, isn't there? And it's and and they should not be arrogant because. They're a tin pot club. I'm sorry, I'm going to say Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're a tin pot club. They're, they're, they're not a big club. Ipswich are bigger. So I can just see... I'd argue still a tin pot. But... <laughs> they're a little bit worried. And I think they're going to... They've brought in quite a lot already. Have they brought in four or five They've brought they? in three, three or four so far. A couple permanents and a couple loans. I think for them... And I feel like... It's a hard sell. It's a hard sell to players. Yeah. Ryan Law was recalled. Is that what you were on about? Right. Yeah, I think so. I think or so, is yeah. that the one that actually played for them and they recalled him? Hang on. So, Ryan Law. Oh, no, he was... No, that's who they brought back to him. Who so. was the one from Birmingham? It might, it might have been Swansea. It's the one that we're bagging. Yeah, it's time. Swansea. I think you're on about Sam Cockgrove, who's the Birmingham lad. Yeah. Uh, because the, the Swansea lad, I, I'm, I'm in a Plymouth Argyle Instagram chat group because I went on one of their channels to talk when they were played them. And I just the meltdown of them going, how can he leave? He can't leave. He's been amazing. We need to keep it. It's like, he's a lone player. This is what happened, lads. We're about to have he the same issue. He didn't even want to leave, did he? Now, he, and I like Plymouth, by the way. Can I just say that, just so I can put that out there? Because if all the League One clubs, I actually quite don't mind mind Plymouth. I also think they've got a really unique look and a really unique sort of like. I think they're a unique club compared to. They've, a, got, they've got a cozy fish and chip vibe about. Yeah, them, they? yeah, quite. I, just, I quite like. I hate it. how they're Yeah, well, that's yeah. not fun, is it? Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no it is. It's Morgan Whitaker. So Morgan Whitaker is the Swansea player that got recalled. I don't think he played yet yeah. for Swansea. No, it's like Mark McGuinness with us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Has Mark McGuinness been recalled? Because I'm very confident right, so about this whole Mark, Mark McGuinness has technically not been recalled because right. he's not registered to play for Cardiff because the EFL transfer ban has been lifted, but the FIFA okay. ban hasn't. So they recalled him back in the kind of guarantee that they think they're going to get it lifted and it all done, but it hasn't actually officially been lifted. And there could be a situation where they're like, well, we're not lifting it and he can't play. So it will be interesting to see what happens there next. Because so technically, he, he's so not he's been, been recalled. Then. Technically, sort of. he's been recalled, but he's not allowed to play for him. He's effectively like limbo. training on trial with yeah. Cardiff right now. Yeah. And he can't actually play for him. So and they just sacked the manager. Yeah. So the thing yeah. is, the thing is, if this goes on and FIFA don't lift it, and they probably will, because they'll probably get pressured. But it's a case of um, we we we've just been having the debate of who's paying his wages right now. Because yeah, well, Chancery will not be willing. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. You'd think he possibly is if he's not registered to Cardiff, because we oh, yeah. we've still got the responsibility. So January is the recall month, so it's probably the last month we'd be owing him any money because he's played for us. Mm. But who's paying his wages at the end of after January's over if he's still they're still he's at Cardiff but they're waiting so they can officially can, can register? We, can we do what what's had to happen to Cardiff again and go? Hey, we've been paying his wages. He's our player. Uh, you get another transfer ban. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's just it's just um, it's just all a bit weak that one. It's it shouldn't have happened. No, but um, is no. there anyone you'd like to see us bring in? Do you think that could uh, push us over the line? Any players that we've been linked um, with, or any players you think might be ideal? Uh, I'm going to get absolutely rinsed by everyone here, but I love living in the past and I feel like my collector needs to come home. He needs to come home. It's just the lack of football. I get it, right? Yeah. And also, we can probably talk about this now, but there was a there was some quite heavy... Yes. Uh, at the start of this season, um, I haven't told you this, Jack, because we're very, very quiet with our... But there was some talks about it was a possibility. Um, really? But it didn't yeah. go through then. And... Yeah, we had content ready for it. Yeah, we, 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 we had it all ready just in case. Um, Itching to press the publish button. Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but it didn't, it didn't happen. The problem with Hector, if Hector was... No, I'm not saying not any good, because we know he's good, but if Hector was the player that we think he is, why are not people getting him on a free now? Because he had a, yeah, he had a, le- he had a trial at Reading, not got anywhere. He had a trial at Luton, yeah. not got anywhere. So the only issue is, if you bring in a Michael Hector now, you probably only get him fit for about March. And then you have what yeah. we have with Mendes Lang, where we see the best out of him for little bells, and then we don't get anything. We effectively put him in the shop window. Yeah. I don't think that would happen with Hector, though, because there is, there is a truth in the fact that Hector does... I think he'd sign for us. If, we, if, he did, if he did come good, he would sign at the end of the six months. He, yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't put himself in the shot I window. Think, I don't think he wanted to leave when he first left. No, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It was a case of trying to get him in, but we just couldn't. We had to wait until he was out of contract. And by that point, we'd fallen off so far mm. that he was going to, he, he should have been in a club that was top end of the championship, you know? So it made sense for him have to go to Fulham. Have you heard another player who could actually be crashing out of Fulham? So Josh Onoma. Onoma. I'd have him back. Right, I actually would have him back. Why? Because you play football manager. <laughs> no, because nah, he's played one, well. He really he's good. Us, I never thought he did. Yeah, yeah. I never it, honestly thought he were that good. It's because no, but it was a similar situation of we effectively got him warmed up to go back to Fulham, and then he, he didn't. We no, gave him his fitness. He was, back he was again okay his, in the championship, but yeah. then when he went to Premier League, he just. Why off. do we all live in the past? 
We've got two. We've got two. Only success oh, we've right, had right. is in the nineties. Right. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> we're, 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 we're all from this generation where had dads and parents and stuff where we've gone. Back in my day, this, this, and this. We heard all the stories, so we live in the past Honestly. because they made them live in the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. All my dad's mothers are also welcomed, by the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I said parents. You said dads and you parents. Dads. It was just a very like. <laughs> Carry on. Who's speaking? I think, I think with going, and the other thing is going back to past players, I always worry. I'm not a fan of going back to a past player if we can help it. It's like, yeah, I don't, it's like I don't really want Carlos to ever come back. You're talking Yeah, I crap. think it's one of those things where it's like. Um... Tarnish's legacy if it goes wrong. Going yeah. like, do you know, like when you're at school and they were like a right good looking girl, blah blah blah, and then like you go and want to see her two years later, it's never the same. It's like that with yeah. like, the best player ever, and they've had two years out from you, and you come back and you think, oh, it's gonna be brilliant, and mm. then in reality, they're it's a single not mother the with same. baggage. Oh, Jack. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jack, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking yeah, about experience for that one, all right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you had a situation, didn't you? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, but sorry, yeah, Eddie, sorry, Jack's just going through some trauma. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry, Jack, mate. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, in terms of like, it's not always it's not always how you remember is, I think, probably the way we should put that. Yes. Uh, yeah. Jack. Rose-tinted glasses. Yes, exactly. Right, controversial one. Oh. Would you, in the future, have Lee Bullen as manager if it ever came a chance? Not a chance. <laughs> Depends on how yeah. well he did in the Scottish League. Yeah. How I don't well. see him going to a club that's big. Like, I, I love him. I honestly absolutely love him. I'd be so much more than happy having him as a chief scout or assistant manager. But I think that's just because of the person he is and what he's done for Wednesday. Personally... What league is he in? The third division of Scottish, or is it, is it the fourth? Is it, well, it's Air United, is it isn't it? Yeah, they're doing very well. And I think I think it's the Scottish version of League One. Right. They don't have that many leagues, do they? Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're, they're in the Scottish Champ. Oh, Scottish Championship. Yeah. Second in the Scottish. He's got him second. Yeah. Oh, in the Scottish Championship. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like League Two, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's like National League. That's yeah, like, yeah, what league are we in? Anyway. Yeah, good point. <laughs> league, one. league One. If he gets them into the Scottish Prem... Still League One, um, <laughs> but like the top end of that league is, you know, Championship, like potentially even lower end Premier League with two clubs. I'm going to stay out of this yeah. debate because my other Arsenal Celtic fan. going to storm in a minute. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> but, uh, go on. I personally feel with Bullen is, I'd look. I'm happy seeing him doing well. I didn't know he was doing that well. Too fair because I never look at Scottish football, but. <laughs> I'm glad he's doing great up there. But what I'd like to see him do is come in back into the pre- uh, like English system after a couple of years. He's got his tactics. He's got all his what together. He's got a team and everything. Go to a team like a League One team or uh, maybe even a Championship team and just try and show it. You know, the perfect see, club for like- would be a Plymouth, right? That the stupid yeah, yeah. thing. It's the perfect club for So you've just Plymouth. been saying how Plymouth yeah. with Tim Pot oh, yeah. and oh yeah, we should take send one of the Wednesday legends <laughs> there. Yeah, Tim Pot Club. Let's try him out there. Yeah, so that is that how we're going? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say if Chesterfield go up at National, he'd go to League Two with them and see what he could do with them because mm. it's still close to mm. Sheffield. He could still live there. He'd be happy there. And then um, 
just see, but I'd love to see him do well in English and I'd love to see him do well. But my only problem is I wouldn't want him to come to Wednesday when we need a manager and we're screaming out for one if Darren Moore goes AWOL or something. And then um, he come and we get relegated and everyone hates him because yeah. like, I like having players that we like, like Kieran Lees and like your Lee Bullens and stuff like that. Like, that's why I've never been annoyed at Nigel Pearce and never taking Wednesday job. Don't get me wrong, I would have absolutely loved him to, but I get your reason he why, understands. Yeah. 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 So I feel like, personally, if I was Lee Bullen or if I was friends with Lee Bullen, I'd say no, don't go to Wednesday, even if you become the next Guardiola. Well, very simply because... Similar to Donny, they really. never want Jane Coppinger to have the job. That's why they put him in like a sports, di- sports person. Do you know how he's talking about Doncaster yeah, he's talking again. about Doncaster yeah. again. Is it, do you, yeah, yeah. by any chance, were you born in Doncaster, Doncaster, Jake? Doncaster, you know. Yeah. No, I don't mention it. Do you <laughs> no. do music? No, 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 we're not doing no, that. No, we're not turning it straight up, straight back round. What did that have to do with Donny? Why would you use a Doncaster reference there? What I'm saying is... Go on. Is that club legends don't get manager job because you have to let Gallagher take. That's why at Doncaster they put him in like a sports, uh, sports directive position going for players. You don't put him in places where the fans can have a go. You either put him behind the scenes as an ambassador who are club legends, or if they do take the job, they've got to have the right mindset to know that if it goes wrong, it could tarnish it. Because there's a lot of managers who go, or players or past players who then go to manage, that wreck their legacy because they've tried to be a manager and they can't cut it. Didn't Alan Shearer manage Newcastle? Everybody's sort of forgotten yeah. about that, haven't they? <laughs> he took them down, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> he did. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I remember that. I was young there as well, I think. Yeah, it was the... Uh, who did everybody support when you were a kid? Me, uh, Man United. Yeah. Everyone, Man yeah. United. Yeah, same. Man United, and then as soon as, as soon as we got to like 12 years old, going into secondary school, it were like, everyone loved City and Chelsea. God, I'm not it. Oh, that's because that's happened to me when I was in sixth form. So I was in sixth form when oh, we, got, we, we got promoted in 2012. Yeah. So I was yeah. in uh, first year. Think I was year yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, so Same. that's um, <laughs> that's the case of yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's weird to see that. Mm. Yeah, no, but, yeah. When I was younger, when I was playing like your Sunday league, like your under tens, eights, nine, sevens, it was Man United. Everyone had a Man United kit on. Everyone loved Man United. It was like oh yeah. For me, it was still me. Arsenal and Chelsea and Man U. Mm. They were the three. You are, you you pick one of them. Um, or where I where I grew up, it was either you'd either go sort of like Wednesday United. Or Forest, mm. which is uh, Forest. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of family that were Forest fans because um, they sort of like came from Upper Midlands and then uh, Lower Midlands, sorry, and then um, our lot were more Wednesday way, so we obviously went made the right choice. I mean, you'd say, <laughs> you'd say that, but now you look and you're like. Mm. <laughs> But no, yeah. to be fair, I'm happy for Forest soon around. I hope they actually do stay up. Maybe the 13th at the minute. I think they might stay up. I know. You need, you need proper size like that in the brim. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you need teams like that. Like, I hate Leeds. Absolutely despise that club. Disgusting. But they deserve to be in Premier League. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. Sheffield United deserve to be in Premier League. Like, Sheffield Wednesday do. Sheffield, well, it's, it's that a thing, in it? Because we say that. We say deserve. And it's very, that's the thing that we get thrown at us a lot. Usually by the pigs but yeah. it's uh, a case of oh <laughs> yeah. you don't deserve to be anywhere you deserve to be where you are on foot I think clubs in terms of um, stature and in terms of 
their performance. No, they don't deserve to be anywhere. I think fa- certain fan bases deserve their teams to be somewhere. So clubs with consistent, supportive fan bases that go through the thick and thin, they are the ones that deserve, you know, because when you look at City, like the fact that they, they really struggle to fill stadiums and get their fans there and yeah. that, and it was yeah. all, and you think about like those fan bases that Wednesday have got and Leeds had for that long time without, without going up and, and you know, um, yeah, just, just those two really. Um, but like those Man United fans at the moment are all, are all crying all over social media and be like, Oh, we're the, we're the most hard done by fan base yeah. in, in England. And I'm like, grow up you're Man United. I yeah, mean, half of their fan base isn't in England. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, the thing with Man United. That's when you become a global club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yes, um, anything to add, Ryan, before we uh, wrap up? Any more topics or anything? Because the floor is yours, man. The floor is mine. Oh, this is worrying now. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) One last thing I'd like to just see from you boys, because I have this argument with all my mates all the time. And in my opinion, there's um, only one answer. But in the past 10 years, I'd say I've watched Wednesday. I understand most of the 10 years of the last, like what's happened. Who's been the best player? You've watched at Hillsborough in those past 10 years. And why? So that's now 2013, guys. 2013. Martin Taylor. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was 2013. I think for me, it was a bit of Michael Antonio because it gave me a little bit of hope. That we could have. I don't think we got his best that time, though. If you think we're talking ten years now, mate. Yeah, I know, but it did. It did give you a bit of idea where we were going. But but he left in twenty fourteen, and he never wanted to leave either. Yeah, so January January twenty fifteen, I think. Okay, it was like it was the it was the transfer window when Chancery was first announced as he's going to take over the club. It was uh, yeah, because it, because, because if I window. remember correctly, Kieran Lee signed a new contract saying, I'm really happy to sign <laughs> for the club and I want to play for this manager. The next day, Kieran <clears throat> Gray got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> and I used, to, I used to think that was harsh. <laughs> I'm just looking at an article because he joined West Ham in 2015. Mm. <sighs> he joined... Oh, maybe I am talking out of my backside then. I do apologise. I think he was only at Forest for a year though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I think that's when they had their issue with their first owner not being great. So he Falaz. he yeah. joined, oh. yeah, 2014 is when mm, right. he joined. Yeah. I think that's where you saw the ambition where went through going for a little bit. But also that era was also the era of Milan Mandaric and his underwater phone. And if you ever heard any interviews, it always sounds like he was underwater because the connection was yeah. so bad. He's only 32, isn't he, McCartney? Yeah. yeah, he was only there for a season. 50 yeah. appearances, 16 goals. 2014 to 2015. So he is allowed if you... Because he, he left us in 2014. Mm. So yeah, you are allowed that. He's been at West Ham for seven years now, though. Eight years. I'll be back in the championship soon. Mm. Yeah. And then we can come sniffing, can't we? Yeah, if that's if, we, if that's if we see it through. For me... On that excitement and flair, it's probably going to be the predictable one, but it's probably Forest area mm. in the last oh, 10 years. Okay, that's a very it, good shout. It's very, very hard shout. to not go for Bannon because yeah. he's Mr. Consistent. But mm. the per- player that can bring you off your seat and think you can be absolutely any team in that league if you get him on the pitch because of what he can do, and he can do... 
for, for times at Wednesday, he was doing it consistently. If you had Forestieri on the pitch, you were winning. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. of the, the link, the link up that he could bring. He had that level of flair and excitement. And for me, it's, it has to be Forestieri in the last decade. Very, very, yeah. very closely followed by Bannon. And now obviously I probably prefer Bannon. Mm. If I talk about players, I prefer, and I, you know, are closer to like my Wednesday heart, it would be Barry Bannon. He's probably up there as like my all time, to be honest, in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. But like, it's, yeah, for me, it's uh, Forestieri, Jack. I'd say Gary Hooper. Because I remember remember when we signed him, even put, well, on loan, I was sort of like, okay, like we've clearly got ambition here if we're signing him on loan. And then we signed him permanently and I thought, how the chuffing hell have we actually managed to get this signing in the door? Because he was just, he always seemed such a class above anybody else I'd ever seen play mm. in a Wednesday shirt in the championship. To me, he was just the full package. And I thought, I, I couldn't believe that I'd finally got a slight glimpse of what like my dad and my uncle all saw in the nineties yeah. with David Hurst and all that lot. They, he just had this, every he never made a mistake and he never once showed any sort of like, oh, you can see what's in the championship. Any no. little signs like that, he just seemed he always felt like class he too good for us. And, yeah, love yeah. the press box, and that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing about him not signing because he couldn't get a press box or something. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Ryan, did you tell us yours? Uh, Gary Hooper. I wanted to hear everyone's uh, ah, opinions first. Uh, but yeah, Gary Hooper is probably the most one of. I just can't even explain. I sound like such a fanboy when I talk about him, but honestly, like just the way he played, the way just. He had something about him like he I watched him play and I think, yeah, this this is this is what could take us to the Premier League here. Don't get me wrong, honorable mentions, Forestieri, Bannon, in my eyes, Kieran Westwood, but that's just because I was No, I, I, mean, I can agree I can agree with that because if you think about if you think about keepers, mate, like how often do you get a keeper that you can just rely on mm-hmm. and know that they're in you know, if you've got that keeper in net, you've got the best possible option and you yeah. couldn't actually see that's a really interesting one, actually, because if you think about, like, in terms of the league at the time, there is nobody in the championship I'd have wanted in the net other than Kieran Westwood. Yeah, he was that good. Them. I remember yeah. Dan, Darren, I, I Daniel Bentley. Oh, uh, the Bristol, the Bristol City. City he, he did move. Good. I think he's moved somewhere else. But I do remember him being like, yes, if we lose Westwood, sign him. But I, oh, The thing is, the, you look at the name we just said, like, Hooper, Fortieri, Westwood. You also then think we should have cast in and built another team. We should have sold first area when Norwich came knocking. One hundred percent. I still say this to this day. Yeah, I just yeah, I think I think it all just fell off a cliff when we signed Jordan Rhodes. That was mm. the that was the, um, <laughs> the, the yeah. issue with the Jordan and that was Rhodes that was signing. that was the fact that the Chancery gave in to fan yeah. pressure, right? Because we wanted yeah. him, but we didn't want to pay ten million pounds for him. No, the issue with the <laughs> Jordan Rhodes transfer was we'd already turned around to Sam Wynn and gone, "You're the man. You're the main man. We can't get Jordan Rhodes. We're not going to bother." The, even when Jordan Rowe was like, right, you can have him. Chancey should have said, no, I've got Sam Winnell. I don't need him. We had that issue. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was when we had like 10 strikers, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But that's the thing though. You, you're looking at that like going, yeah, Sam Winnell. But we did kind of go, we're going for the man that is Sam Winnell. We yeah, have then it's the kind of the- signing Sheffield Wednesday make now. Like yeah. look at Michael Smith. The, 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 yeah. the player that's done well, the... Of recent, of, of, of recent, then again though, Rose was still bagging. Yeah. That's the thing. He just came to Wednesday and it's like, 
it's almost as if Carlos didn't want him. That's what I felt like. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Carlos' exactly signing. He was, like somebody. It was, a, it was a chance theory signing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in turn, he was a fan mm-hmm. signing. It had to happen because I think it had to happen because probably for our fan base, our we, we keep asking. Probably got sick and tired saying, please announce Rose every transfer window. Well, I don't think it should have happened because if all the adults were speaking the right things in the room, we wouldn't have spent that much money. No. However, it's probably a good thing for a fan base to be careful what you wish for. Then again, we haven't learned because half of this season yeah. when we've been getting draws, people have been going Darren Moore out. Mm. So, so we, we, we were winning one nil, and some of my mates were saying Darren Moore out that he's boring. Yeah. I was like, "Are mm. you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand football?" Well, literally, the, I think is it the highest team four, of an unbeaten we've got, we've got run 14, in England in the we've got 14, top four leagues. I think it's fourteen yeah. games, and it's out of any four top. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I think it's nineteen in all competitions yeah. at the minute. Yeah, because because they put Newcastle up with us, but then they didn't really factor in the fact that if it's all competitions, we beat Newcastle last week. Yeah. yeah. We haven't lost in all competitions, so yeah. There's that side of it. I think um, I'm. I am excited for the, the the end of the season. I don't want to do the playoffs again. No, not at all. Not at all. Do I not want to touch them. It'll put up. It'll give up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, feel that, mate. Feel that. Um, but it's like <laughs> we don't. We really just don't. We. It's. I booked a hotel last year just in case, and then had to cancel <laughs> it. And you know the feeling yeah. of having to book like. Because it was going to be, it was my birthday weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. And we we sacked it off and went to Manchester instead. But we, because we could have gone to London, but I was like, I'm not going to London. <laughs> While, because funnily enough, suddenly we were in a playoff final like a couple of years ago when I'd gone to London for my birthday. Um, And they kept doing it. And the fact that it was going to be them again. And I booked like, I think I booked one just around the a hotel, just around the corner from Wembley. And it's just, it was too much too much pain. I don't want to have to go through no. all that again. And I'm I'm not doing not it. Not at all. I'm not doing I it. I can't deal with the extra the extra three games are just not worth it at all. I'd rather take second. No. I'd rather I, have no trophy and go up. I you got, get a trophy. It's crap, but you get yeah, a trophy. trophy. Yeah. What if you go up second? Yeah, yeah. we've got it from like from to, uh, 2012, 2012 season. 2012, yeah, yeah, it's like, like a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because think of this though, because I think get, it, you get a trophy if you go for playoff. Winner. Yeah, you get a trophy for playoffs. So why wouldn't you get a trophy yeah. for second? So yeah, you do. You get a runners-up trophy. Ever knew that? Ever? Like yeah. that is the first time I've ever heard that in my entire life. That's outrageous. I can't wait. It to looks kind of small and pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's oh, tiny yeah. and pathetic, but you still get a trophy. Yeah. Well done. You'd know about it if United got one because it'd, <laughs> be, on the board. it'd be on the board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd be cover photo at Twitter account, mate. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, they did win that league, though. We've got to remember. Mm. So that's one thing Wednesday haven't done, which we, I really would like to see us do yeah. this season. Yeah, um, I'd love to see us lift a trophy, hundred percent. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. But yeah, Ryan, fantastic call. Amazing. Thank you very much for calling thank in, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you, buddy. Um, and especially you just get back from work straight on this. Um, go and enjoy the football. <laughs> yeah, go and enjoy the I football, will, mate. I will. Enjoy the rest of your night, boys. Yeah. Thank you, Have mate. Thank Cheers. You, you too. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. I am Captain Caveman. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, oh, can you hear us? Hello, Captain Caveman. Yeah, I can hear you now. Captain oh, Caveman, that Captain was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for jumping on, Cam. We uh, we appreciate because you've um, you've obviously I've chatted to you a little bit on emails and things like that. You've always been a uh, uh, great member of the sort of like, you know, Wednesday community for pointing out idiots basically. Yeah. <laughs> so appreciate that one. <laughs> Idiots like Punk Chef 41. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Basically, what the whole the whole premise of this this call in call in section 
um, is we basically chat anything you would like to chat about Sheffield Wednesday or anything that you, that is on your mind in general. It can be current, it can be historical, anything that you fancy really can. We can chat about Wednesday-wise. The, the one thing I, I want to talk about is the kits. The right. kits, okay. The cool. kits. I'm so. a bit of a nutcase, obviously. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> these kits, to me, I just feel like they're going to be iconic for young kids now. Same as kids, the kids were when I was growing up. Do you know what I mean? I know yeah. it sounds really stupid, but you know when you've got a crap kit, I associate that with performance as well. What do you think our, our recent bad kit would be then if you're looking at crap kits? Anything with tubing on and, and anything that actually has the word tubing on it as well. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Stitching. There's yeah. no need for the, the bobbly bits. Yeah, no, it's... Um, I should say, you. oh, by the way, you're with four of us today. It's me, uh, Jack. I don't know if you've seen Jack on recent episodes, but he's been around. I have, yeah. Um, yeah. We've, got, we've got Jake, and then we've got Sophie, who we occasionally talk about, as, as always behind the scenes. So she's here. She's a, so, so we've got everybody on the call today. So we've got a lot of opinions on this one. But yeah, I'd say... Um, I, I, get, I get what you're saying with that. Kits are kind of like historical. Do you, do you like this season's kit, then? Love it. It's first one I've bought for about six years. Wow. Did you not like the, because um, I really, really like, you know, the texture one that we had that was like the 90s throwback recently with the sort of... Wait, sort of little squares on strike. Yeah, yeah, that one. That sort of... Uh, oh, no, it was the one after that. It was the one that had like the... Uh, Are like, you talking about the one in the relegation season? Possibly. It was like, like the, the, one the paint the... texture, the like brush paint Maybe. Hang on. ish texture. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's definitely... Um... Was it the one that they did, like, the uh, video game launch of? No, not that one. I hated that one. Let's have a look. What season would that have been? Nine, 2021. Yeah. Let's have a look. It's the one... Yeah, it's the 2021. I loved that one. It's the right, relegation yeah. one. Do you know the one that... The... Yeah, that one. It's the one that, like, got a smoky effect in Yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. I did quite like that, and I was tempted, but it just sort of become the Kadeem Harris smashing ball of a bar kit for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, unfortunately as well. Um, I I look quite odd in it because it's it doesn't sit on any it doesn't sit very nicely, you know, unless you are a very very in shape athlete, ripped individual. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't fit well that one. Well, I've, I've just this week actually been in swap mining shop. Uh, because I did get one, and I've always been a medium. Yeah, the sizing was weird this year. I'm getting on a bit now, but and I have filled out. But I, like, I tried on an XL, I was like, that's too tight. <laughs> XL1, too tight. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Mine are about 3XL, mate, and it's mainly because it's like I like them to actually sit and be a little bit baggy, you know, like the ones that – and I'm not a 3XL, for the record, can I just say, <laughs> like <laughs> – my my standard fit, I, I fit I fit large oversize, or because I'm quite tall, I'd like to go for an XL, so it's got a little bit more about it. But like, I can end up in a Wednesday shirt anywhere from like three XL to four XL. I do try and go for the two XL because that does fit, mm. but they look odd depending on the cut of the kit. So is this new? Because I haven't got the new the one new yet. New kit sizing is weird because when I got the home kit, I was a medium. Then when I got the away kit, I was a large. It was a really weird sizing weird. thing that they got terribly wrong. Like last season, if you were me medium, you were medium. So it's interesting what uh, Macron are doing. And it is a long-term kit sponsorship with it. I think it's like 10 years in theory. So 
My issue with the sizing is keep it to one size in each season. Then we're not going to have this thing every season where you get what the sizing like because it seems to change every season. Yeah, it does. What about you, Jack? What kits wise? I'm controversial in that I didn't like last year's kit because it, it's white with blue stripes rather than blue with white stripes. Whereas this year, it's blue with white stripes again. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like there was too much white in the shirt last year to be a Wednesday shirt. And it also had the white back, didn't it? Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. But I, I didn't. Oh I, yeah. No, I, I thought, what did you think on last season's kit? Cause I actually didn't like it. So I, I just, I saw it and I was like, that's an immediate pass for me. Cause I thought that, what about, did you get, uh, did you like last one? Um, uh, Cam? Just, it's, it's just the back of it, like a, a mm. dinner lady's tabard. I, <laughs> I, think, I mean, it's no, easier to read the numbers because you do reviews as well, don't you, mate, and stuff like that. So when you're trying to like look at the footage and just think of things and see the numbers from a distance, it's, it was easier to see the numbers. The new one is horrific. Oh, the, I was going to say, the new one is so hard to see numbers on. It's like, it's really weird. You would have thought they would think, right, people need to watch this who are like doing commentators. Let's make it so the numbers stand out. They just don't, they blend in. It doesn't help when you are like, we've got, we've got like, Three like like Windass and like when we had Windass McGuinness and Byers and that on the pitch, mm. similar not Byers's hair specifically, but like those sort of like taller lads sort of running through them. I was like, I don't know when this interchanging positions like in our formation. I need to look at the number because yeah. looking at a glance, you never quite know what's going on. But um, but as you also notice that's been an issue this season on any commentators because they said the wrong player and sometimes you're like, no, that's the wrong player you just said. Yeah, I think like um, the Newcastle game, for example, like I was <laughs> looking at, because when we were doing our breakdown, I was looking at reports and so many people had different goal scorers. Mm. For for the Windass goals, like one was like, yeah, it wasn't Windass on the score sheet for both of them. But um, yeah, what's your favourite kit of all time then, Cam? It'd have to be 91. Yeah. Obviously, because obviously of memories, but we'd been relegated in that kit year before, but I still loved it then. Yeah. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of blue sock with a white top. Is that the is that the main reason then? What was it? Um, was that the? I know. Well, I know what the kits looked like, but we had a couple of different sponsors, didn't we? On that one, so we had. Was that the Sanderson sponsor? Was uh, it the, the, the VT Plastics? Oh first. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the. Oh, well, then we, we had it for a they, few years. They, didn't we? they didn't have the contract to sponsor us in like a final or something, yeah. so we had to switch to ASDA. Yeah, on the front for that one game or something. Yeah, ninety-one shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's I think that's why they did that season because they, they went through league season without a sponsor on front each year, and it just I just thought it looked right classy, you know, with no on front. Con- yeah, this is the thing the last couple of seasons, I'd actually loved the Wednesday with no sponsorship. I would pay extra right now to take the current sponsorship off because I think sponsorship with kits with sponsorship it aged them. So if there's no sponsorship, it doesn't age them. Yeah, I think what do you think about the new sponsor? I don't mind it because it's quite. It's quite tasteful on front. It's not too garish, is it? No, it's... Um, I think a sponsor can really ruin a kit, but I looked at that and I was like, if we've got to go for a sponsor, I'd like it. But when I actually originally saw the kits, I was like, oh, I really want them in, like, non-sponsor. Mm. But because, yeah. because, they're, not, because the, they're nice. The, the iron-on option. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be that'd be. I, I think it's just with sponsorship deals, you can't yeah. do that because t- too many fans would not have the sponsor on, and it kind of defeats the purpose of marketing, doesn't it? Really? Well, did you see yeah. that there was an article that uh, it was on LinkedIn? Houston's Day actually said there because we did that game on BBC, their web traffic went up by like six hundred eighty-one percent, and they had yeah. 30 percent more booking since. So it shows if we get on a big platform, we can up your stuff. Yeah, there there is that. So what about because because some people argue that what what's the point? Because nobody really pays attention to that. But then that's directly says otherwise. Yeah. it actually does work for these companies and things. But yeah, I'm I was I'm sad that this particular shirt doesn't have a no sponsor option because it just it feels like it like you said, Cam. It, it feels like it's going to be one of the timeless kits. Just I love the collar design. I know that's a really specific mm. thing, but. How the collar is. Any eighties, yeah, yeah. I think the um, if we think, but because what you're talking about, timeless and iconic for the kids growing up. Like I, I've spoken already on this podcast. I was in sixth form, so college for a lot of people that didn't do sixth form. Um, when we went up in 2012, so that VW kit mm. for me is iconic because he's still in that sort of te- you know those later teenage year mid teenage years sort of thing. But that was also the same kit that you could get no sponsorship on because could you? Yeah, there was a there was a situation where if you got it at a certain point beforehand, oh, yeah. because they said if you want the sponsorship on, come and we'll. I actually on. wanted the sponsorship on because I think the V uh, the VW looked good on it. Did you, did you did you like that kit, Cam? I did, and I think there's a little bit of a nod to that in this new one. With side at fixed stripe, there's a very thin, darker one, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, and if I remember rightly. It's a, and that's what I do like about this macro and the fact that they've got in touch with Club apparently and asked to look at old kits and, and history at Club and old photos and, and old players from past and heroes and stuff rather than just, oh, we're doing your kit design this year, this is what you've got. Yeah, I think it's going to bring a whole new meaning to the yellows as well, you know, mm. when we, we, you, you shout the yellows with the away kits and stuff like that. This is going yeah. to be for a lot of people, this, because I looked at it and I was like, yep, yeah, that's a Sheffield Wednesday away kit. Yeah. You know, it's 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 basically identical, not identical. There's it's a stretch, but we had one only like five years ago like this because I remember Kieran yeah, Lee in a very did. similar yeah. kit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I I do like them both this year. I okay, controversial one. I want everyone's opinion. The pink kit. I like that. I loved that, and I've not got it. I like. That. I left it too different. late, and they ran out of any size that was like decent. Go on, Jack, before I, we go to I Cam. I loved it. I love the pink kit as you well. Love, all right, Cam, you could have the controversial yeah. opinion here. What were your thoughts on the pink kit? When I was 16, I would have been all over it. <laughs> 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 but at 46, I'd have probably got one to play golf in, and I don't even play golf, but it looked like a great polo shirt to me. And I just can't get around that image. No, it's... Like, pink Wednesday away shirt. Get your clubs away you go. I think it was one of those things where, like, I really, I wouldn't have liked it if it didn't have the black inlays on it. You know, like the black design in it that, that like, really gave it that definition, and it looked, it looked yeah. lovely. And and there was the kit the year before the grey, the grey one, and a lot of people said that turned green. Did did anybody have the issues with it the didn't green? It turned green, but if I had it on the green screen, it would key out. All oh, right, yeah, because it did have that. It sort had of, a It pin. felt cheap. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Have you got that one, Cam? I ain't got that one, no. No. I bought that kit twice because of the having to get big P on the back. You've bought, yeah. <laughs> You've bought into the kits at the right time because I've heard the quality is a lot better with 
uh, Macron, but like, like the last colleague. Um, what did what, just, what are um, you rocking last? It week? just it just it feel just overall the the quality of the Macron, even at similar pricings and stuff. Well, I mean that was a controversial think, topic a few got, years ago, wasn't it? I think we got the pricing right pounds, on this but, as well. Oh yeah, and just the quality with Macron now, it feels a lot classier and a lot. I don't know. And even harping back to when we last had the established brand of Sondico and Puma, it Puma, world renowned brand and everything, but those felt really tacky and cheap mm. and horrible. Oh I yeah, thought. no, that, that, that's the funny and, thing though. Like the Puma kits, um, <clears throat> do you know the Plusnet Puma kits? Yes. I think so. They were like iconic to me in the fact that they were hideous, but they were my yeah. younger Wednesday life. So. I am gutted that the ideas of making our own kit didn't work. Mm. Because if that had gone right, it would have been such a big revenue to bring in. But then we, when we did the account stuff, we saw the stuff uh, that section is like, the sick people working for this on the accounts, and that was it. And it's a shame it hasn't worked. It's like, I hated the Chancery and the Elevate drink kits because it just felt like we were cheating the system. Yeah, I think, I think it was that era when we were doing everything wrong. Yeah. So it's a case of... I think the only reason that didn't work out is because of the shipping issues. Because we were, we were manufacturing at the beginning, we were manufacturing them all in Australia yeah. and shipping them all over Yeah, do you remember the Australia? season where we didn't get our home shirt yeah. until Christmas? Yeah. What's your ideal Wednesday kit then? If we, were to, if we were to go next season, what would you want to happen with it, Cam? I'd keep it, I'd keep it same as this if I could, because I do like the white stripe down the, the black shorts as well, like a bit of a nod to sort of Derek Dooley in it. Yeah. But it's got to have the, the blue socks with a white top because that's the only pair of socks we ever win anything in. Mm. What's last your perfect awakening? Last league title, last league cup, blue sock, white white top. Because I, I think that's the ideal home kit really, isn't it? Like blue stripe down the middle. Um, yeah, well, I'm not definitely. bothered with any away kit as long as it's not that orange plus net kit we had. It was horrible. Yeah. Would I would like, I really like, do you know, this is so controversial. Do you know that space kit that Tottenham came out with? Have you seen that, Cal? Yeah, I think I know what you mean. I've not seen that one. Let mm. me have a quick look. It's like, it's the Tottenham third kit or something that came out. Let me find it. Space kit. Is it? See, I can't really say too much because my first away kit I ever bought was that silver one with the diagonal White oh, yeah. Oh, the God, yeah, that that's horrific. Was that from the promotion, last League One promotion season, or was that a different one that I'm thinking of? Oh, no, this would be oh, 80-something. Oh, right. yeah. Jack, you'd have to pop round here, mate. It's the 87 kit. Yeah, um, I, think, I, think they're doing, uh, I think they're doing a remake of them in, in yeah, shop now. Yeah, uh, the terrace, the football terrace are doing them, uh, part of their yeah, retro yeah. series. So if you managed to see that uh, Tottenham kit I'm on about, because that sort of wacky design is the sort of stuff that I lo- love coming into football, but it was so controversial that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your reaction says it all, Cam. <laughs> Not a fan of that one. <laughs> is, is that a little bit too much? Somebody just got some spray paint and gone, ah, oh, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> that looks like... An old T-shirt that I decorating. <laughs> it's like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah, it is. It genuinely is. But it's unique, isn't it? I hate yeah. boring away kits. Like you can have your standardised home kit. Would go you a bit mental like away. A kit where it's the 
coordinates of what he'll brew with and he'll be like embedded on it. You've just given that idea. That's going to happen in the next couple of years. Yep. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. Um, yeah, I think I'm still staring at that space kit. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I think what they could do, which would be a great PR move as well, is keep this season's kits for next season as well. Never do it because. Oh, I've, ju- ne- I've just I've seen that a few other teams have done that as well, and they never do it you know. because the kits are much. Of it, they don't make money. They make money because it's hard to like rebrand a kit that's already out. Like back in the day, it used to be every two seasons there was a new kit. So everyone would go out and get the new kit every two seasons. Now because it's a new kit every season, I don't think a club would do that now. No. It's... Um, I think- the thing is, I think it was Juventus. They didn't change a kit for about three or four seasons. And, no. and their thinking was everybody will get one if they know that their kid is not going to be out of fashion next year. Yeah. I think it genuinely... We lost that... Then again, there is that zeitgeist in it around when a kit, new kit comes out. It becomes part of the football routine that yeah. went, that you wait for the new kit and you get excited about the new kit. It's that thing in society now. We've been so drilled into marketing and advertisement that you actually get excited. It's like this. I'm not sure you're into games, Cam, but like it's like there's a thing when a game comes out, you actually get excited to watch an advert. It's one of those. It's like when a film comes out, you're excited to watch an advert for something that they're trying to sell you. So we get to the point where you're like, oh yeah, I'm really excited to find out when I've got this new thing I can buy. And that's with the kits. And I think that's become part of the culture around it now. I will say when they've done a Still lot better. excited, but I'm always then, until this year, Christianly disappointed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When the day arrives, if you know what I mean. Well, I- they, they had a year where they didn't even have a model that the shirt fit. No, the uh, that, that Honda shirt. Gilda Honda shirt, <laughs> yeah. where it's just, they had to tuck it in and I was like, really, we're going with this? Okay. I think we've done a lot better on the marketing side of the kits with the video, with the boxing this year. Last year it was... It was uh, the Sherlock's on that the rooftop band on that rooftop thing. band. Yeah. Mm. I think in terms of getting local Sheffield people in to do the kits is really clever by them. Yeah. Because it shows this is for people of Sheffield. And I think I'm intrigued what they do next year because... They are up in that side of the production when it comes to showing us. I just wish they'd keep that through the rest of the season. Yeah. I think um, I think that's quite a comprehensive conversation on kits. Yeah. In fact, Cam, speaking on kits, what do you think of the rest of the like merchandise that we've got going on at the moment? What are your takes on all of that sort of stuff? I went up at the shop the other day and I nearly spent a fortune. Wow. Wow. All, all sorts. Even little... Wooden chopping board with little holes in it for boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's like the markup in there is not fun. <laughs> so it's just a case of, I think the the merch is probably something that we're really looking at in terms of the club. Um, did you actually come out with anything then? Uh, shirt swap, and I have ordered one of them. Dad, I call it the Dad and Mo top. Yeah. You know that, that yeah. black one with the gold bits on the sleeve? The yeah. training tops. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial. Although, although, in hindsight, he's pretty ripped, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll definitely have to send us a, a, a look on that oh, and absolutely. see. We'll, we'll, we'll put it next to Darren Moore and sit and see the comparison, yeah. Cam. Controversial. I'll just have to put a bit of stuffing on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the club shop needs to be demolished and rebuilt? Oh, me- bloody hell. Yeah. 
Because at the moment, when you look at it, it does look like it's been added on and not anything it's done like to it. It's a tin shed, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is a tin shed. My entire yeah. life, though, so I can't really like... Because it, there used it's... to be an upstairs bit in it. Well, yeah, I remember First, that. When I, when I was in it on South Stand, that literally was a shed. Mm. Yeah. A, you... a wooden construct up back at South Stand. So I can remember when Megastore opened and I'm like, oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? It was like... We've actually got a shop sort of thing, yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. I, I used to love it because as a kid. At that, at that time, we were one of the bigger clubs. Mm. Do you think um, like, the Meadowall thing, getting a bigger shop <laughs> in Meadowall might be a way? Or do you think we just need to leave that to the other side of the city? <laughs> it, it, as, you know, as, as long as you've got stuff in it. Yeah. And I think that because when Megastore first opened in the 90s, they got that much good stuff in there. And uh, I've still got somewhere. It's like um, it's like a, a hoodie. It's like a 1950s style college hoodie. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Back. And it's really, I've still got it now. And um, I used to do baseball jackets and also they did absolutely everything. And then over the years, they were just less and less product, but they used to do a range of absolutely anything you wanted. You could even get stockings and suspenders. Yeah, <laughs> the re- the reason why it went downhill is when Dave Allen had the club. He didn't want to put any more money in to that side of it, and it, I think that's why it all started to go a bit downhill. Milan, when he came in, tried to bring it back up a little bit, and when Chancery started to, he started doing it right. But then some of the stuff at, at the start, it was tat. Yeah, it was real tat, and you walk in, it was all over the place. I think they've got someone now running the club shop that actually knows what they're doing. I think because we brought we brought in that COO and they tried to go for mm. it for that, didn't they? Really? Yeah, I can see that. Oh, was that the, the the Belgian? Yes, the Belgian lady. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this historical kits thing before because um, we did a we did a uh, episode on kit rankings and this was very useful for kits I might have never seen before. Is yours a monkey then? There's some horror shows in there, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just the. Um, Disgusting that green one you were talking about. It's the one with the the, the green and the yeah. Ugh. It's all over the place. It's minging. It, yeah, God. I controversially no. But, but if, if you've you got that up on your screen now, yeah, historical kits with home kits. Yeah. So if you look back, the last League Cup win, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, and then you got the last FA Cup win with nineteen thirty five. Last championship win in nineteen fifty eight. It's exactly the same kit. Ninety one. Yeah. The one yeah. that you can, that says buy now as well. Oh yeah, because the League Cup final. And where did you say? Go back to thirty five. Thirty five what last FA Cup win. Yeah. And it, um, it's the same kit. Blue centered stripes also worn. Yeah, because I was gonna say it's not the same kit because it's got it's got a white central stripe, but if we that's so weird that we'd alternate the Mm. Um, and then yeah, the, it's that sort of style, isn't it? It's it's the iconic eras of Wednesday. You uh, you you. It's, you it's about identity kids. as well, isn't it? Because if, if I just chuck some names at you and I'm like Real Madrid, you're like all white, Liverpool, yeah. all red. There's Man United, red, white shirts, black socks. There's that. But over years, you, if it's you said why somebody, that oh, anniversary? Wednesday, well, why well, that well, anniversary white shirt didn't fashion. do well? Yeah. Because everyone saw that anniversary shirt and went, it's Ipswich. Yeah. It's, I think when you look into your history and you're doing an anniversary, 
you actually need to look at what we've historically worn over time, mm. not what we might have worn in the early days. Can you imagine if we brought out a key kit now and we were in hoops? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, what is... Like, that's it, Reading. That's not us. <laughs> Twitter tra- will be a meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it was bad enough when we did pinstripes. 2016-17, I know it's the Forestieri shirt and there's some some good bits in those in that shirt, but like, it's a blue shirt. It, that is an Ipswich kit. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, that, yeah. You see, me, me dad didn't mind that one because that reminded him of when he first went, you know, the, the white sleeve, blue yeah. blue body. Yeah, so I'm just trying to think. Um, Is that like 60s into early 70s? We had one in the 80s as well, didn't we? The 87, eight, not 88, where it was sort of like pinstri- the Finlux one. Mm. I think the oh, problem the, with that shirt uh, of yeah, that year was it was a bit was too like... That was a apron, it? That was a problem. Yeah, it was a bit too basic, I thought. It needed a bit more intricacy into the design to make it look like, yes, this is an anniversary kit, a, a replicant of I still, back then. I still Whereas, think we should do what we did for the 150 and have a fan design our third shirt and everyone vote on it. Yeah. Just to get the fan interaction there. Yeah. Because I've I'll do got it that kit. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft Paint. Because I did, I did like that one with a gold shirt. Yeah. You didn't like it? You didn't like it? I, I did like it. You I did. But, they hardly used it, did they? No, no. And it's also, I remember it being, I, I think you got, there was a limited time to buy it or something. Yeah. Um, and it was so expensive then. The one I can't find is the white one with the pale blue. It was a first shirt. And I remember it was Sam Hutchinson was wearing it. And I cannot find that. I've yeah. been looking. <laughs> I just looking now, like, we've not done two, because if we, if we look at the Trans Series Stinkers, let's look at his kit. So he first came Stinkers. in. And he, he went straight to a, oh, I've got to be traditional Wednesday, but he went for the white, he went for the collar, which was a tidy shirt, but it was a white middle stripe. Mm. I actually quite liked that shirt, but the middle stripe ruined it, right? Yep. Uh, in terms of a Wednesday kit. And then he went off the rails wow. for two years. Not nice 50 socks with that, uh, and shorts with that one, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, it's because it's, it's nice. It's a nice contrast. I think they, they did it right because he got black shorts, but then he went for the 2016, 2017. You look at that now and you look at it in contrast to the kits around it. That was awful. And then the white shorts after that again. No, 2018, 19, we started to come back on track. I've actually got this kit because it was like the first Wednesday kit I was able to buy, I think, as um, while I was, you know, like getting later on into yeah. my uh, after uni. Where was I? Is, it, is it the one with no, the, 2018, 19? It was it the like, one with like the black collar and the buttons, but no. Yes. No, yeah. Um, I, I was like, this is the first Wednesday yeah. kit that looks like a Wednesday kit in some time. And then I bought it and the, the sponsor yeah. looks awful on it. The the actual chan, the way Chancery looks on it, the colour's all wrong. You know, it's it's not a nice kit that actually when you actually get it. But I, I, it was when we used to flog shirts for like twenty five quid at end of season or at Alzac Park, so I just grabbed it. Um, I also bought the season after because the the one with the I, I like that we were going a little bit different with the digital sort of thing. Did you like that one? I like the shirt. Yeah, them, not a fan of them socks by any means. No. Mm. No, it's um, we did have black socks for quite a while until this season, didn't we? Um, yeah, I love the season where we got we started doing a lot more marketing as well, mm. like yeah. with the actual kit launches. Yeah, I don't, but I think it's interesting that I think the videos the last couple of seasons with everything they've done have been a lot better. Yeah, you yeah, know, I think I like I, them. Have you seen them ones on, on Twitter when the only short ones, but it's that low level stuff, pitch side, yeah, like during game and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's basically, they're, they're taking some cues. We've been saying it for ages. 
from what us idiots have been doing for a long time where you actually get your camera phones, you get it out on the, the fan level and you do things like that. They're actually doing that more in the mainstream, which is nice to see because it's like they are listening. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are listening you to see, the fact that... You see, that, like me, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's quite good. But 10-year-old kids and stuff, that's that's how they live their lives, isn't it? Yep. yep. Through, mm. Stuff like that. That's, online, that's exactly it. A little... Have one of you got a TikTok? Yeah, yes. you do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, that it's not for me, but like I said, that's the sort of thing, because we're not going to be here forever, are we? No. no. So, I mean, mate, even yeah. TikTok passed me by, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to uh, use it because for, for all my other stuff, in, I'm not going to say it because they'll just bully me, but for all the other <laughs> stuff I do as part of my job... I'll, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the tick, the TikTok. I'm trying to do the TikTok thing. Um, <laughs> the but it's, tick. it's just. If you I, actually remember that, we were the first club on Twitter. Shorts rot your brain. They rot your brain, man. Cause yeah. you'll find yourself just scrolling. You'll yeah. be like, this is how we're going to have short attention spans. It was always said, but it is literally how we're going to do it. Cause now if I've got a few minutes, rather than watching a video, I used to look for YouTube videos I that were about the, the about the time I had. You know, if I had like seven minutes, I'd mm. go and look at like a seven minute video and be like, right, I'll watch that. And then I'll go and do what I've got to go and do. But now I'll find myself sat scrolling yeah. through shorts and I'm like, they're all, all half of them are awful as yeah. well. But, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's going that way. The yeah. amount of time when I'm, our last will do it, she'll start scrolling and she goes, I've just seen two of your shorts. What the hell? Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? And she keeps going, do more of that. It's like, as much as you want to do more of them, it's then you've got to try and balance it between shorts and then main videos. Yeah. And that's the hard bit I'm struggling with. But I think if the club could do more on that side, it would be great because our YouTube presence is awful. I think our social media presence overall is a bit lacking. In terms of how it's connecting with the fan base, it seems very 2010s. I think, it, than... I, I think it's trying to get better. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be a process. Um yeah, Cam, absolutely fantastic topic to bring there. It's uh, it's took us off on many avenues. Thank you for jumping on, mate. We appreciate that. It's great to speak to you, actually. No, no problem. In real time. But yeah, um, thank you for giving up uh, some time this, this Sunday evening and take care and we'll speak to you again, all right? Lovely stuff, great. Take right, care, Dad. everybody. Thank Cheers, you, buddy. Bye. Bye. That was fun. It's always yeah, fun to have a couple fun. of people on. Yeah, yeah, great chats. Yeah. Just let them. Do you know? Do you know what I like doing about that is we just we just let people talk with us, and I mean I interrupt them a few times because of latency, but like being able to just talk for a good while with them and then having the section like that, I think that's the good way to do it. Because yeah. I remember when we did the first one, we were probably on there for a couple of hours because we, yeah. but we still didn't have as long as we'd like with certain people. And then I remember Andy just came on and uh, <laughs> just spoke for ages. Yeah. Speaking of, actually, Andy sent us a message. Do you want to get that up? He because did. Andy was supposed to come on the community call in today, um, but didn't. He failed. Up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you flaked out on us. How dare you? Um, we were going to have a debate, which will now be saved probably for a different be kind of debate episode. Because there will be. Andy the does the debate well. <laughs> Yeah. Let's be honest. When Andy debates, he does, he does, he does debate well. Can I make an announcement before you do this? Yes. D- yes. If you like these sort of debates, we might be doing debate to- topics because we are expanding the value on the Dexterity Box channel if you would like to support this content. I may also do another funding service at some point for people who don't want to be on YouTube because there is a large contingency there and there is other options available and I may do them at some point so you could get involved even if you're an audio listener so make sure you are keeping in touch with us and keeping listening as we give you the updates but on the dollar friends tier which is the the dollar friends tier yes 
It is. That's a five five dollar five pound tier. Yeah, yeah, because yes. it's yes. That's the one I'm on. That's the one that will now get you once a month a exclusive. Podcast, podcast, podcast. What an announcement! An exclusive podcast, basically. Um, it will be a video form podcast with the audio going out. It is currently only available on YouTube, but I am looking at ways to do that so you would be able to get it in your podcast feed as well because I know how to do it. I just need to make sure there's enough interest in that. If you would be interested, by the way, in doing that, and you are an audio listener, start hammering my email at Talking Wednesday Podcast. Well, not at. Talking Wednesday podcast at gmail.com. Get us on it. Get on us. Gone. Go. Oh my God. We've been doing this for so long. Get on at us at Twitter at Talking Wed. And Jack will just basically go, right, we've got enough people. We need to sort this out so we can get it on the podcast feed. But yes, it will either be me, Jack or Jake once a month sitting down between half an hour and an hour discussing any topics. They might also, uh, they'll have a lot of fan interaction on them. They could be a debate topic. They could be a rant. They could be anything but they will be exclusive for our members on that tier because i've been talking about it a long time i've not felt like i've been putting enough value into that tier and it's been great that people have been supporting us but i'm going to try and pack out that tier now so if you would like if you are a 99p member which currently gets you the emoticons and the access to the live stream archive if you would like to upgrade to the five pound tier that would help us out massively with the running costs and it would also um get you that one podcast a month and we will be adding things and we possibly could do another one of these that's for members only. Kind of with all of With it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll, dis- we'll discuss all of that before yeah. we make any yeah. promises, no, Jay. Not, not, the whole it. reason we just had a meeting to discuss all of but this it's not, it's is so a- we didn't commit to anything we couldn't <laughs> fulfil. So. Oh. <laughs> Jack. So, moving on to what Andy has said, uh, and I really hope you appreciate my audiobook narrator voice in saying this, Andy. Massive congrats in making it to 100. Gutted to not be there, but I wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you all putting in the effort to keep the podcast going. It's a breath of fresh air to have people talking about Wednesday with the attitude you guys do. We can be a bit contact, bit of a contank, not my words now, I've been going forever. (laughs) We can be a bit of a contankerous fan base, to say the least. So to have you chatting about it all in a good natured way is important. Thanks and see you at 200. That was from Andy. If we make it there. If we make it there. <laughs> if we, we've made it to 100. I'm happy about that. Um, but yeah, bringing Jack on board and stuff, it's going to make things a lot easier. Jack isn't going to be on every episode purely because of logistics, right? If we were sat in this room every week, that'd be a different thing. That might be something. This is why we're trying to pack that membership to you. That might be something that happens. The more hint, get, hint, wink, yes. wink. The more people we get on that membership tier, that might be something we do more because it might free up my time a little bit more if I'm not constantly thinking about other things um, and mean that we can do things a little bit more. It might not even be in this space. If it goes really well, it might be in one of my spaces, which would be even better because then I don't have to get out of bed. Uh, (laughs) You would get full class James there. But yes. Thank you very much for that, Andy. You have been a uh, member of the channel, but also somebody we have spoken to a while. And it's disappointing that we won't get to hear you f- battle off with Worko. <laughs> yeah. That now might be a membership <laughs> video. Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> the so, grudge match. <laughs> they're very limited edition videos because yeah. there's not many, me- not many members, especially at that tier. So think about upgrading and you'll get a lot of value at that tier with the, at least one exclusive video a month. Okay. With more things going in there. I feel like we should do a giveaway this podcast as well. Mm. Mm. Hmm. 
But mm. what could we have to give away, James? I think if you share the podcast on Twitter, yeah. um, tell you what, I will pick 10 people that share this podcast on um, Twitter, on some social media. So share the link to it um, with the hashtag TW100. Okay. Make sure you're following the at Talking Wed. Um, follow Dexter Box as well, but we'll just do it for the Talking Wed. <laughs> follow, so follow at Talking Wed. Um, and you will, if you share this out, 10 people can get one of our limited edition winter stickers. Okay. Yeah. That'll be a nice, that'll be a nice way to start off a little giveaway and then build it up from there. That, that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. So share the podcast, hashtag t- uh, TW100. Make sure that you are following the Talking Wed Twitter. Cool. There we go. Cool. There we go. That's prof podcast thing. Isn't there we go. It? There we go. Ten people for a hundred. Right. So we're going to go into some topics. Some raised by the community. Some that we uh, we've brought. Some that we've been saving in the backlog. 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 We've backlog. <laughs> we're going, aren't we? <laughs> Reflecting back, what's been the highlight for each of you of the Talking Wednesday journey so far as we've got to a hundred? So, um. I'll go for you, Jack, first, because then we can let Jake think about it a little bit more. I would say just actually going from listener and viewer every week to suddenly somehow being part of the team. And I, I, I still, I just, like, even today, I've had it really surreal just being sat here with you two. I, I can't believe that I've, like, I, <laughs> I started watching Jake's videos when I was 14 years old. <laughs> You're right? going on a list. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like to to sort of and and then and you I would start watching your FIFA videos when I was like sixteen seventeen. Right, then, that's a bit better. <laughs> I probably wasn't much older in fairness. I'm just saying. Carry on. And then to sort of be watching you two's your two's content for so long and thinking I'll never get to meet these people. And then now we're pals and we're on a podcast and I, it's just it's crazy. So just being part of the team and being so welcomed in and everything and it's just that's my biggest highlight I guess so far. No, it's been, it's been wicked actually bringing you on board because it was also a case of trying to bring you into this as a, a thing when there's a, when we've been doing it for so long together, it's like, we've not built this podcast off the back of clout and guests as well. And it's one thing where you like, when you build it off of two people, just having a conversation, we don't care how big that number is, as long as it's enough of a substantial Mm -hmm. base where we can talk to people and we don't feel like we're talking into the void. Oh yeah. Now talking Wednesday, obviously it erupted like everything did in the pandemic and then dropped a little bit and then it sort of stabled out. And then we were around that sort of stabilization and we still have like when it's really interesting weeks and Wednesday news is firing, it can get back to those numbers, mm. but we've still always got that constant baseline. And I've always said with any piece of content I'll do, I'll do it as long as there's a constant baseline out there. Unfortunately, my circumstances and and work circumstances and busyness have have (laughs) caused a lot of disruption to that in the last sort of year of podcasting. And that's also affected my health massively. So I'm making a lot of changes going forward um, because it's not the, the podcast doesn't affect my health really. It's just finding time to do the podcast. It's a case of coming to do an hour, do an hour's record and then do a couple of hours edit. It's something I can do. It's low physical, it's low stress. It's all my other stuff around it, right? It's my, it's my daily work life that's getting a lot. So it's a case of trying to balance that and trying trying to balance that in terms of life. And and the idea of bringing you in after we had such a great conversation on that episode is a case of 
we're we bringing somebody in that I felt like I could have a really good conversation with. We obviously brought you in on that first episode where it was just you and me and we had a great chat. And I was like, okay, this is the dynamic. And Jake started sweating going, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a case of, um, yeah, it's it's nice to bring somebody in that also gets Twitter like I does, but isn't afraid to just go out and make all the memes as well. Yeah. Still got to beat my seagull meme. Yes. That'll yes, be your goal for this year. I do. But you're doing... Well, the, the follow this page or draw 25 that yeah, I posted. That the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's doing okay. I mean, it's not quite the seagull meme, but... No, it's... it's yeah. uh, but you've got to... It's, that's the thing. You've got to always... You, you've been doing it this week and I've been like, yes, mm. amazing. Because the thing is, it's been you and me this week. So you'll, you'll, you'll go and eat some food and then I'll jump on and be like, let's just keep this going. I've literally had the thing where I've method them both going, Who's on the Twitter? I don't yeah. know who it is. <laughs> well, I think it's because we both started and we were like, yeah. let's just keep doing this. Yeah. This is a laugh. Um, but yeah, it's that side of it. It was, I, I don't like the toxicity that comes on Twitter. So that's why we've not done it before. But when we're both bouncing off each other and then if anything does come our way, we just laugh at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot different. It's a lot of a different dynamic. But yeah, I um, what do you think about bringing this man on then? He'd been a fresh of breath air to have someone else. What's fresh of breath? Fresh of breath. Fresh of breath air to have someone else to bounce. To have someone else to bounce ideas off. Do you know what you said, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Right, okay. I love smelling breath in the morning. It's yeah. Glorious. Just call me Martin Keo. Yeah. <laughs> Go it has been good to have someone else to bounce ideas off and have someone else who gets our passion of Wednesday but isn't wanting to make it an argument or a debate because sometimes you can bring people onto these and it just turns into a massive argument and debate. And mm. I think that's where some podcasts go wrong. They want that as their thing. And we never wanted it to be an argument. We want it to be a discussion with like-minded of Wendy fans. And it's actually helped us when, if I've been ill due to my illness, or we've had the period during Christmas where we all got ill. We had someone who we trust enough to go put an episode out because you're funny for one funny looking thanks yeah well, well you said that not me oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> you're funny for one but you talk sense without <clears throat> having to like rein it in if that makes sense you can go as far as you can you know what the limit is i think sometimes when you talk about wednesday there's a section in our fan base that can go overboard yeah and i think it getting that level of overboard and starting in the right place and you just on that line it works it's also a case of like you don't realize when you first do this like how bad it is when you do get you yeah. you can you can get people coming for you and like there's some people that just like it kind of goes over, like water off a duck's back sort of after after a while but like when we brought you in obviously you're younger than we we make the joke but like i was 23 probably when the first videos my first few videos started taking off um and obviously I've not like got massive since then and stuff, but it was, fe they were featured on like those Facebook pages and stuff like that. And you realize when your content's out of your hands, mm. just how nasty and off topic some people can be for no reason. So you could be talking about something and all they've done is seen a thumbnail of you and just, you know, and you put yourself out there to this sort of, so when bringing you in, I, I like kind of like, I know you would have come in and just gone, I'll do everything straight away. But I was like, you, you do that. And some for you say something immediately you will see what can happen when there's a reason I bite my tongue on certain things. And there's a reason I 
I'm I'm less to rant as I used to be. And I want to bring that back. I'd like to bring like the rant debate style back to certain things because when we do disagree, he can't understand that he doesn't need to talk over me and let me finish my bloody <laughs> sentences when we disagree on something because he's not used to it happening, right? But like that sort of thing where it is nice to have that dynamic with something. The other day when I was just trying to finish a point and he kept trying to talk over me and I was like, Jake, shut up. <laughs> just have podcast work when people disagree, all right? Just shut up. But it's um, it's just trying to finish the point. Because the thing is, right, my memory will only go so long. So if I let him talk and he's gone and I'm fully talked over me, I'll have forgot God, what I was yeah, going to say. Yeah. And I'm like, and you'll see me sometimes. Yeah. You'll watch your podcast and I'll go, right? I then did a couple <laughs> of podcasts where I looked at you and go, he wants to really help me right now. <laughs> it's just a case because there's a, there's a back and forth flow. Mm. And the fact that you got it great, straight away, good. Because he still doesn't get it right and I still don't get it right all the time. Do you know what I mean? What I mean? And obviously we've, we've, we've had a conversations about how we want to do stuff in this channel in a certain way and we don't want to bait people. We don't want to do that side of things. We don't, we don't want to be that sort of channel. It's like I've been asked to go, I've actually been asked to start some pretty big podcasts um previously in different fan bases actually you know like joined fan bases those um, like the general yeah those ones um yeah i've been asked to do that before and i probably could have built my profile and possibly if some of them came to me now i'd possibly consider it because i'm a little bit more seasons in the podcasting thing but when the big thing is they wanted to focus it like a them a show them yeah than, whereas yeah. a show where you'd end up just like you'd annoy so many people yeah. that you're inviting it on yourself yeah. you know and i think there is a space for a podcast that doesn't always do that. There's a bit of that, mm. you know, but it doesn't always, it can be a conversation. It's a case of like, if anyone is awful to a member of my team, I don't want them anywhere in, around us. That's been the ethos of this, this community. The talking with the community isn't going to be that. If you're going to come here and do that, you, you, you're not going to be in this community. You're not going to be able to post on any of our platforms. And that's not me like, Oh, I don't want confrontation. No, if you're, there's a line, I don't, delete comments where people disagree with me, right? Common misconception when I clean all that up. Somebody will go, oh, you're deleting comments. And I'm like, yes, because you've insulted how Jake speaks or how there's something, you know, you've gone personal or you've said something like that. I'm not having you anywhere near us, you know, and I clean all that up. Do you know mm. what I mean? Or like, we don't need that here. And I think, I think people don't know that line. And I think that's afraid of confrontation, but I've left comments in where people have gone like you two, the podcast would be better without me and yeah. you two would be doing it. Do you know what I mean? We had, I don't... we had it with your solo one. Yeah. It was like, this is awesome. You should do this more on your own. It's like, yeah, well, uh, no, no, we did. We didn't actually have any comments like that in that video to be fair, but I know there was a few yeah. DMs like, Oh, just you two single, you know, that sort of thing. You get it on all the ones, but I then if I'm doing yeah. it, I get the same about you guys. If he's yeah. doing it, he gets the same. It's just people trying to cause trouble. Yeah. And I know as well, I've, I've made a couple of like off the cuff remarks about other clubs or whatever, but it's never, it's never like a malicious. <laughs> no, thing. I, I it's know it's not, but you, do, you, you've thing. got to realize and, that and the I'm, level I'm of sure that people do understand that. But there is, it a side of, there is a side of fan base who are so territorial that it like that that's attack of my I, club. Oh. You think like I do, right? right. Okay, we, yeah. And I've had to sort of train myself to because I'm like, surely they know that that's satire, it's, or yeah, surely it's, they know that that's like not what I really mean. But then you, re so many people are dense, Jack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Then it's like uh, you realize that like, oh no, you you don't understand this. What this is and then people take it in a different way or they don't understand the joke and they think it's you know so yeah. you've got it the, but those people the unfortunate side of social media 
is it gave the people who possibly would just usually rant in the pub a, a bigger voice and a yeah. platform yeah. that goes bigger because then other like-minded people who were like that just tag just, onto it. Just and, tag yeah. onto it. Yeah, and it becomes and a lot of people like myself. I rise above things. I know, and I know a lot of people do. You don't. You just don't comment on something, hmm. right? The people that tend to not there's there's a lot more people who will comment and be nasty and be that and sort of like shout into the chamber. So all you see is that when actually the people who probably be on your side aren't doing anything, so they're not putting themselves in the firing line, and also yeah. they, they they're just right, you know, they're, they're just they, there's a lot and less people. The ones that you normally get like the DMs. Yeah, yeah. Saying, Look, I agree with you. And I've had it before where people have turned around and said, "I like the podcast, and I like this, but I don't like sometimes debating with people in the comment section hmm. because they don't want to get into that. They want to just yeah. have a nicer life where they don't have to bother anyone." And I will say our Discord is a place for that. Yeah, like. If you want to come in, I know I welcome anybody to chat in there, like about so stuff. So if you're a join member, you can join. <laughs> yeah, without, <laughs> without, without even pimping it though. No, and Discord, yeah. by the way, will stay at the 99p tier. If you yeah. want to come into Discord, 99p. Okay, I'm not going to... I'm not going to cut that off. And there have been some really good debates in there after games yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Where the Discord had just kept on going after the game. Yeah. And you're like, this is what you want from a community. Yes, you want exactly. to be able to have the discussions and everyone's got a right to an opinion. Like, we're not saying your opinion is invalid because or, of this yeah. yeah everyone's got a right to their opinion we might not all dis- we might not agree on your opinion but you're allowed to have it it's like you can go we disagree on this but it is what it is i think that's what makes football podcasts done in the right way really fun to do yeah i think there needs to be a lot more of that with our fan base in particular because there's been through the last few years there's been so much of this you're wrong because mm. you think this so i'm going to personally attack you because you don't have the same opinion as this Whereas there needs to be more of that just very calm, very civil discussion of, I accept your point of view. I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to think any less of you for that. It's the platform. It's the platform we've unfortunately created in, and a lot of it has been political based. Everything's become to a point of, if you disagree with someone, you're fundamentally against everything. So everything turns into Mm -hmm. a fight and it doesn't need to be like that. That's not how society actually functions. A lot of people actually agree on a common level and have disagreements around that. A lot of people agree on fundamentals and people will be relatively present, but you, you, you factor those people down to just an opinion at some point, And then all you're doing is attacking the opinion and therefore attacking the person yeah. when it's not the bigger picture and it's not the context when actually you'd probably get on with that person. Yeah. Okay. You've only seen him in a certain light, hmm. but no, that's from Jack's Jake. Mine been actually having someone to talk when to it, but also again, it goes to that thing where my, my thoughts and opinion isn't going to be mocked. Like for me, when I started the channel, originally and if you'd seen any of my videos they were all over the place and then randomly someone messaged are you good at talking about Wednesday go talk about Wednesday and when I initially reached out to you in the past to do this kind of thing <laughs> it no but I thought it, I took that as a well he doesn't want to talk to me about <coughs> Wednesday I talk it I I at the time when it was I was like okay don't want to talk about Wednesday I'll keep it going it's why for a long time I haven't collabed with people because I haven't found someone who I can talk with or bounce ideas off or have that bit where they can take the mic out of me because they're my mate. Yeah. And then it not be a case of you're taking the mic out because you don't like me. And I think for a long time, it took me ages to get that. And then the more I've grown into doing the podcast, I've got a lot better. I, I was very bad at the beginning. 
I know that. I remember the messages I got from you go, you can't say this, you can't do this, do this. And you've actually made me a better content creator. It's going to happen over the next few months, Jack. (laughs) Stop doing that. (laughs) But it is, you've made me a better content creator for it because I've taken on what I've done here and I think I've got more confidence. Your channel's smashing more than mine now, man. It's like one of those things where... It's you've you've learned how to feed the algorithm. You're doing it. You're doing it. For, you're doing short form content in terms of what people really really want. Just the key fundamentals, and you you're getting that out. And you've got a voice that's got wisdom behind it. You know, and that's Even uh, it's when been, you can't talk. Yeah, no, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the thing is though, like it's a fresh um, breath air. Yeah, yeah. fresh <laughs> breath. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, it's. It's great to have seen seen all of that. And it's I think the one thing that's been difficult for me is the fact that I've had to back off because I've just been exhausted. Do you know, like, you do so much because you're driven by goal. And I've talked about goal posts being pushed and things like that. But, like, trying to just sort of make sure that I'm set up in a career and, and I've got what I want to do is now come to a point where, because it's pushed my health to the other side, I'm just like, hmm. Reevaluate. I, I need to reevaluate, but the good thing, I guess the good thing about me doing it is I've built experience in my field, mm. right? So I've built experience so I can, I can possibly, if I can't alter what I'm currently doing, which I'm attempting to do at the minute to just try and take some of the pressure off, you know, um, and take some of the strain off my body really is just try and, you know, like, build something maybe i have to go off on myself and build something myself and there's always the the fear that comes with that mm-hmm. you know but at least i've got the experience and at least i've i've done it all before yeah. you know but i'm not i was i've been thinking a lot recently about okay so what if i get too old to work and do something physical which is my current job's quite physical my night my day my daily you know my monday to friday so if i can't do that forever what am i going to do because if i don't get rich if something doesn't like <laughs> yeah. like fire off and i don't end up like wealthy enough to be able to set myself aside what is something that I could do when I'm older that's relatively low stress and and obviously podcasting is something that you could do um, if it if it ever became a thing. I don't think it, I, I think Sheffield Wednesday is probably too niche unless you mm-hmm. became the main face of the channel. Um, but there's so many people in this game that we'd all probably have to get together and get the best personalities together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work because there'd be too many people who want to be at the top of that pile. And there'd also be valid claims for that because there'd be too many people with different expertise in different areas. You'd have to make an entirely different company um like it's very hard for me to be involved in something with my experience in production experience in in setting something up and not being able to say how it goes you know um ideally like if this is jake's space but if it was my space it would be set out differently we make it work when we come in here do you know what i mean and it's one of those things that if we did end up up, you'd see it happen quite quickly if we came in here a lot i would literally be like we're doing this here this here this here but that's where i also then take that what I'm learning of you, how to improve my setup and how I can improve that. Yeah, no, and that's and the that thing you're seeing. It. Yeah. What been your highlight? Um, it's it's genuinely like having a respected voice in this. Not respected all the time, but like <laughs> the conversations I've had and the fact that you can. And I just, I just love when people can talk civilly and treat each other with respect and yeah. just being able to be a voice in this that people have talked to me about being able to feel like I can actually talk to them and I won't attack them for their opinion. And um, just being able to, I think for me, it's it's the DMs that you don't see and that I'd never read out on the podcast that you actually think 
the, 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 when they like listening and they like hearing about it and they feel like, you know, they feel part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they are part of yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? People, everybody, everybody is part of it. And it's, we, we really focus this podcast on people being a part of it. And I can only apologize for the past year where I've had to not, I've not been able to do that as much as we used to be able to do it. And I appreciate the people who've stuck around for it. Do you know what I mean? And we are going to make attempts to build it up to a point where you feel like you can get involved more again. We've actually doing something right now where we could probably do some call-ins a little bit more and have some, have some people on it. And we're doing the things that, yes, I'm not going to lie. We, we do need, we do need something for the people that can afford it to, to support us to, to do more things. We do need to look at sustainability of the channel, especially if I do reduce things that I'm working and stuff like that, but I'm never going to specifically put that as a barrier to things. I will only make that an addition. You want more. Here you go. Yeah. You know, cause I always think about it. Like I started to sub, sub like sub to Patreons of people that I watch a lot. Cause you know, I've got a podcast that I listen to and they will give me like 12 hours of content a week. Yeah. I've got some more. Right. And I'm like, I can give them a fiver. I'd spend a fiver on a couple in this day and age, you're spending a fiver on like a sausage roll. You know Pack what I mean? Like it's a fiver now. It's, yeah, you, yeah. You know, it's so just, yeah, it's, and we know that Northeast we're in the Greg's a lot. <laughs> uh, we're in Greg. Do you say Greg's? Yeah. Eggs. 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 Greg's. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Just with the girl. Greg's because he went on a little southern, yeah, we do. southern adventure, didn't he? Little adventure. Little, to... little adventure. To... <laughs> but, um, no, it's that, it's that thing where I'm like, oh, if I can do that a little bit more, well, I can. I like you to apologize, but we all also understand that you're really passionate about what you do and you mm. want it at a level. You de- the product that you put out for this, that you don't, you've got high standards and I respect your high standards than just putting anything out. I get, the thing is though, there has been times this past year, and I won't lie, that I felt like I was coasting through a couple of episodes. You know, where you're just like, I really don't have time. Um, and I know I've got to edit this and we coast through it. And and people haven't even commented on that, you know, in certain times. And I appreciate that because it possibly means that it's not been as prominent as you do think about it in your own head. I feel like the past few episodes around Christmas and stuff, even with our illness, we've picked it up again. You know, it yeah. feels like we've been getting back to what it was and having a laugh. And I think that's been nice with the change and the dynamic. Um, and it's just a case of... Yeah, just not being exhausted all the time to do it, to do, to do things and being able to split that. And yeah, just thinking cleverly with, yeah, ha- having those conversations. But the way the podcast is going to go this year, it's going to be a lot less like that and more back to what I enjoy. The one being thing I always say, people. though, is there's been podcasts where we started an episode and we've both gone, <sighs> we don't want to do it. Then at yeah. the end of it, we spoke and we're all G'd up and like, that was a good episode. And we, the podcast has actually helped us get out of that mindset of going, we don't want to do this and then enjoy it because we've spoken about something. And sometimes it wasn't even Wednesday stuff we were speaking about. Yeah. We've just spoken about how life and had a chit chat. And I think there's such a culture of not talking about that and that we do this. And I think it helps people. I've, I've had it before where people said, the podcast has helped my mental health because it's given me something else to yeah. think about. Mm. And those messages, are, they're the ones that you love because you'll feel like you're helping someone without helping It keeps someone. you going. It keeps yeah. you like encouraged to say, we are doing a good thing here. It's not, it keeps you like focused on what's important and the reason you're doing it. And it's, it's just so nice that mm. we're helping people out there feel like they've got this a thing voice. that they can focus on and feel like they're heard and they're seen with their own views and respected, even if they're not the same views. 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I'm going to also, I am going to start this year another podcast, like, um, but it's going to be completely, it's going to be more this sort of vibe. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, it might not even be on my channel. It is a case of please go and subscribe to my other channel, my gaming channel. I is quite nerdy, but like, the problem is when you box in a channel like this into football, it is there's, there's so much of it that, that will die off. But if you start something that's based off a little bit more general and people that really enjoy when we go off tangent a little bit, maybe they filter to the other channel because they want to see all of that, that sort of thing. I think um, I think that's something I'd enjoy doing because it's, it's bringing the enjoyment of the balance there, you know, chatting to people and being able to bring other people on because I think... A lot of people, if you try and hold a conversation in a podcast, people don't realize it does take energy. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's a different thing when you've got to hit certain points and we're very structured in the fact that we want to deliver a certain project, uh, product. The big thing I came out with when we did this podcast was like, so what's not being done? The news. Yeah. Now yeah. I think a lot of people do cover the news and that's, that's, I think it's a, it's a very vital thing for people to be able to do because to be honest, it's what's important to once you're boxed in like Wednesday. Yeah. But what I saw mainly, and I didn't really watch much. I asked Jake what was in the what was in the scene and that sort of stuff, and I said, "Well, is there a news based that just like goes into the reviews and stuff, but then talks about the news and does something formulaic?" Because I really enjoy podcasts like that. So being able to set out a format like that, um, and I, th- I think that like that's a format that obviously gets used by a lot of people in our sphere now in the Wednesday sphere and in other football spheres. And I know it, cause I didn't really see, I didn't, when we started it two years ago, I didn't really see it being done. No. You know? Um, and I just think it's become, and I won't, I won't lie. I didn't come up with it. It's just come off podcasts that I've liked from other, yeah. hmm. other areas. And I was like, well, it can be done to this format. So why shouldn't it be done to that format, you know, to keep I it think on. Some of the thing that's really helped out as well is having self-help us get things together. Yeah. Because you can sometimes, you can sometimes see what we're doing and go, this is wrong, this is wrong, you need to get your head together and do this. And sometimes we've not had that. Um, do you like bashing your heads together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's usually like, Soph will go, why are these so terrible at scheduling? I'm like, it is partially my fault as well. <laughs> but like, she'll go, why are they just, what are they doing? <laughs> and I, 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 I like the bit where we, where she got, you know you can all talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's... um. It's nice the side to think about like being able to hopefully bring it more back to what we are. And the reband is more of a case. The reason I wanted to change things up a little bit is more of a case of let's just revitalize everything, you know, yeah. and, and go from, because the past few months haven't been great in, in general, like in terms. So I was like, let's just lift everything I'm doing. What's yours been, Soph? Oh, I get a turn. Yeah, you get to talk yes. in this bit because you've just been quiet for all the football <laughs> bits. <laughs> Do you want to just pick that mic up a little bit? I know it's a bit heavy. It is a bit heavy. I don't know what's up with it. The mic arm's terrible. It's just being weird. Well, I guess, because obviously I've been here from the beginning, just in the background. It's like all the stuff that I was doing didn't really get seen. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, James, maybe you should talk about this and then like slide things across the table sort of thing yeah because we were we started obviously in lockdown when i was it was the second lockdown and i'd gone to yours wasn't it it was around i don't remember where i was but i remember we were we were locked down somewhere for a good like two months and i was just like well what can i do yeah so I, i did it there yeah i don't have the attention span for football (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and massive shorts watcher here by the way yes yeah. um 
obviously during lockdown and everything football stopped and I could see how sad not sad like there was this collective kind of oh like what what do we do Mm. like what are we going to talk about because obviously you can't be going down the pubs talking about football with your friends and what I've really enjoyed is seeing it go from obviously James and Jake just having a chat and being like it gave me that like two friends meeting down the pub we're going to have a chat about football (laughs) and I think that's what's really resonated with a lot of people especially during then Mm. because it was gone yeah and having that relationship between something that you're very passionate about and something that you you both annoyingly know a lot about (laughs) (laughs) is something that I think can get overshadowed a little bit yeah you know you get you forget that it's important to talk about these things and I could try and talk to James about football and I'd be like yes (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything else to say on that and he wanted the debate so being able to have that with Jake and then obviously bringing Jack on as well and bringing that like extra voice um it's been really interesting to see how the whole dynamics developed obviously the live streams coming in and being like sorry i'm late guys you know yeah working um and people being like oh it's fine don't worry it's like like turning up at a party and not feeling like you've missed out yeah does that make sense yeah (laughs) like i don't i never really got football until like i met james and i knew Wednesday was very important. So it's obviously Wednesday. Sophie may be like down. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To give you a, a viewers, she, she said Wednesday's here and Sophie's here. James is in yeah, James it might be like Me and the dog might be tied. <laughs> um, Bella is a good dog. She is a good dog. Yeah. Um, it's... It's being able to obviously have that sense of community that obviously disappeared during COVID and allowing people, we've always tried to promote like a safe space. Yeah. 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 Like, and not in the sort of like way that safe space is used in a lot of contexts, sort of just like that. Come in, don't be an arse and get on with everybody and, enjoy yourself. and we'll, and, and we'll have that, but we won't have people here to bait people out. And we won't have people here that just want to inflict their misery upon mm-hmm. other people. Everybody's a little bit miserable and they have been for the past couple of years. Let's, let's at least try and not have that here. But we're also for good debates around football around, like if you, if you actually go into the discord, there's the football, the films, the TV shows. It's not just Wednesday debates. There's other things we talk about yeah, in we'll there, talk which is really about whatever you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, that's my phone. So professional. So unprofessional. Yeah, people are following the talking Wednesday Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the main thing. Just seeing how your little community, I nearly said cult then. We are, we are ordering the robes as we speak. I mean, the way you look, it would be fitting. <laughs> Um, I am getting like John Seed vibe from Far Cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we get you some of those like yellow tinted yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I forgot any lines from that. Did he have the hiccups? Was he like, yeah, was, was he that one? But it was very soft. He was very soft and he talked about That's it. That's the cold and he talked about how we all had to change our plans and our minds. Yeah. Okay, go yeah, yeah, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just been... You had the headphones on as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's just... Oh, I hate this word. It's just nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just nice. It's just nice, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it's also a case of um just to give you some context, because this is not what we're doing anymore, but Soph didn't used to work Mondays. Now she's on she she's got a different work schedule. But like the last about six months ago, possibly even just a bit before, probably a year ago actually. A year, ago. year ago, I said, I can't do the document anymore like I used to. And I tried to get Jake to do the document the way I did it. it. Failed. it and failed so, because which is basically the way we run the show, and it doesn't, it just doesn't work. And it's not fair for me to say that because it's harder for Jake, you know, just because the what did you call it? Listexia. That one. That one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was like right. Well, it's something that needs to be done because I can't come in and I can't just be firing. It, but I don't have time to do when it because when the news came, came out on to do that, I felt really bad because like someone got to try and understand what James has done for a year. And now figure it out in like straight away because it's very, when you see my, when they get the stuff, it is all over the place because my brain just goes that way. Yeah. It's been a lot better since, since Sophie actually made me a template. So, so basically what, what had happened is me and Jake would just basically throw stuff at, at Sophie for, for her to fix on the Monday. I go to work on the, so she'd be, we'd be around on the, the weekend. I'd, I'd be working on I'd be I'd be working on either the Saturday or the Sunday, depending. We'd have one day to do life stuff, and then because I was working six days, so it's a case of Monday would be a case of I'd be going back to work, and then while I was at work, Soph would re- just do the final edit of the doc, make sure everything was there and 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 produced properly and ready. Basically, is our Sophie is our producer, so it's a case of coming in and making sure it was all there and. <laughs> And I could come straight into the show after work, record the show, and then edit the show, which is great that Jake upped his internet because it meant he could get the show to me really yeah. quickly. I could, I'd come in straight away, get changed, record, edit, leave, because then I would take Soph back, who had to be work, uh, at work the next day. So we'd end, I'd end up like having to do a, a different trip just to make, to make sure we were in the right place the next day. So it was a case of... We haven't done that for a few months now, so it's it's come back more to a, a thing of a bit more shared responsibility with the document. I'm doing the document and stuff again now, but it's a case of yeah, it was it was you can I see did, why I, I was getting a bit burnt out with with my life on top of that because my um it was the case of I couldn't do it to myself where the podcast would become the thing that I'm really like because yeah. I ca- I couldn't put the time they couldn't put the time in that I wanted to and it was annoying me do you know what I mean it doesn't mean that like things would change where I could put loads of time into the podcast but I could put my time in responsibly if I can get everything else in order do you know what I mean I do remember the message Sophie sent me I sent you this this makes my life easier and yours more important <laughs> yeah, <right? no. laughs> the first thing she, did, she just sent Jake a message just a new template please use this please use this <laughs> but it um no it it worked well and it was it was nice um we're talking about what are the goals of the podcast this year now really it's sort of for me I'll go I'll start with me it's doing more giveaways because giveaways was something I was always going to do I didn't want to build the platform off giveaways but it's something that as we start to make things as little keepsakes for the channel and things like that it'd be nice to give them away it'd also be nice to 
Um, we're always open to if any players do listen to this, by the way, to um, get in touch and give us things to give away and we will give it give stuff away. But yeah, I've got like loads of old Wednesday. I've got old Wednesday programs. I've got old Wednesday videos, things like that. stuff that would be nice for the older fans among the fan base as well to be like, oh yeah, I'd enter that. Um, and it'd be a mutual thing. We'll get some subscribers. We'll get some followers on the, the Twitter and also we get to give away things. But yeah, my goal is to just basically keep doing what we're doing and not just focus on growth in terms of numbers, but focus on healthy growth mm. in the fact that I don't care if I'm putting something on Twitter and it's getting like 3000 views. If when I put a podcast out, I'm not getting the same sort of like reaction or engagement or people are enjoying it as much. Do you know what I mean? Because I've just gone for the cheap click. You don't want it to be mutually exclusive. I'm letting Jack do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it to be like mutually exclusive. You want it to be a paired yeah. growth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we are doing the more fun stuff. We, we kind of like, we are doing the more fun stuff with, with Jack. So we, I will filter into Jack because Jack is, we've talked about like, what do we want to do on the Twitter and how do we want to do it? But what are your sort of goals this year? For the- um, I just, I, I want us to effectively just get more outreach really for people to sort of think the Sheffield Wednesday podcast and then uh, this podcast to be the first one that comes into the heads. That's your goal, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of just what I want us collectively to achieve. But yeah, just to be able to, stand up and think yes we we are definitely competing with the big boys i think etc and and not like a little not like a say a black sheep of the crowd and be one of the front runners in everybody's minds and like yes we're we are serious about this not just yeah. a, do you know what i mean i know i like you know I, I, I like that yeah i, I think it's because i've dri- obviously driven kind of vision of like yes we are going to we are where we want to be respectable yeah. we deserve to be up there etc so I think it's because I've always, I have always neglected the audio side. So I've not pushed it in that mm. fact. The fact that we've got our heads together, we could probably possibly do a little bit more of that. But I've been a video product first, right? Mm. Uh, in terms of media content, because I want people to be able to see us. I want to be able to be, feel like they're in the room and high quality audio and decent quality video is is my goal on that, you know? So I always did that and that, that um, was something that I was like, yeah, let's let's bring it, bring one it there. The, one of the main key things was you got a good camera and you got a good mic. You're doing. <laughs> yeah, I did actually yeah. say that to him. Yeah. Well, no, somebody who's got the gear but no idea, Jake, was the case. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's uh, we can we can we can work with this. And then yeah, and I know a personal goal as well. Just me overall is I want to be able to step up to be the same quality as you two in having one of these rather than my little <laughs> tiny oh, little webcam. Like that webcam Even though it's a, it's a good quality, like you wouldn't believe that that solo episode I did was actually, a load of people said, are you really recording that on a webcam? And I, I want to be able to have one of these that you, that we've got here recording today rather than just, oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good webcam, but it's still a webcam. Because yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking I'm behind everybody else. I'm not producing the same level as, as other people. And yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's just me in general. I'm very, I'm not very good to it's praise not, myself. It's nice to have that ambition. <laughs> I think it's because I think people think, I don't want to be in competition with people, but I want, oh, yeah. I yeah, want yeah, sort absolutely. of like the, in terms of, I, like, I want the, what's the saying? High tides raise all boats. That yeah. sort of yeah. thing. I'd like it to be a case of like, we raise all the people. It, well, mm. It's a we, case of, we bring people yeah. in the community. We raise, we, we sort of do that. We, we don't have any sort of like, because there is a bit of like bickering and stuff that goes off in the Wednesday fan base. And I try and sort of stay away from all of that. But I think also being involved in that, if you are involved in that, it actually gets you reach up. But I don't yeah, want to go that way. Do you know what I mean? So it's a case of just trying to 
trying to do it organically and trying to do it properly, yeah. you know, and, and things like that. And um, I know you've been very keen on being like, well, no, I really enjoy this part when, cause you've joined from the side mm. of it. I want this, I want yeah. you to this go for it. Yeah. 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 And, I, kind of thing. and I, do, I do get that. I do get that. I'm very, I, as I've said to you in the past, I'm very, ta- I'm very conscious about, I never want this to be seen as a competition with anything mm. or anyone. Cause also, as I said before, I don't consume other media content purposely because I can keep solely objective yeah. on this. Yeah. Football media, I don't consume. Apart from now, I am sorry for people who don't like, I do find myself watching talk sport clips. Um, <laughs> but, but, but like, it's like, I just, it's just there in the shorts as well, isn't yeah. it? So you're just yeah. like, right, well, I'm watching this then. But I don't consume it. I didn't consume other people's career modes. And then when I actually did once, I was like, okay, I can nick a bit of that. But that's the thing. I try not to have that brain. Do you know what I mean? I don't want, just to further my point as well, I don't want it to be a case of us rising up by stepping on everybody else. I want us to be rising up there out of a respect factor. We just need to do what we used to do. Yeah. yeah. We used to do really, really engaging podcasts that had everything in. And then I had to start cutting bits out. Right. So it's almost like, when other people fill that gap and they start doing that, it's almost like if we start doing it, why are you doing that all of a sudden? Yeah. We actually used to do this. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't have the time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's coming back. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, goals for you, Jake? Um, building up the community a bit more. Getting more Wednesday fan talking in the kind of thing, being able to have like the dickle calls in and having more of that, more of a community base and getting other people's opinions. And I think, the way this podcast goes, we have got it to a point where we know how to run it and how to do it. And there's always going to be something you want to improve on. It's just common nature with anything you make that content. You don't stay at one level and don't improve. And there's always going to be bits where we're all going to improve on something. If it's production, if it's how we mm-hmm. set something together. I think the nice thing about this is that we all respect one another's opinions. So everyone's got a say on how we can do it. And, and yeah, we, we have people go, um, you should do this more on your stuff. But like, like it's on Dexter's channel, but it's all our podcast. Yeah. yeah. It. It's not just Dexter's podcast. It's everyone to help out. On. No, it's mine. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. Joking. I was joking. I was joking. He's joking. But it is, it is that whole thing. I pay the bills, but that's yeah. about yeah. as mine as it is. Yeah. It's about building that community a bit more. And I think we've got a good community already. And I still think it can go from where it is there Mm. to there and get more people involved. I just think it works, right? There's also a case of like, if punk punk doesn't like hosting as much, like when you're just on your own hosting, I think you've got better at it. I've got better at it. But for me hosting, I, because I'm used to knowing how to host my channel, yeah. Um, when I'm hosting someone else's child, there's some of that like anxiety going, I've got to get this right. Got to make sure yeah, it's in this way. way yeah. that how it's got to be. But I'm getting better because I've done it more often. Yeah. I think when I host, I go too fast because if I don't, if I go slowly, my brain kind of catches up and that's when I have medical issues. That's why it's always fast. And people always say, why you talk so fast? I have to do that to keep my brain yeah. at an even level. Like you noticed it on my video recently mm-hmm. where I'm having seizures and I don't know I'm having them. And you've gone, are you okay? And it's nice actually having you know that kind of thing. But it is that thing where I'm trying to slow myself down because it's one thing you said, you need to slow down a bit when I'm talking on yep. the hosting to get my stuff out. But 
I also know on the medical side, if I slow down, I don't want to send you that clip. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get that. And that's why it's also a case of like, I try not to put that on you. I think what a lot of people don't realize is hosting is a completely different gig. Yeah. It's like, I have it battered at me when I have like people on and stuff like, oh, he doesn't really inject too much football in opinion. I'm like, technically that's not my job or what I'm here to do. I will do it. But when I'm hosting a two-person podcast specifically, somebody's got to keep everything on and then bounce off the the opinions of the other person you are presenting that, and then you are taking it back upon yourself. That is the whole point. You've got to keep the show running while you do it. And when there's more people there, it's actually not even nicer in a way because I can bring that. It's harder in distance when mm. we're digital because yeah. there's latency. Absolutely. But like being able to bring that between someone and then have that and then be able to give my opinion. It, there's more bounce off, but when you're hosting it, you still got to keep it on track. It's like we're, us three are in a room now, yeah. but I still got to keep things running. Do you know what I mean? So oh, it's yeah. like, I can bring it here and I can hit, keep it here, but it's still, and Sophie's here. Sorry. I'm so used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said us three. She's just like, yeah, uh, us three. Just these three guys and a yeah. ghost in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, now the, uh, I've still got to keep it. I've still got to keep the cogs turning on that. That's why you're good at doing the hosting, though, as well, because you're very good at knowing where to come in to bring in the topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we've done hosting, where we've done, I try to do a similar job to you, but I've not got that ability. That you also it? cut off my segues all the time. Yes, I did. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, I know and I'm I like, yeah, there's going to be a topic cut, especially because I'm going to have some new graphics soon for the breakouts that I might even put in the full episodes of the podcast with cuts and stuff like that. Well, and you're, that's going to be a nightmare with you. I'll just <laughs> yeah. be like, shut up. <laughs> shut, shut up. up. <laughs> I'm just going to have a button Stop that just, just <laughs> Yeah, Stop ruining the flow. <laughs> but yeah, now, um, so if you got any goals you'd like to do with the podcast, I know you got a lot of goals in starting new positions and careers and things like that. But um, in terms of the podcast... Um, what would I like? I mean, you've you've finally let me on. Like episode. <laughs> is, is, is she has been she has been requesting to be on here for <laughs> yeah. not, not decades worth of episodes. Like people have gone. Well, why don't you talk to Sophie about it? Why don't mm, you? Yeah. Da, 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 da. I have seen the comments. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you become a member at the five pound tier, then I might bring Sophie on once every four months or something, and we'll have a so conversation I you meant about it. I was like, I live with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there's that side. Carry on. I was like, where would I be a member? Um, it's great content. Um, what would I like? I'd like, I'd like it to just keep going at the pace it's going. What I would like to see is maybe, obviously, like we've talked about the community, we've talked about like bringing more people in. We love a diverse opinion. Yes. We love... Um, don't like how undiverse my analytics are. No. no. <laughs> if you would like to see how undiverse the analytics are, <laughs> press join. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, we... Can I, I want more. I, I want more. And I say this as I'm interrupting a female voice. I would like more <laughs> female voices and opinions <laughs> on the podcast. Cancel him. It's a case of... <laughs> And that in general, and not for the sake of it, right? But yeah. for a different perspective that I might not have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not like for a, for, for a sake of it. In terms of like, because often I find that when I speak to a lot of um, women in football, their perspective on things is slightly different because there's, yeah, di there's different games and there's different experiences around it. It's different. Like if you're talking about diversity amongst men and stuff like that, 
the diversity isn't really too much of a thing. There's exclusion and things like that, but a lot of young lads, no matter, uh, you know, like culture or whatever, mm. a lot of young lads get put out on a football pitch, yeah. you know? So there's a lot more of that there. But with with women in football, there's been a different vi- vibe of that. And it would be nice to have more of those opinions in. So basically, I know that I know there's not a lot of you, <laughs> but I know there's some of well, you that listen. I only know of Soph and M. Hi, M, if you're enjoying this. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I know those two. I know a few more female that listen to this podcast. Everybody else I know that listens to it are males. So it's, but I'd like just write in, write in. Let's hear your opinion on it. You know, Um, let's, let's have you on a community call, that sort of thing. Even if you don't want a group of guys to read it out, I will be happy to read it out because I know that that can be a thing. Lots of male voices reading a female's opinions can be a bit intimidating. Just having different voices, basically. Sheffield Wednesday is a huge club. Oh. And I know, yeah, that's the first and only time I'm going to say it. So relish it. The word's massive, by the way, but carry on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You may continue. Oh, thank you, sir. Please still come on the podcast. Uh, um, female voices. Just this is our level of banter between us. This isn't a common occurrence. They are. A, they are a couple, by the way. Yeah, like, just in case yeah. you didn't. Not you weren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, because it's apparently because right. This is actually there's a layer to this joke. That's not a threat to me. This is because yesterday she said your horoscope says that in August you're going to break up with me, and I'm like, what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> Horoscopes. It's a somebody brought in some <coughs> horoscopes to work, and um, it was like a year long one. So obviously, I read mine, and I was like, "Oh right, cool, nothing to write home about." Read James's. It was like in August, your relationship will come into question as you decide to move things on with your own personal life, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> yeah, so I got grilled. <laughs> At least August's warm. Carry on. <laughs> Um, Let's yeah. move this on, There's, please. Like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Can't be quiet. I get that it's intimidating, and it's a place that sometimes female voices feel like they're not going to be heard or listened to or mm. respected. Or, but I can promise you, especially from these three, that it would be. And we would love to hear that side because a lot of times it does become very narrow in what what we can talk about. Yeah. So having a different opinion, like when we brought Jack in, it brings a different vibe. It brings different topics. It you know we can take it different directions, and I think that would be interesting. Yeah. It also goes back to that whole thing of football being for everyone, which sometimes it doesn't feel like it. There shouldn't be a situation where the her game movement had been made. That should not have been a thing. But the fact that that's a thing says how much we need to include more female voices into football and mm. other people's thoughts and opinions. Matter. Can I say specifically as well, female voices in men's football is not a sin. Like it's Absolutely. not like it's, I'm sick of seeing that. Like oh well, yeah, they've got the women's game because that's the thing with the women's game becoming bigger. Mm. Oh well, they've got the women's game, but no, but. 
I, I should be able game to, yeah, and vice versa. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I should be able to speak, and I'm sure I would be able to speak on the women's game without an, um, an eyelash battered. Do you know what I mean? So it's a case of why not go, why would it not be the same the other way around? You know, so it's, yeah, every voice here. Unless you're an arse. Yeah, if yeah. you're an arse, don't bother. We yeah. don't want you. Should we move on? Let's, yes. <laughs> Feels very uncomfortable. It's been very, it's been very Didn't think the horoscope story. story. I, honestly, I was blindsided by that yesterday. I was like, yep. Yeah, right. What can I do with the information? What, what do you want me to do here? Just tell me why you're going to leave me. <laughs> you're confronting me with cosmic subjects here. I do not have control Jack, over the universe. Jack, you're free in August. We might not have someone to help us out. May I maybe I'm dead? Ooh. 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 Then we'll mourn you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I died. I died last year. Apparently. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. RIP nice. Puncture 41 is, was a big thing. I shouldn't joke about that, really. No. Because if my mother ever caught wind, she'd kill me. And then they would kind of defeat the... the, the yeah. yeah, they would. Yeah. You know. Um, <coughs> but, yes. Let's move on. Phil Carpenter writing, writes in... Phil Carpenter might be now. In. Uh, says, Hi, guys. Congratulations on reaching the century mark. The various episodes have been very informative, enlightening... enlightening and humorous at times. Keep it going. Only he didn't times. actually put the comma there. I put the comma there. <laughs> um, keep it going. And it comes just after Darren Moore has reached a century of games as our manager. So bearing that in mind, how do you compare your podcast performances over the hundred episodes to that of Darren over his hundred performances with the team? I know he has more money at his disposable disposal than you, but what improvements do you see that need to be made with the podcast and the club? I would also be interested to hear how and why all of you guys became Wednesday fans. This is a cracking question. To following Phil someone else. Does a really yeah. Good yeah, Phil's great. Um, in terms of the improvements, I think it's a case of <laughs> the more support we get, the more I can reinvest into the channel um, and the more I can um, bring. It just takes the pressure off, right? So in terms of the improvements, they will come as the channel grows and that's just a just a side and side and side, the, the side of it, you know, that we'll bring it there. I'm looking at different content as well. It's not just the, the podcast growth. It's if the general channel the grows, like the FIFA videos do well, if, the, if, if any sort of like content like that does and we find that niche, I can grow the platform to a place where we can bring people in. It's just about making sure that us guys have a voice somewhere uh, in terms of other content, in terms of people, clubs like we get a lot of DMs from f- people asking us to go on podcasts and things like that and that sort of thing to keep coming, just keeping the growth there and we'll do that. But people need to understand we're not going to come on and we're not going to give you your sound bites, your your, your clickbait sound bites. Well, we might, but we're not going to come on and basically say something that you can then clip for the next. No context and you get Yeah, you can clip it. it. Well, not even that, but like just just so you can clip it when you actually Mm. be, say say we're coming on a preview and you're going to say something you get try and get us to say something, so then when it comes out, you can mock us at the end. We wouldn't, yeah. It'd be yeah. Like you said this and look what we did, kind of thing. And yeah, there are some podcasts that. Do yeah, that. it's weird. I've had a few reach out and then send me like, uh, I said, I you one of us has gone on or something, and yeah. then like they've they, they, we've lost, and they've been really weird yeah. about it. Hmm. Yeah, I won't mention which no. which which couple of those were. I think you're knowing which one I meant. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, interesting. Goals? Apart from what we spoke about, I think we're fine with goals, aren't we? 
I, I think just improve as we can overall. I, I think yeah, we've just yeah. covered that, really. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, personally, again, I just want to improve my overall setup to be a lot more slick and professional and not just... That's the thing with... I feel, with, I feel you're like but you're own, at a better starting point than Jake was. I feel though. like yeah. my own personal oh, yeah, starting point now, where I am right now, is very cobbled together and not very, no, like, no, thought no, out. No it's because, do you know what it's your problem is? Go. You keep sorry. Too, oh, no, you keep updating OBS. Stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what what you've got now is nowhere near what I thought of with when mm. I thought of this. It was all over the place. It took ages to get it right. The big thing that's been the biggest improvement on my side is my audio. Mm. My mm. audio was terrible when we first did episodes. And then you're already there. What you're saying is cobbled together. That's a perfect starting point. Because I, I often, I, I've, I'm such an idiot for comparing myself to everybody else and sort of thinking where I'm at right now compared to where people I know are at, I think I'm forever going to be playing catch up and I'm never going to like properly reach somewhere. But then I actually sit back and look and maybe someone's been doing it for like five years longer, you know, the last five years, whereas I've only been doing remotely anything like this for even, what, eight months now-ish, yeah. something like that. not. I've barely even started and I need to stop being so self-critical and start thinking. You also got to remember. On this, I also on, hate that I'm talking about myself so much right now. But, but you also got to remember on the, on the side, on the side of like gear. Yeah. It's stuff that James have built up over so many years yeah. of doing uni and music side. I've never come from money. No. So it's like, I've had to build things up over time and be clever with my purchases mm. and buy stuff that's going to last me. Like you buy I'm in trouble if certain things go bang. Like not so much anymore because I've I've worked to a point where I can probably like replace bits for a while, depending on certain bits. But like I've bought bit by bit by bit and added it all together to a place where now I can make decent content. I'd still love a red camera. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or something. You know, I would look like. Yeah, the- my first Wednesday video was on a webcam like you. Really? It was on a webcam and it was on inbuilt camera speakers. Oh. On the webcam speakers. Can I see Jake's first camera angle? Yeah, I've, that was it. <laughs> I've seen the, his very first Oh, hang on. Video sorry, on no. No, hang on. It was up there. It was, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't play. I couldn't More Mohican than anything yeah. else. It was more Mohican because I was trying to get it in shot and I couldn't get the right distance because it was a webcam. But the thing is, what your. You're in a really good position because there's a lot of good gear out now that you can get in at a quite decent price range without breaking the bank. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say it's also a case of um, you can you can pick you can just pick so much. Like the USB microphones have become great. Mm. There's stuff that you can you can. It's just knowing how to dial it in on the back end. Mm. Like we, like I'm borrowing a piece of kit off you that mm. I'm going to be able to because even with my back-end processing like the front end now is going to be a lot easier to bring stuff in it's going to be less we're trying to basically make it easier Mm. to be able to keep producing the same content and that's what gear helps with the thing is it won't help if you've not got a general idea of how to do things so like even when i say like when i talk about the podcast probably being its baseline worst week you know it's still at a baseline that is a standard that i can put out oh yeah you know so it's a case of there's that that comes over with time and experience have been like right i want to put that out there has been times first time ever this year where i knew it was going to be a terrible week and we didn't i said we're not even sitting down to record first time ever let's cancel it because there's nothing and i'm i'm you're you and me are feeling a bit crap yeah we're in a place where we would just be dragging ourselves through this and it's we'll be dragging ourselves trying to find something to talk about and we'd be wasting that we also said to ourselves to each other let's just because back 
when it was a, we might have tried to puff dunk, but we know where we are now. The thing is, though, we could all, we could also in the first first episodes they were like two and a half hours, three yeah, hours yeah. long, <laughs> and I loved them. Yeah, but you had the time then because yeah. it was a whole everyone was yeah. stuck yeah. at home. Yeah. Whereas we don't have that now, so we don't always have the luxury to be able to have these expansive episodes that we really enjoy doing. And then I remember having yeah. to send the first stuff on the one to it was like. This is big. It can take it in like sections. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you. Yeah, you used to segment it all, and I was on terrible Wi-Fi back then, <laughs> and I was just watching it. And I used to have to set things to upload, and it take about three hours. And then I get back to my internet, and it was like, yeah. And I just can't do it. It's like where we, where we are mainly now. Like if you like you had to send me that <laughs> podcast, I had to basically just set it to upload overnight because I knew it was gonna take about three hours. It's just. We've not got the infrastructure to be in this all streaming mm. world eating in this country yet. Until they've got gigabit everywhere, it's not going to be ideal. But yeah, in terms of how I became a Wednesday fan, I've told this story before. I'm not going to go on and on and on about it. Yeah. My uncle gave me, so I had a Man United shirt on when I was about four. Was like, Ripped nope, not happening and gave me a Wednesday shirt. Um, because I was just going around the playground and like I wanted to kick a football about or something. No, I can't remember how old I was exactly, but like it was at age enough to not really know enough about football. But everybody else is wearing this. Can I have it? And he was like, "You're not doing that. Yeah, you're not doing that." And then I learned more, and then I yeah, and then I went to. I used to go on the um, you know, the community programs they oh, did in the half terms, football, football camps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. Still got the trophies from that somewhere, that sort of thing. Um, and I went through phases of being a fat kid to a to a skinny kid doing all the different levels of, of that there. But I used to, yeah, I used to go to, the, I used to probably go to them camps every every half term for about four years. Yeah, and I used to love them. I used to hate get. I used to, has anybody else got this? I used to get hate getting changed in PE. So I used to like yeah. hate putting like my, my boots on a machine. There was just a, an, a, a, a fear with it and that fear yeah. and anxiety of doing it. Yeah. I still, uh, yeah, I, that's the thing I hated. It's like when I go to the gym now, the, the thing I hate is like having to get ready for it. I don't go to the gym anymore, but um, I have to exercise at home controlled. Um, <laughs> that sounds, yeah, I've just made that sound like it could have a double entendre. That. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> It's like when I watched an interview with Henry Cavill the other day, and he was like, "They were like, they were like, you weight lift a lot." And he went, "Yeah." And he went, "Do you do cardio?" He went, "Well, I do." Yeah. And he went, "I do that at home." And he went, and the host was like, "What?" And he was like, "I think they got it." What? Oh no, I don't run. And then suddenly people start going, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah." And he, was, and he was like, "I think they get it." Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, Jake, go on. My my grandma, uh, she grew up on Bramall Lane, and she was a Wednesday fan, uh, and I got it from there, and then. As I was getting older, my dad's support of Wednesday, and I was like getting to that point where what teams was I was looking at to support. And I remember my grandma just turned turn around and came in and went, You're supporting Wednesday. If you don't support Wednesday, I'll disown you. That yeah. was her line. Yeah. And I was only little. I was like, Okay, I'm a Wednesday fan then. And I just went from there. How but, different our lives would have been, eh? Oh, yeah. On them. Yeah, so I actually, throughout primary school, I was horrendously bu- bullied to the point where I, for some weird reason, associated all of the school bullies that I had all played football. And I was like, I don't want to be like them. And they like football because it's all they ever talk about and all they ever do at playtime, whatever. So I'm not going to like football. And I was like adamant about it. But even though 
when I was eight, my godfather, who was my dad's best friend, got me and him, got me and my dad tickets to see Blackpool at home. And it was like a 4-4 draw or something, or like a, 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 it was a really incredible draw or whatever. And then I was like, hmm, no, I'm sticking from, with my guns, whatever. And then another couple of years went by and then I was 11 and in secondary school and my, one of my dad's friends from it, from the cricket club he used to play for got us tickets to Carl. It was that Carlisle at home. Yeah. And do you remember Mikhail Antonio cracked a rib Yeah, and he was playing, that. just holding his side for the entire game. And ever since there, I was like, I've been such an idiot. And I absolutely fell in love head over heels with it. And then as soon as we got promoted, I was like, dad, can we get a season ticket, please? And we had a season ticket all through the, all through the championship Mandarich era. And then we moved down and then, yeah. And then right as Chancery took over, we moved down south. And we missed all the good times. We missed the playoff years. It had to be a remote thing. You did it again. So. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I said Chancery, not rather than Chancery, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, God's sake. But yeah, that's basically, I, I was a late bloomer, actually, <laughs> overall, in terms of loving Wednesday and stuff. No, but you've got the thing that you can tell. And I think you can tell it with all Wednesday fans is this this re- and any football fan is this this real vivid strong memory of your initial time as a Wednesday fan. Like I remember that because the first season I went was when we got promoted at Cardiff in yeah. that playoff. I just remember being on a coach. Um, oh, because I went, we went down on the coach because I I I um I have probably realised this as I've got older. I was like, why didn't we go on the car? It's probably because my uncle wanted to get on the bevies. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> this as a 10-year-old. Um, but yeah, we uh, we def- we went there and I've only just thought about that. I was like, why did we go on yeah. the coach? I never realised. Because <laughs> we had to get a coach really early. Mm. And really, like, yeah. I will say something. That is something that I'm very impressed with football fans. They are very dedicated to their club because some of the times that some of the away fans have to get up and travel mm. and then you hear them going i have to get up to work tomorrow and they're yeah. like can't do that i'm having a second no but we always used to we always used to go and just um <laughs> we sat up when i was 10 i we didn't sit on the cop i sat on the south no the north we sat on the north yeah. um because my mum wouldn't let me go on the cop she wouldn't let my uncle take me on the cock she was like not happening my mum my mum my uncle they were all they all grew up in hillsborough mm. So they all, that's as close as you get, pretty much. They live in yeah. Hillsborough. Um, so it's a case of, she knew everything about it. She was like, you're not going on the cops. And I never, I was like, okay, fine. And I was always had this drilled into me as a kid, like, oh, it can get quite rough and stuff like that. And I'll never forget the first uh, Steel City derby I went to when I was younger. I was walking back up with my uncle. Uh, from the ground and I could see one of the Wednesday obviously I realised that this would be in an ultra at that point yeah. uh, they were ringing where they were organising the, the scrap yeah. for United Wednesday and I was like oh <laughs> yeah you know you can so it's <clears throat> it's uh, there's certain things you can remember vividly from when you yeah. were, you were, you were, you were in your younger one of my big life. memories was when we got relegated from Premier League and I remember crying because I knew how bad the football I was about to go down and what was. And then I cried when Carboni and Decanio left, because I was like, these are two players I'm never going to see. I think you'd have cried game. a lot harder now if you'd have known how like bad that was aside oh, from yeah. where we were going yeah. now. Yeah. Do you know, like, I think you it, said it, by the way, 
know. He said it. He did. But he also, do you know what? He didn't need to say it because back then yeah, it was the premiership. Which is fantastic. I also remember sitting on a stairs in like a masonette we rented when Crystal Palace dumped us down. And I'm thinking, Darren Pierce, you absolute idiot. Because he just didn't turn up for that game. Mm. And it just annoyed me. It annoyed me how much passion we had as a fan base. And they couldn't show it. It was the game that uh, Liam Clark broke his foot because he kicked the football advertisements. Because he celebrated, I think he scored and he kicked the foot. And he broke his foot and he got subbed off. And I just remember, you absolute idiot, we need you now. Why would you do that? But it's like when you go through all this kind of stuff, like you say, I think football can actually make you a tougher person because in terms of mentally, because some people got clubs who are just so bad and that's all they know is the pain and misery. You know what I mean? Yeah, no complete. Sophie, how did you become a Wednesday fan? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I think... I love how she's going to answer this. This is fantastic. (laughs) Keep going. I wouldn't say that I am a fan. I would say... Get out, no. <laughs> You're never coming on here again. <laughs> you, you had your one chance. That's why he's going to leave me. It'll <laughs> <laughs> get too much. Yeah. I think I have this sort of weird soft spot for Wednesday. Rather mm, yeah. than... I would never say that I am a fan because... You're not a fan of football, though, I'm not a fan of football. Like, would you say you're a keen observer kind of thing? She has to be because I, I don't have to be. stop watching it. Bless her. It's- I'm, like, I'm literally always on, and she's just like, "I'll just play Sims." I mean, my Stardew Valley farm is incredible, <laughs> but it's very. It, I have this sort of, I won't say like morbid interest. It's very interesting to me to look at it from an outside perspective, seeing how invested people are, how mm. much it means to people, like. Sometimes some of the moods that James comes back in after he's been to a match, and I'm like, it's just a game. The thing is, though, like, <laughs> like it, it's we- it is weird that because I've had different dynamics through my life, and when you relationships with different people who don't see the prioritize of it, do you know what I mean? But like, the difference is, I think you got it straight away. That's the that's the big thing. Like, I understand that it's very important. Yeah, but like yeah. when I ke- when I come back after a match, like we genuinely was like, it was. It's still sort of a thing where, like, I'll mope for like ten minutes, and then we'll just get distracted and go and do something. And that's been a difference in the dynamic of. I think if you're like, if your partner doesn't like football and they're adamant about it, it can actually make you more of a point where you're just like, I just don't want to be around yeah. anyone, and I, I don't because like, you don't get it. But like with Sophie, if we like, I'll be like, I'm moping for ten minutes, and then we like, we'd like get distracted and go and do something or something, and then I've actually found that oh. This, the, you can have a different dynamic with it rather than feeling. I mean, don't get me wrong. The playoffs, it was. I was like, I'm not talking to anyone for yes. <laughs> for for the evening. I will say the playoff was harder as a content creator because we couldn't just switch off. Yeah, and go. We ate this. This is horrible. We yeah. have to do that episode. Like, do we have to do that? You <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that I definitely have a, a soft spot for Wednesday, and I enjoy how it makes people feel. If that makes hmm. sense, like yeah. seeing everybody on a on a high at the minute after seeing how bad it has been, it's refreshing. It's weird. It's weird <laughs> because I've only been with James five years. Yeah, coming up to five years. Yeah, isn't it? it's very. So when we first got together, you were not in a good. 
place in terms of football. No. It was not. You could just say that in general, to be fair, <laughs> when, we got, when we first met. Yeah. I was 23 and it was it was an interesting, my, my year, year 23 of my life was an interesting year. <laughs> carry on. Was, um, Sorry. I keep interrupting and I'm not saying you're like, oh, you must carry on, by the way. I'm <laughs> correcting myself. I realise this. I've been asking for female voices and I keep going, carry on, like I'm ordering you about. <laughs> I am conscious of this. I'm just saying I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. <laughs> just keep digging yeah. that hole deeper, James. With yeah. you, I wouldn't think about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now she, she's shone the spotlight on it and I'm like, ah. <laughs> like my family are all um, Huddersfield Town fans. That's where it comes from for the people that where I've edged around it for a while and she's admitted it on the podcast, so I guess that's in law now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's part of the lore. Um, <laughs> seeing the dynamic between my family and James's passion <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> so it's more of the fact that I like to just sit at the back and watch them bot go at it. Do you know what's even better? And be like, yeah, but... We got Jordan Rose, yeah, but we've sold him back to you and he's got glass legs. Yeah, I didn't know back. <laughs> like, I didn't know any of the history oh. of like what had happened. So I was just like, what's going on? Like, what are you on about? Yeah. It was and when I walked in and I was like, yeah. You've given three years. <laughs> Three years, or was it four or three? Four, four. I was like, it was four years, and even and even uh, your brother-in-law was like, I don't, I, I love him, but what? I'm a bit worried about that. And I was like, you should be. Yeah. And if we look at where they are now, mm. Mm. <laughs> it, we're swapping. That's what I was going to say. The best thing is at the end of the season. Yeah. Whoop! <laughs> we might be swapping. Play. I can't wait. I actually can't wait. So if you would like to hear the Huddersfield Town Sheffield Wednesday dynamic, I'm sure it could be arranged. Yeah. Well, there's no, there was no real rivalry there before. Yeah. Obviously, there was only Forestieri's fun bus and all of that sort of stuff. And when when I met Soph, that that was that Forestier, all that sort of stuff yeah. was in the past. Um, her dad likes to wind wind me up and stuff because he doesn't re- he didn't realize he knew Wednesday were big, but I was like, you do realize we've won way more than Huddersfield Town ever have. Yeah, but uh, my dad's a basketball player. Yeah, there's there's, there's that. You know, he's there's, not. He was. He, he was. He loved sport. But, but then his, his knees became biscuits. Yeah. But if you. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordan Rose. to be a basketballer <laughs> like you until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> I mean, they used to play in Converse. Oh. And yeah. then their halftime snack was full sugar 7 Up. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> he was sponsored by 7 Up, nice. so he had to drink it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, interesting how fast sport has come. But yeah, like football. It's always been like a back thing in my family. They're not mm. super fussed. I mean, they're all town supporters. We didn't even know my granddad went to town games until he died. Really? <laughs> no, we had no idea. <laughs> like, um, one of my mum was out one day and <coughs> she was like, somebody came up to her. He was like, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. And she was like, Who are you? And I was like, Oh, I used to sit next to him at football. And she, and she thought he meant like, you know, like community yeah. football sort of thing, because he used to run the cricket club. And he was like, oh, no, no, town, Huddersfield. <laughs> and she was like, my dad went to 
football match. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done for about, I don't know, 45 years. <laughs> I, I, I swear, the more I hear about your granddad, the more I'm convinced he lived a double life. Oh, he did. He 100% did. Like, he just used to ignore him when he saw him in public. They'd be like, hey, granddad. And he was just like, blank him. <laughs> just like, I'm, I'm concerned he had like a different family. and just Yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, coming from that, it is, it's, it's more entertaining for me, I think, to see, how, like, Chef, to see Wednesday and how, because, I don't know, it's one of those things that you can be passionate about from being four to mm. 104 and nobody bats an eyelid. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a very interesting thing. You never kind of grow out of football. No. Mm. Whereas it's like, I get I, the, unlike the, Pokemon the, cards. Exa- that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> Where people say I get mocked for that. Yeah. You're, you're in your late twenties and you like Pokemon. I was like, cards, allow bro. me one thing from my childhood, but it's the it's a similar yeah. thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like if there's something you've liked since that long, and for some reason that bit, just that one thing. Don't get me wrong, right? I'm not a massive child in the fact that oh, I'm going to watch it or I'm going to be like, I'm not. I'll be honest, it's kids stuff. I'm not into that. However, it has twitched the collection side of my brain, and it's just that. It's That's just all the it is. Collecting just it just and, the hobby of yeah. like being, you know, coll- collecting you get certain the same things. Thing with men of a certain age, if they like video games. People collect stamps. Yeah. <laughs> and airfit models. Yeah. People collect pencils. And pen- People sit in rooms and paint <laughs> little figures. Well, Henry Cavill does that, and he's yeah. doing quite well. So. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, let people enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah. I think there's such a stigma about you're not allowed to enjoy it because it's for kids or you're not allowed to enjoy it because it's... If somebody likes to collect Pokemon cards, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think people need to mind their own bit. That's the thing in a lot of things. Mind your own business. Is it hurting you? No. Get a grip. Find something you enjoy. Okay? Maybe you'll find some, but maybe you'll find somebody one day that will like <laughs> actually make you feel something inside. <sighs> but to bring it back onto Phil's question, to compare the last hundred games, oh yeah, of, oh, yeah. <laughs> to compare the last hundred episodes of Talking Wednesday to Darren Moore's hundred games in charge, I will start off by saying, I would say actually it's been quite a similar track for me personally because I would have never like in a million years to anyone else have reached out and said, yeah, I, I want to be on the community special or whatever and found this blossoming friendship here. And <laughs> Don't look at me like that, James. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and so you don't know, I don't know if you know about this or not, but I actually wrote Darren Moore a letter. Yes, you've told me about this. I told you about this. You can so, say it on the podcast. I yes. don't think you've... I wrote Darren Moore a letter and even Carlos, I would have never have written in a letter or anything like that, but for the various factors that I discussed on that community special all that time ago, I was totally like out of Wednesday and Darren Moore brought me back in on my own and stuff. And I don't know if he's ever even read that letter, if it ever even got to his hand or anything, but if it did, like, I just hope that he read it and appreciates it and whatever, but I don't think you're alone in that though. Like he brought me back in and I was so convinced. I was like, I can't Mm. really watch Wednesday anymore now. What's the point? Because this big fact has gone and he's brought me back in on my own and like it's uh, and you guys being part of this community brought me to thinking yeah you know what why not why not reach out and say yes i'd like to be on the community special because look what's happened since then you know this is the thing that i don't think you're alone cop into is it set of our fan base who's are in that position where the seeing what Darren Moore's doing community wise or reaching out it's making people like the club again when they didn't Mm. 
Yeah. Because there's been such a disconnect from fans, managers. That season where we had the Tony Pulis, Lee Bullen, it was so hard to find an identity. Darren Moore come in and said, the identity is we are one team and one community. You hear it in the press conference all the time. It's always talking about community. And I don't think we've had that in such a long time. No, I don't. I, I, I agree with you. It's, I think our, in, if, if I'm going to directly compare it to performance, I think um, as Darren Moore is going on a solid run, we're, gonna start, we're about to go on yeah. a solid run. So it's, um, I think we started off stronger than Darren Moore. <laughs> Please don't clip at... this if anything bad happens. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, we I think we started off stronger than Darren Moore because Darren Moore obviously got us not got us relegated, but he was the manager when mm. we got relegated and we started this like I couldn't believe the engagement we got on this podcast when we first started it. I'm not gonna lie. It was weird. Like like we were getting like over like we got immediately got over two thousand listeners and I was like what? Because <laughs> I did not, and it's not that anymore. By the way, it's it's it's, it's dropped about a quarter of that, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's probably probably averagely if you combine the audio, probably a little bit more. But yeah, it's mm. probably but about. Again, it's like well, it's understandable. Like it. But yeah, and I'm not talking in terms of viewers of uh, listeners of all the content. I'm talking about the ones that listen to the whole podcast all the way through. Mm. It's it's probably, but in that time, for the first four months, first thirty episodes. 2000, 2000, 2000, 3000 and it peaked around there. And then obviously it, then it, it came out and it was one of those things where like, but it'll still shoot up. Like there'll be some weeks where we get it and I'll be like, Oh, look, everyone's back because it's just that it's that it's topical. Yeah. And it's nice to see. It was like, in terms of the performance, it has its ups and downs <laughs> just like a football yeah. season does. Well, what got me, people are so shocked that me and you could actually do something together and be two, in their eyes, rival YouTube channels and actually do something. That's not what I see things that, what I think I see people is, is when people come into YouTube who don't understand YouTube just Mm. to try and gain more audience. Don't do that. No. Right? Stick to your thing and focus on your thing. If you're a really good audio performance, do that. Right? If that's your niche, do it. You don't need to go into these other spheres. And, and do it that way. Like we do the podcast and we do that uh, and we don't need to like, it's not like, well, for example, it's not like you see me immediately going in and trying everything under the sun to do this outreach. We do things gradually, you know, and I just think YouTube is one of those things that it's not the same as podcasts. You won't come on and you won't put a full form podcast on and it will bang. View. Even the best podcasts, they don't bang long-term views and their analytics aren't crazy. It's the, it's the other things around that they do that that go off, really. Um, and it focuses around people and people's lives change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you might have a schedule where it's like, yeah, I'll listen to that this week. Oh, I don't have time for the next couple mm. of weeks because I do it with the podcasts I listen to. Yeah. You know, and you have days where you'll binge alone. Exactly. So, like, you know, it's understandable. That's the, one, that's the one thing where a topical podcast falls down as well is it's not binge worthy. Mm. That's the because you need to listen to the latest thing. That's why one episode, if a load of people have got a load of free time, it'll go off. It's like we posted an episode on a Wednesday. Mm. That yours. That solo effort. And, just, and it wasn't even like that we posted mm. it. Was, it was just immediately the analytics, like within the first hour, like, boom. And I was like, yeah. ah, we need to find out a time that works for people. And talk to us. 
Let when them, would you like, like the podcast? Do, yeah. Please don't ask for it on a Sunday because I need some time to breathe. <laughs> uh, but other than that, like I would love to bring it back on a Sunday, by the way, for the record. But that is that was literally because we would watch the game in COVID, record it, and mm. have it out the next yeah. day. That was that is not possible they were anymore. Long days but if, if you look at yeah. it now as well, instead of just being like the instant spike of everyone watching it now, like it was during the COVID period. Um, it's now sort of like gradually picks up. Yes, as the week that's tail exactly ends what happens. And yeah, through yeah. the weekend, Friday, even though it comes out on a Tuesday, Friday seems it suddenly picks up on fr- on Friday. Just... Uh, the only problem I have considered moving it to a Wednesday, right? Because Talking Wednesday podcast on a Wednesday. Yeah, what? I know. Shock horror. But the only reason I've considered the only reason I have considered that is because we could talk about Saturday <laughs> Tuesday. Because when we do put the podcast out on a Tuesday, it we obviously talking about what's going to happen and then we don't talk about that much for a week. So it's possibly the best thing to do to put it out on the Wednesday, but I'm also considering standardizing the publish time. So when it goes out on audio feeds, it also goes out on video feeds because yeah. at the minute it goes out on audio feeds at 12. So you commute uh, people who get in on a lunch break sort of thing. And then the video feed comes out later. That was originally because it was the render time. So if I didn't have a, if I was getting like editing till really late, I could set it to render overnight. And then when I got back from work, I could quickly just upload it and then it would go out. Whereas the audio I could do first and then bounce that and have it ready. So in terms of the, the Wednesday, the Wednesday it would also mean we'd have more, more opportunities there because technically if we did it on a Wednesday as well, and let me know what you think about this in the comments, if this would be something when we do the live podcast, the live podcast could still could be on a Tuesday night at five, like the, the podcast come out and then they hit the audio feeds on Wednesday the next day and they, they, nothing's, interu- nothing's ever interrupted on the audio feeds. So there's that thought there. The other be- thing is with that, you've got to be very mindful of Tuesday games. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is the thing, but we do it at five o'clock. Yeah. But people would be going to the match, obviously, but it's a case of... When I work, I, at the minute, my working schedule doesn't allow for me to go to Tuesday night away days, really, or anything like that. So, and if it's going to be a home game, I'll probably do a um, dexterity watch anyway. Yeah. So it's a case of that there is options there, and I'm going to look at it all going forward. The first step is going the way we're going with the um, um, rebrand and all of that sort of stuff. But yeah, Deadly Demon writes in and says, if you could change one thing about the club, what would it be and why? Did you have anything to speak on that last topic, by the way, before? No, I didn't. That was, you were giving me that look. That's why I moved on. <laughs> That's on. just my face. <laughs> the stadium. The stadium. And it, oh, I could speak for so long on how important I think it is that we need to renovate the stadium, like wholesale. Leave, leave the South Stand as it is right now, because I think there's nothing wrong with that stand, but the other three... Just look so dated, and I'm and I'm speaking very bluntly on this. They just look so dated. The club shop looks really, really dated, and it just doesn't. I understand this might be a controversial topic because you know it's it's Hillsborough, it's uh, iconic, it's one of the old football stadiums, whatever. And I'm not saying turn it into a bowl. Please don't do that because it loses all of its character. But but use those those World Cup plans that are sat in an archive somewhere. I know it's not practical while we're in League One or whatever, but at the nearest possible convenient time, we need to use those or use some plan based on those because we get it from so many away fan bases now that say, doesn't Hillsborough look tired? Doesn't it look rusty? Doesn't it look this, that, and the other? And Can I possibly move- count oh, yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. Just joining in before, like, just 
rather than if we don't do the World Cup plans, which I agree is the best mm. way forward, why not just renovation? Why not? We've got a thirty-seven thousand seat stadium. Yeah, we we we'll we'll fill that if we get back to the Premier League. But why not just renovate what we've got? Mm. Just needs a facelift. Yeah, mm. just just renovate more what, sturdy looking. Let's get stands, that to a point where we can get that back where we can fill it. Yes, mm. and do the work that needs doing on that. Unless the plan is genuinely put a pin in it until you can expand it. But how long is that going to be before it just mm. it crumbles? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like, like you say as well, it, it's just, I also feel that if, the, if fans knew they had a really nice looking renovated stadium to go to, more might be inclined to go. Does anybody actually go and get food at half time? N- I, I, when I used to go, I used to, and it's, it, it's it shocking. It was shocking then, but it's apparently it's like cardboard now. But I was just going to like adding on to what Jack said. Um, I'll throw my quirk into the ring. I'm an artist. Um, <laughs> You'll look a musician and artist. How cliche. <laughs> <laughs> You're a musician. Oh, yeah. I, mention, yeah. Um, I think people forget how much appearance actually affects your overall mood mm. yes and going somewhere that's a bit tired a bit run down it's in the back of your brain like oh god are we a bit tired are we yeah. a bit run down you know you don't want that feeling going into somewhere like hillsborough i don't see it yeah but I, I know it's I probably because think... i'm locked in nostalgia but i'm like it's always been like this yeah mm. is but that just because something's always been like it doesn't that. mean it's the best thing yeah mm. yeah mm. yeah you know? Just a little tidy up. Maybe we start by painting the railings. Well, they painting they they, the they did they did the, they did the the seats need sorting. The yes. seats need sorting. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Renovate it and maybe just fix the wedge, that, just the wedges and stuff like sodding presto Dan. Really. Yeah, that's easy. But I don't know if it is because why is it not being done? If it is. Is there something like, is it low? Are we, is it like if we start messing, it might just all come down? Is the, who was it? Was it, who was it that said when we knock the, that stand down, it, they'll just be still the press. Yeah. 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 yeah they'll just be pressed yeah. stand just in the air. Constantly. Yeah. I genuinely think if we get a modern stadium, you need a hologram of press yeah. stand on the top of it. Just, it's never. Just have visions of it. Is it like the Simpsons or something where they, yeah. they walk into a building and then all the sides just fall? Yeah. I can't like stress this way. enough, guys. That Presto stand has been there my entire oh, life. Yeah. It said Presto on the top of there. As far as I can remember, mm. I've never not looked up there and it said pros, pro, and Presto. I think it would be interesting to maybe if you did something with Hillsborough, maybe you could have like a mini museum where mm. stuff like that could go. So it's not gone away. It's not, you know, people can go and look at it and be like, look, look at the history mm. of our club because you've got a lot of it. And what are you doing with it? Going, Oh, back in my day. Like <laughs> have, know, have it on show. Have, yeah. have your history yeah. on show and have, that is actually as part as of an, the World Cup plans, you know. There is actually yeah, well, a yeah. thing above, it, above. It's it like an added bit where stream. the mega store is, mm. but like a go upstairs and that's yeah. where it is. Yeah, like have the store or mm. like have the museum, have a store. That's another revenue stream that you can mm. put back into the stadium. Also give other fans other jobs. 
Yeah. You know. It's a really good point. I don't understand why, like, we have to keep things so separate and things like that. It's like the 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 bringing the the story in with the museum idea and stuff like that. You can actually build the culture around yeah. it and do because you all of have that. got a culture. Yeah, we yeah. have. There's not a lot. Of, there's there's some football clubs that don't have that. You know, yeah. so there is there is that there, and um, yeah, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, the stadium is definitely is definitely one. It is very easy to keep saying we need to have a new renovated stadium, whatever. But and practically, it's a lot of money, yeah. and feasibly, we you can't also got to realize that it's going to reduce the revenue streams. Yes. So yeah. that's where the money comes in. However, there is a counterpoint of because chance chance theory. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly I'm overthinking that so much because. <laughs> Because Chancery privately owns the stadium. Yeah. He can do with that whatever he wishes, and it will not reflect any of that on the club's books. So he could spend whatever he wants on renovating it. He could, and but it also it's a case on the club's finances. He'd then have to sell it back to the club if he ever sold it. Yes. And that would be a stupid yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there is that. Because look at the mess that Derby had with yep. their, with when they got taken over. I don't think he's going to get touched oof. until we can bring this. You can't touch it anyway. It's got the... Um, Order. I think, I think what is a thing as well, like when you're on a shoestring in terms of you need your revenue sources coming, if you start renovating stands, you're going to have a lot of fans you can't put in them. And if you start renovating the good parts of the stands, then you've only got the bad part. You know, you start with the bad part, start with the, and you've got to disperse fans. For an example is Oxford. They don't have a stand. Mm -hmm. You probably have to do it for an entire season as well. Yeah. Because if you do, if you're like doing it for an entire season, you're not going to be able to sell season tickets in that area. You're not going to be able to, you're going to have to do it one bit at a time. And it's going to be a few years of disruption. Mm -hmm. And I get why it's not being done, but it, it, it does need to do it. But I, uh, one thing I will never agree with, the stadium does not need to come down. You do not need to move it. You do not need to bring it down. I would actually possibly lose my, my heart of that club if it did, just because of where I've told you, my family grew up in oh, Hillsborough. Yeah. 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 If that is not down that street, mm -hmm. it's going to be different. If anything... It needs raising up height from the dog. Yes. Mm. It needs to go higher up structurally. Yeah, because that would cost an absolute that would be, oh, that would, that would be knocking it all down and rebuilding it. Yeah. Again. I don't get I don't really necessarily mind if it was if we had unlimited money doing that in the exact same place, piece for piece modern. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't actually mind that so much. If I, we just got I, all the stands to look like the South Stand, it'd be great. Yeah. 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 Like that—that's what Bramall Lane did, pretty much yeah. when they renovated that place. I mean, that looks tired now, but but yeah, it, that's what—that's pretty much all they did when they renovated it in the mid two thousands, whenever it was. Yeah, but yeah, sorry, I interrupted. I remember you they had automatic ticket things, didn't they? Because I went to a Milan game there. Inter Milan was it? Sheffield FC into Milan. They hosted yeah. it at Bramall Lane, yeah. and I was like. I had my Wednesday top on under a jumper or something. <laughs> just walked in and just like... You were like, this is a bit... Yeah, I was like, what's this? <laughs> we, we, we hand it to person. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, beep! <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you change about the club? Mine's similar, but it's training ground. Mm. Yeah, training you, you ground, bang branding. on about this training ground. Training so ground I get it, though. Training ground and branding. Yeah, because our training ground is not ours. You we can you can sort of tell it. that I think when you look at how yeah. it's branded, it's all very temporary fixtures rather well, than. Well, you look at you look at some of the old pictures where they've been inside the training ground. It's that old tired council kind mm. of 
put together fencing. Prefab looking yeah. stuff. And, and then you've got yeah. like the Wendy branding and it's just bits that are falling off. And you can see it in videos. It's like, it looks bad. The thing is, getting the training ground right is, again, another one is it's expensive because we have to buy land. Where in Sheffield is the land you can buy? Look at Leicester though. when they did theirs up. Exactly. It's... That's why they haven't been able to do a transfer window. Yeah. The, remember a couple of seasons ago, Chancery had a company do a survey that said, do you want me to spend money on players or do you want me to improve infrastructure? Everyone said players. So we knew, right, it's players then. If everyone said Oh, God, think about where we'd be. Yeah. yeah. If, if he said infrastructure, it would be so much better because a training ground can then level up your youth academy. How much of a training ground would Jordan Rhodes have bought you? Yeah, exactly. Um, phew, I've been saying that. They wouldn't so have bought long. you a low because obviously 10 million yeah. is probably, you probably need to spend more than that, but it'd have been a hefty chunk of it. You, it bought that, you, know, you know, like the, the land that's behind the training ground where there's uh, like, exactly yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, there's like a event. Pub the, event hall yeah, thing on it with like yeah, a rugby it, pitch outside it, it. Cri- and pitch, yeah, I think. could we not like Black land? Could, oh, there's a, there's oh, there's bits of parts of I don't know if it's specifically the factories district, but there's a load of like brownfield sites. Pretty much like I know about that. Glassed out. <laughs> Do you know? But like glassed out. You know, yeah. Going <laughs> you know, like the glassed out buildings, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. You could just flatten them. I've always thought if you bought them and just land. flatten them. There's a lot of farmland for sale in High Bradford. I don't necessarily want to touch farmland. Ironically, I think far, I think farm. The Sheffield United training ground is up for sale because they've just bought the RAF field. And Are you sure about that? Because they've, well, just, they've just done a massive monetization of their ground, which uh, I think may have nuked that. Oh. Well, never mind well, then. Well, why don't we just buy the RAF yeah, field? That's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why don't we buy the RAF field instead? I mean, it'd be the most banter move on chance here. Judge is buying United's academy. <laughs> but but to be honest, it field. makes sense. Yeah. Could you, could I don't, to be honest, I don't care because they could have it forever. They could put it on the honours board. Oh, you've got our you've got our old academy. Fine. Whatever. If you see where it is. Yeah, Jack, we can do what like um, Mike Athlete done to what he was trying to do to Coventry. By the way, we own your training ground. Now go look for somewhere else to yeah. train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your landlord and I want this much money. <laughs> I think if I was to change something about the club, it would be uh, community outreach and not not to in terms of not in terms of just doing the hospitals, doing things like that, but making every fan like feel mm. like there's there's more, giving more incentives to fa- for fans to be engaged. I know we're trying things, we're doing the esports teams and things like that, but there's there's stuff that like there isn't there, there isn't a lot of inclusion to the general fan base you know and you you notice it more when you are in this sphere and you're sort of like you're interacting with different me- members of the community and stuff like that there's so many people who just go to the matches but don't have any other sort of connection to the club and it's also a case of if there was more outreach and more engagement with certain fans i think there'd be you'd be you'd, you'd have more ideas on how to montage you'd have, have more ideas on how to do a media presence you'd have more ideas on how to get voices in and really make things. It's just there's there is other clubs just leaving us in the dirt with mm. that, and I think we we need to we are trying, but we need to move quicker and move smarter. It was really good in 2010. I mean, my primary school there used to be someone from the Sheffield Wednesday community program. Why is it just Sheffield? I don't know. I know that's weird because we're Sheffield Wednesday, but like there's so many outer areas yeah. of Sheffield that you can just you don't have to be right directly there. You think, oh, 
there's when what about different like mm. out start going out there for a start yeah. do you know what i mean and grow the fan base mm. get them in when they're young and yeah they might not be supporters now but there might be kids that come in and they're like oh we have mm. the wednesday but then there might be more of a i wonder if that community that we've just built uh recently because mm. we spoke about, I think it's up there actually, where we've just like done all the pictures. Um, the thing is, on the community, I still think Chan Siri should get a back. Because mm. of all of that crap yeah. that he was getting a few years ago. You know so he's I mean? scared of, if he does this, he might get this, or if he does this, so he might do this. So He got a lot of backlash for no reason. Yeah. And I think when you initially get that back, it's like, what am I doing? It, why seeing Chan Siri actually behind the scenes mm. is actually quite nice to see because he's probably enjoying it a bit yeah yeah there's that what would you change about Sheffield Wednesday I think like Jack I think the stadium I think yeah like I, said, I guess that's the one thing that you always see as well it's that yeah, side of it so yeah as a visual person like I would look at the visuals and like I said going into somewhere that is a bit you know outdated you know there must be some part of yourself that's like oh oh not <laughs> not like, me no not me i'm always like ah i always feel like there should be some i'm the child on the steps it should be something it's like if you, you buy a house and you've got to re- you've got to redo it from like ground up yeah you want it to look nice at the mm. end of it yeah the problem is we have one bit that's nice and that's the bit where you walk over the it. Yep. Yeah. You walk around the rest of it. And it is such and I believe that was renovated because of all the insurance money that we got for when the club flooded. Oh yes, it was, yeah. yeah. That was why all that got done up, all the South Stand. Because of insurance money from the flooding. Yeah, and if you are gonna have a staple like mm. Hillsborough, yep. it should be maintained. Mm-hmm. It should be, you know, because at the end of the day, as much as I don't like saying this, it's a historic landmark. Mm-hmm. Why Why don't you like saying that? It just feels dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please elaborate? Oh, yes, a historic landmark. Oh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think she meant like no, that. She didn't. <laughs> I know she didn't. I just thought it would be funny. We've been very serious. Yeah. And I just thought, let's have a laugh again, you know? <laughs> oh, Jack. A historic landmark deserves to be treated with respect. Yeah. It is something that needs to be maintained for generations. And I just don't feel like it is... At the minute, I think the problem with it is as well because of the name and the, the the ties to the name. It's like when you talk about historic landmark, when you think about history, people overlook that. They'll, they'll look at that one point in history and they won't look at everything else historical about it. There's been so many historical things, but because there was something tragic that happened that was historically tied to it, people immediately go from that, and that is mm-hmm. always going to be a shadow. But wherever we go, it should always be Hillsborough, and it yeah. should always be. You know, so it's like there's always going to be that anyway. And it's always going to be on the Google search anyway. So How it's a case you of... use your community outreach to get community to help back into their seats? Well, I know for a fact that, that fans would go and sort the yeah. seats out like and stuff like that. Local yeah. yeah. builder, yeah. anything, you know, all that sort of stuff. Just be like, could you pin the seats and we'll obviously put like... I think we did, did we do that a few seasons ago. We had some people coming so. into... It was yeah. like when Mandarich first owned the club, it was around that time. Like first came into the club, but yeah, mm. I think, um, yeah, we just definitely the, the just the visuals. Yeah, they could yeah. they could do with lifting, and also some of the visuals that we then decide to go for. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. It's gonna. It's like, what are we doing that for? Like, do you know I what see I mean? Some of your marketing stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's gone through people. 
Yeah. And we've gone, yeah, that's fine. Mm. You know, I'll be, mm. yeah, it's like, yeah, there's the, there needs to be more of a, I think there needs to be more of a standard there across everything. You standardize things, and this is the standard. If we're not hitting that standard, we're not putting it out. It does. It does feel like the media side of the marketing is living very much in the 2010s. Not the catching like, up. 20, I've got to give credit where I can see it. Yeah. It was. It would have been great, but we're ten years on from that now. We need to be like. That sort of yes. stuff. They, they're that sort of. They're, they're yes. doing. They're doing that sort of thing. And and again, but yeah, I know what you're saying there. People were doing that a long time ago, and they, they were catching up to that sort of stuff now. But we need to keep going down that route because like when it's just the training videos i'm like okay great good insight where's all the other stuff all the other clubs are doing loads of other stuff player interview like get to know me sort of things with the players there's like the cross spot they've taken over from soccer am individual clubs have of doing the corner challenge and the crossbar challenge all that stuff yeah where we could be doing that too invite invite i know it sounds really weird and it sounds like self trying to go for it but in ask content creators if we've got an idea for the club yeah. and you can vet it do you know what i mean and if it's yeah. crap it's crap yeah. if punk wants to come on and do a review they go no that's fu- that's not uh, i'm only making a joke here but you know <laughs> Example, yeah. but you know if they go if you've got the facilities to be able to do something and we can then work with you and then it's a it's a dual thing it's with malls. yeah they did a big thing about malls but the problem day. is everybody knew it was just yeah, yeah he don't care yeah. he might have been a wednesday fan at youth but they did it and actually it, it, yeah, it wouldn't. It, I think it's a case of you've got. You'd have to have someone who would do it. You would do it in a way where you like. And, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do something that would appeal to. Like if I was to do, it, I wouldn't do something that would necessarily appeal to a wider audience. I'd do something that would appeal yeah. to Wednesday fans. I'd know you'd get the stick on certain things, but you'd do something that, you know. Make you wonder how much money we actually but, spend on. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, even without collaboration and things like that, and working with, and I know they're trying to do that more on the music scene. So. That's that's fair it, enough. It sounds like a big sort of self plug to be like hire us and do you know work with us, but like it's it's true. It's the only way just or just be able ask to break into that market. Yeah, is by going to the people who understand that market and have been there for so long. Yeah, yeah, they got they got the wrong groups in. I think to that, and yeah. that's why it ended up stopping because it wasn't a discussion. It was just let's hurl all this crap at the chairman. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know the best things that I see is um, there's marketing departments and customer engagement departments of big companies they will watch everything there's to do with certain podcasts and that's how they'll fix things and they'll reach out to those people um and it can be done on the quiet it can be done on those certain things but it's like people that will probably want to and not always reaching out with solutions and things Hmm. like that i'm also not someone who gives away all my ideas for free it's why i'm very vague yeah when i talk about all this sort of stuff on the podcast because i because yes if i was hired on the wednesday media team there would and it was my focus and it was my job there'd be a different thing do you know what i mean yeah. it's also not necessarily something that i would be looking to do mm. right now but it's something that like i know how i would do it do you know what i mean if i was to do it and if there was um i'd like us to do our own inbuilt like tv station oh, yeah. the problem is that again i don't think any of that's gonna happen if, if i'm being <laughs> if i'm being absolutely honest again there'd be too much There'd be too many people who were too many cooks. There'd the be too many. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I said I've thought about things like that before and stuff like that. But I just think do your own thing. People like it. You don't need to reach out to a certain way. The club's also got a certain level of liability by bringing the wrong people on. But we've seen it in the past yeah. when certain mm-hmm. people have been involved in the space and it's not yep. gone well. Yeah. Right. So you've got to like 
you've got to be able to suss that out. And I think it's a case it's of... A difficult one. Yeah. But I also think it, hiring the right people, people, you don't necessarily... Um, I would never also say, specifically, if I didn't have a media background and I didn't have it on my CV, I wouldn't say like, oh, you could hire me for some media consultation yeah. or something like that. But I do. There's, yeah. a, diff- there's a difference, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm also a fan of that. So even if it wasn't like that, it was a case of... I've seen clubs reach out to people that have come from a media background, but have started their own podcast or the start of their own thing and they're covering a channel. And the clubs have liaised with those people and not on a big scale, but it's like, they've gone like, well, if you've got some sort of, if you've got it on your CV, if however, you've just started a podcast and you've based it, based it off clout, you're possibly actually an ego voice necessarily. You could be, you're not the right person to ask. You ask the right people who've got the expertise, but they are, expertise but they've also got the passion the people who are not in it for themselves that's the difference Mm. but yeah there's there's ways to do it in terms of in terms of engagement and collaboration very good example of the club reaching out to someone is Doncaster with Dapper yeah they've got an excellent relationship and and just saying yeah 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 exactly prime example of how it should be done actual yeah actual respectable relationship yeah the Dapper himself is very respectable with what he puts out. Could Dapper and, and would go on like their uh, before they do hmm. like a preview before the game. It's like their TV version. Basically. Yeah, he'd go on and I thought he talked with somebody from the Doncaster Free Press as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which ironically, since they've actually hired the person who was doing the Doncaster Free Press stuff, he's now in house at Donny hmm. doing it. But the thing is, there is that it, where you look at clubs like Doncaster and Fleetwood. Fleetwood are very good with Cobb Vlogs. Hmm. They're very good with nappers with stuff. Reach out to They're not wanting the world. They just want a little bit of going, look, I can help you get this better. The outreach. Where it goes. It's, it's, it's what, unfortunately, the Sheffield United side of the city are doing very well. Yeah. Do you know what I and actually think is a thing that they don't even need to do any really hard work? Do you know what they need to do? If someone's made put a lot of effort into a Wednesday piece of content, do you know what? And it counts as an endorsement, which is why certain marketing teams don't do this. Just like it, yeah. Because then everybody has followed that channel. Well, see, Sheffield Wednesday has liked this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like there it is. It's very little effort. Free promo, bringing into that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. I just think I think we need to be more clever with how we Mm. do that. And it's a case of not picking your favourites as well. Oh yeah. Because the thing is, if you go down too much of an echo chamber, you end up. It's like if they ever reached out to, they, they will not. But it's like, like it was like, you wouldn't want us on it all the time. No. You wouldn't want us doing something all the time. You want different voices. That's yeah. the whole point. You know, it's like, um, but it's also a case of, I think some people don't want to hear it. Mm. And if I'm, I'm a very honest about the club. I, I think I'm fair to the club. I think one thing I will say oh, is yeah. I'm always trying to be fair. Yeah. It's but like, it doesn't mean I'm not critical. Criticism ever. Yeah, it's exactly. A fair the, assessment. The, the being critical for the sake of being critical and then just having a way that you think could make it better. And mm. I think there's too much in our fan base at times where it's, this is how we should be doing it and not of, can we do it like this? You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Should we do one more topic and then yeah. round it out for the night? What are we feeling? Anyone? Anyone want to bring anything up? What games have we been playing recently? What games have we been playing recently? Yes. Yeah, uh, let's, finish, let's finish it on a bit more of a general. I'm currently going through the Far Cry series. I'm starting on Far Cry 1. Uh, I just love the Far Cry series and I haven't played it properly in ages. So I'm having a chance to go through it all and go on going one, two, three. Four. I won't play six because I hated six. Mm. Six did my head in. It went away from the entire story. What are you playing recently? I need to play six, so that's a great endorsement. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What have I been playing? Um, You have been playing... Kingdom Crusader Crusaders. Kings. Yep. Oh. I actually finished a game for the first time. 
Because uh, it's a great game to play on your laptop when you're shattered and you've just got football in the background. So, hiccup. Oh, I got the hiccup in. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I... Um, Shockingly been playing FIFA. Yeah, I've been playing bits of FIFA. Really? You play FIFA? Yeah. Not, not a lot. No. Oh, it's yeah. completed it. Yeah. I, pa- I packed Mbappe, so I really, I don't play Ultimate Team, but like we had these things uh, we, over Christmas. We, I just had these like promo packs yeah. and I opened one and I got Mbappe and I was like, oh, now I need oh. to probably play this a little <laughs> bit because you've got a card that's like really, really, really good. good. Yeah. Um, so I need to kind of like try and build a team and see if I can mm. actually compete. And I can, believe it or not, not against some players because some players will just go, Skill, skill, yeah. drag, yeah. Skill, 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 skill. And I'm skill, like, well, this is not football. Yes. What are you doing? Um, but yeah, I, um, I've been playing a bit of that. I tried to play High on Life. Didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it, but didn't. It was too much. <laughs> I just thought, no, nah, I don't need this right now. I just, I just, there's something right. When games are in that Fallout style, but they don't fit, they aren't Fallout and they don't have the grit. I just don't deal. Do you know, mm. you know what I mean? I'm really looking forward to Starfield this year. That's going to be a big thing yes. for me. That's going to be a big time for me. Yes. If it, and it better be good. Um, yeah, it's, it's I reckon it's coming out in June. Mm. That's, that's what I'm feeling, June. Um, what else? Um, me and Adam played that Zombie Army game. The Zombie Army 4. Right. Oh, It's like yes. from the creators it's, of it's Sniper Elite. On, yeah. Sniper Elite, yeah. And because uh, we... We had a visit over Christmas and we sort of hung out for the weekend and we were like, what should we play? So we, we played through that and I was like, this is actually really quite fun. It's like a throwaway weekend game that yeah. we'll probably play a little bit more of. But yeah, they've been the main ones. And then, yeah, just uh, FIFA's always the thing to you jump, jump on casually. I don't really have much. To, and Crusader Kings is the same thing. Just jump on. Don't have much time. Play those sort mm. of games. But you do indeed stream games. Yeah. So what have you been yes. playing lately? Um, well, I did try that high on life and I thought, it's kind of funny, but the novelty wears out after a bit. Mm. It's just it's just Rick and Morty with and I don't you like Rick and Morty, and it's you know. But I, I basically I have this like on and off relationship with Fallout Four and Fallout New Vegas, and I I discovered a YouTube channel called Skyrion who does like loads of lore yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and it's just he's I love that. Have you style. watched Oxhorn? And yes, yes. He dis- and actually, he did it those two have inspired me to make some things like that down yeah. the, down the line when I learn how to edit. <laughs> but <laughs> but I've been playing that a lot, and I just I'm so hooked on this idea of like what can I do? What would fi- Fallout Five be mm. in my head? And because I love the real classic. Oh God, RTS are we about ones. to do the same get, get video content on our gaming channels? <laughs> because no, I was literally, I've got a list at home yeah. of what content I'd like to do. And because, I was like, because I love the classic Fallout RTS games from yeah. the nineties. Oh, okay. And they effectively said Fallout Tactics, the third one that happened in Chicago. That's not canon. We're getting rid of that, and we're just moving straight from Fallout Two to Fallout Three. So I think that whole area of stuff can be redone in fallout 5 in like a really interesting way and i just yeah but i've, cool. I've just been binging the fallout games really at the minute yeah it's, it's my favorite franchise i've yeah. yeah i've got a plasma rifle no way i've got a plasma yes. rifle. no oh, oh, oh. Is that a <laughs> and a plasma rifle? i'm freaking out right i've now. got a pit boy and a plasma oh, rifle oh. yeah <laughs> it's um it's honestly i played that game in 2009 or two, yeah, 2009. And I was like, what's this? This weird, like, armor. It's going to be like one of the rubbish war games. And I'm, I'm in a vault. What's this? Okay, I'm walking. Oh, it's 3D. Okay. Hmm. It's like, it's not like one of those. Oh, it's, just, it's not a normal shooter, but I'm in first person. And then 
did that. This is weird. This is that. What's this? And then I stepped out. I was shooting people. Okay, it's going to be like underground. I don't really like these sort of games. And then you step out and you're like, and that music. Well, I, that, I can go oh, yeah. and and the the like little crackle and the sun yeah. and you're like, and the wet. I can go when I can go anywhere. Yeah. And you can blow and up like, an entire town if you want to. Yeah. Is that sudden realization like what? Is yeah. This? It's just it's honestly like that. And then I was in third year when Fallout four came out so i spent a big part of my student loan on the pit boy edition <laughs> yeah. and that's why i have a uh, that's why i have because i bought a ps4 because i knew that fallout 4 was going to drop on that at some point and yeah. i was like i need to play that mm. game and we got one bethesda game studios game on that entire generation i'm just proper into one like rich story games i much prefer them to like multiplayer games yeah hands yeah. down yeah, when I could just get lost and immersed in it. But it's I'm also like, a case oh. of I realised I don't like general RPGs mm. specifically. There's something about the Bethesda game studio games that just sort of like tick all those boxes yeah. of um, like oh, and a lot of people moaned about like the RPG elements with the settlement building came in, but I can literally spend day. I did in lockdown spend days just building settlements. I downloaded a mod called Sim Settlements. Yep. And yep. and two it, and sequel. number two yeah. has a storyline and the storyline yep. is so good. Yep. It's effectively this, like this being given the thumbs got up. Modded Fallout 4 on it. <laughs> it's effectively got the thumbs up from loads of the actual game developers and said I, potentially in the next Fallout there might be a Sim Settlement system in there. If you well, ever need knows. to like know anything about Fallout, I, I I've spent the past 10 years <laughs> No, it'd be more longer than that. Just like archive of because I the reason I want to do Fallout Five content as well is I watched Fallout Four content after Fallout Three, yeah. mm. and I'd love to do more of that. Um, and I know how I'd do it, and I am going to do it. And there's space for everybody in that field, oh, yeah. so it's yeah. a case of like, but it's like I am going to do it, but I'm going to do it in a very specific way because there's there's ways that I really enjoyed it when I was waiting for Fallout Four, and I think I'm going to make that book for Fallout Five. The lore videos are too much. Mm. Mm. You've got a great voice for that, though. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what you should be doing, using yeah. your voice to make that sort of content. But my brother would absolutely love to find you all the lore. He absolutely loves yeah lore building and like. He's a dungeon master, like Dungeons and Dragons. I've always yeah. wanted to try that Dungeons so, and Dragons. I think you'd be really good. I got yeah. really drunk because <laughs> 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 it was his birthday. And it was his 18th, and he was like, "Let's do, let's do Dungeons, let's do Dungeons and, Dragons. and Dragons." So we got up, and we like some were like, "Oh, what's this?" And I was like, "Well, I'm going to commit then." So we like got like elven up, and yeah. like, and then like, and then like, I got this huge keg of My lager Discord and just picture. put is my Dungeons and Dragons character. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah, so we just, I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, it's not something I can play. We, we've got friends that want to play it. Um, I'm desperate to play I, it. I was about to say, let's set up a little, let's set no, up a thing. I, I don't. I'll, I'll play a Jack. Okay. <laughs> it's, it is, it, it, there is a fun side, I, but I'm, I get bored. Yeah. I do get bored. If he does to play, I will play. I will play. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, because it, my mates just got married, but they want to, do it as well. They want to play it as well, don't they? Because they've got mates that want to do it. So yeah, if if we do end up, I just it's, it's, it, it yeah. was quite fun when I had a keg of lager in front of me yeah. that just said mead on it, and I was just there with like, <laughs> yeah. So I'll just do that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be fine. What have you been playing so? The Witcher Three again. again. Oh, with the new Netflix DLC or update stuff, yet. whatever it is. Yeah. I've been playing so much. <laughs> 
I could not put into words how much I love that game. Clunky ass. Coming from someone who likes Fallout 3. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, perfectly fair. Yeah. Perfectly fair. But <laughs> what I've been playing the most recently is because I have to stop myself playing Witcher because I'll just play it and mm. carry on playing it. I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. Oh. And I love And doing it. a mission where you relent, please do this or I'm going to throw my controller through the screen. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if you cling to that building one more time. <laughs> Like, fantastic game. I, I understand That why. game can be so frustrating I understand when you want to go the right everybody way. Everybody loves it. But playing it when you've never played it before and going back to a game that is that old, mm. it's just like... The mechanics of it are... Yeah, yeah. Some of it works beautifully still. Some of it, it's like, why? Why did you design it like this? Like, when you have to do, like, an extended jump so it'll reach higher. Like, why would I have to tilt my camera to I can look answer up that. to hold? Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes he does it, sometimes he doesn't. Um, I had a conversation with James the other day because I got to the point in the story and Ezio sat on this bench and he's like, it's my birthday. And she's like, oh, right, yeah, this woman. And, then, <laughs> um, and he's like, it's been 10 years since my father died. I'm like, has it? <laughs> Time is passing. <laughs> I was like, time's gone past Etsy. I thought we were just smashing this out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, it kind of just like, oh yeah, we're rather than going through the plot. They do, just, just, they do just give you a white flash, you're back in, and then it's, it's been 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy video Okay, I do like it. I really enjoy it. Time trials. Why? Oh. Um... It's like we always used to say, oh, the old games were the best. And then you get to the you time get, trials yes, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. F those. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, and why are they, like, I get why they're in the, the assassin's tombs, but it gets to try like seven. And you think, if I have to do this one more time, I'm going to look out the scream. window. <laughs> and I've not had the best run with Assassin's Creed because I started playing the first one and I got all the way to the end. I was doing the final fight and I was playing it on James's old 360. And it crashed. Oh no. Oh, no. And my entire save went. Oh. And I was like. It was brutal. I was like. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why, why they ever changed to the current like Valhalla format and, and the Odyssey format from. They perfected it with Unity and with Syndicate and they nah. should have stuck with that. Nah. And. Nah. But I love, no. I love open world. Odyssey and Valhalla like are fantastic. See, they're fantastic games. They're not fantastic Assassin's right. Creed Do you know games. what? I'm never going to actually agree right. with a marketing phrase until right now, but you can have a Unity-style experience in Odyssey and Valhalla. You just don't need to complete it. They actually said that in their marketing, and I kind of buy it. You can. If you go to certain parts of the game, you can have that shorter experience. You just don't play the whole thing. Yeah. There is that in there. It's, it's the just not the, the whole game. The Witcher. Like, you don't have to mm. do everything. Yeah. And that is controversial, by the way, because a lot mm. of people like to slate on the new games. But I just think... I'll be honest, if when the new one comes out, a platinum Valhalla, it took me 120 hours, but it came out during lockdown. Yeah. So I could just chip away at it. I got frustrated towards the end of that platform. I was like, how much stuff do I have to do? That was a bit aggressive. You know, you have to do everything. No, not yet. Not the new one. That is very Have you got it on disc? No. I think yeah. I think my biggest I Why think, is nobody lending me that game? <laughs> I think my biggest gripe with the latest Assassin's Creed games is that they took the Assassin's Creed story elements 
out of it. It'll be interesting just with Mirage. So they could blanket sell it to the people who just wanted a historical game. Mm. But Assassin's Creed is not Assassin's Creed without the Assassins versus whatever incarnation of the Templars are around. I think you can't call th- it that. Yeah, I get, I no, get. That's that's my grab. I love the game. But obviously, as a goes back to the roots thing, of like the. I think but, it, I get, it, you can go back to the roots of like the Hidden Blade and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that's like a story on its own. How did the Hidden Blade come to pass? It's actually got its power from Sparta. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing, you know. That that sort of thing is quite cool. I like the way they did that. Valhalla's a little bit like, okay, this is a game about somebody who's not tied to the assassins and just yeah. knows one of them, and is a hundred in a hundred and twenty hour long game that is setting up a short game that we're getting this year. Mirage. Well, although, if you do the um, there's the side content of hunting down the hidden ones, well, not the hidden ones, the um, the the like the. The Order of Ancients, or whatever it's this called. This is a Sheffield Wednesday podcast, yeah, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but, if you, <laughs> but if you do that, you effectively get to the end of that, and it shows you that you've actually helped create the Templars from the first game. Is it, It's like that. the origin of that. Not played the so DLC. That's the, I've not uh, played the DLC. No, no, it's not DLC. It's in the main game. Oh, it was a while ago. Oh, is it, is it where you do the blocks? No, it's where... You you have to go after certain people and they give you that. Yeah, no, yeah, Odin, yeah, Odin yeah, sorts them out. Yeah, and then, you've created the temp. Yeah, I remember exactly now. And then you end like, up creating uh, yeah. the Templar Order, helping yeah. Alfred the Great create that. Yeah, instead. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's exactly link. it. Yeah, yeah, that's also brilliant the way they did that because I was like, yeah, it does tie in. I knew I know why they're doing it. Mirage will be interesting. It's going to be like an old sort of mm. like syndicate style game. So it'll be a case of... And, I'm and not interested in that one. I'm interested in the one after. The Japan one. No, 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 no. The the witchy one. The oh, witchy yeah. The he- spooky one. The he- oh, Project yeah. Hex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be interesting. There's a mobile game that they're making that's set in r- like rural chi- med- uh, feudal China that everybody's been wanting for decades now since it's... it's since a- you got that wrong, wrong. Is it? It's the, the big next open world game. Is going to be in Japan. Japan. You're going to get Sorry. your Samurai Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yes, they have, but however, a made a one that's mobile in game in China that is yeah. a mobile game. Yeah. Even though that's also a setting that everybody's wanted to see yeah. for a long time. Everybody basically wants wanted a Samurai Assassin's Creed, and then Ghost of Tsushima did it amazingly, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, we best do it now." Yeah. yeah. And now we can compare it to Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, and they yes. could have, they could have had the the field on it, and they've got to do it so well now. Yeah, it's got to be fantastic. Let's just talk about one Sheffield Wednesday thing. Yes. Before well, if you we would go. like to hear us talk about games, yeah. so, subscribe to James Over on YouTube. Yeah. We might yes. do something on that. Go look Ooh. at Worko's Twitch. He's getting pumped. This is the first time he's, and only time he's getting, he's getting promoted on the podcast. <laughs> I feel immens- immensely anxious now. I'm not used to people saying, go and look at his Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, I mean, eventually he will stick to a schedule. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday on the 21st of January. So we're going back into something topical. So if you've enjoyed episode 100 and the randomness, I hope you enjoyed that long two hour, whatever chunk it was we just recorded. <laughs> two hours 15. Yeah. Because um, that was after that was after the initial Stop. news, yes. by the way, yeah. and the community calls. So <laughs> that's how it's, it's going to be today. fun tomorrow. Um, Wednesday have played, are going to be playing Fleetwood. What are we feeling about this one? I'm annoyed about this game because we could play them twice soon. I that FA Cup draw was horrible. <laughs> I'm I'm alright because I keep going in the cup and it's getting us yeah. a bit more cash. I think that the good opportunity for us to get three points in there, Fleetwood have shown in the past that they are not a team that travel well. 
And I think we've got the opportunity to, to keep our run going. And mm. I think that's what's more important at the minute, to keep this run going. And the nice thing is the Sean Rooney who squared up to Darren Moore can't play. <laughs> because of, cause I, I just love... That I, if this whole season, even if we go... I think that's going to be my favourite part of the season. Someone trying to square up to Darren Moore and just would just be like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those moments where you're like, Oh, you're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you would, would really want to tussle, going... tussle with him. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> was somebody behind Darren? Yeah. Yeah, he was, was, was Stockdale. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Just like, like... Giving him all of this as he was walking down the But I also loved how Darren Moore tried to pull Stockdale back to go, yeah. stop it now. You're okay. on the bench. Don't get a centre off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's a good opportunity to get all three points here because they're not a great team. <laughs> they're, Said, not, yeah. they're not yeah. a great team the the one thing they've got at home is they are able to like bring things back they have been the team that has done like the 90 minute 91st or 95th minute but we are a team that now can handle that yeah. we, we had a season where we could only play for 80 minutes and now we've got a thing where we can play for the whole 90 mm-hmm. it's lovely and we're doing two and 90 half... plus 6 as well yeah but we we're also that. doing two halves of football mm. the one thing we said in the past we can't do two halves of football we can now. Yeah. You're going to get some very angry messages from Nappers. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, get his uh, review on the... Yeah. Yeah. Send a message, get a review for to, for attachment on the podcast next week, maybe. <laughs> but yes, um, I've enjoyed that, guys. I'm shattered and yeah. we we're about yeah. to go on a long drive, but being able, I'd, I'd, we were looking at the time and I was going, I'm not even setting time limits, let's just talk. Mm. And it was nice to do that mm. and hopefully... It's something we can do more going forward as we as we mm. plan with all of this. But yes, there will be that giveaway on the uh, if you hashtag TW100 with sharing this video out on Twitter. Maybe even just tag at Talking yeah. Wedding it after you followed us. Yes, and uh, you'll have a chance to win one of the limited edition winter Talking Wednesday stickers. Ooh. very cool. Very nice. Cool. Amazing. Nice. It does feel nice going into this Fleetwood game actually because. Um, I've sort of got that feeling again, like I had in 2012, where I just feel like we're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. I just, it just, the thought isn't in my mind. Weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's just this, like, yeah. we're just, we're going to win, and, and that's it. That's and that's another thing that this team's brought back again this year. Sorry to just suddenly go, go back into No, it's, I, I, get what, I get what you mean. But it's uh, like, going to be great this, when we lose, feeling, isn't it? <laughs> this feeling is creeping back in again, and I feel, I think a lot of people are feeling that. Yeah. And it's just nice to have that feeling again. After knowing we're going to go down two Again, years like, ago. Well, so it's, like, it's weird watching Wednesday yeah. be positive and actually have a positive situation. Mm. And as so for someone from the outside looking in who's seen it, it's like, I've not seen this before. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> What's happening? Are you all okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've enjoyed it today. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Soph. Thank you, Jake. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to our callers. Um, Ryan and Cam as well. Really, really nice to chat to you guys earlier on. It's been a fun day. It's been a long, long day. day. Long day. But it's been a, it's but been a, been a, a really... And it, yeah, exactly. And what a way to do episode 100. Stick around and maybe, <laughs> maybe there'll be another 100 in the next two years. But we will, uh, we've definitely enjoyed getting this far with all of you. And that has helped by you liking these videos if you're on YouTube, subscribing and leaving reviews on the podcast services, which you can do. Why not read it 
get it read after episode 100. That'd be fantastic. But for now, guys, as always, that's not the outro. No. No, it's yes. not. I messed it up on episode yes. 100. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Talking Wednesday, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. See, ya. see you later.